0: Hello and welcome to the Weird Science DC Comics Podcast. I am your host, Johnny Seven, and I must warn you that Jim and Eric will spoil all of this week's DC comic books. So if you have not read them, you might want to do so before listening. Enjoy the show.
1: What are
2: you looking at, butthead? Say hi to your mom for me. <coughs>
0: Why does Mr. Fleas hang out with the gruesome tooth of a weird science so much? Because we're so damn cool. Wow. I'm America's sweetheart, Eric Shea.
3: And I'm the managing editor and waiting, Jim Warner.
0: <laughs> and this is episode 42 of Weird Out Loud. Forty-two.
3: Uh oh, Yes, I'm the managing editor. I'm waiting. I, Is I that how we now? Yep. What are you?
0: I'm Eric Shea. Eric, a
3: jerk. Uh, we are recording on the night of October 24th, Eric, at what oh, it appears to be like 10:23 at night. I'm already tired. I'm so so tired. And you know what, Eric? We are the official, unofficial podcast of Weird Science DC Comics Blog blogspot.com. And I got word uh, earlier today our probationary period has been extended, Eric. Those guys, oh, really? over, at, yeah, yeah, those guys <laughs> over at Weird Science, they're they're pretty tough. I don't know what it's going to take to be official. I don't know. I heard it includes knee pads, a Bible, a, a bible and a, and a desk. I don't know. But also, there was a note. Mr. Weird Science wants to see you Monday morning. I
4: don't know.
3: I think it's going to involve a debriefing, if you don't know what I so mean. Don't make it so obvious.
4: Woo-hoo.
3: And we are also proud members of the Comics Podcast Network at comicspodcast.com. I think when I say that, I'm afraid people are going to just... I guess they could look up Comics Podcast Network. Right. But I'm afraid they're just going to... ComicsPodcastNetwork.com. For some reason, they came up with this and didn't want to go with that. It's ComicsPodcast.com, Eric. And, right. you know, we wanted to join in for a while, right? Yeah, we wanted to be I a big th- family group thing. I thought that it would be more like a family. And, yeah. you know, have we been invited to any dinner... Or anything. When, when are we going to be invited to the picnics?
0: My own family doesn't invite me over for dinner.
3: I Those guys at Raging Bullets, Eric, they're not inviting us anywhere. I'm waiting for When are we going to get the, the the invite?
0: Once we stop being so negative, stop talking shit on every other Probably. podcast. I know. They are very positive.
3: That, that's their thing. They're very positive. Uh, are, do you think we're negative or are we realistic?
0: I like to think realistic,
3: I'd but like to say we're realistically next. I live
0: in a fantasy world. Yeah, you do. You do. You play with
3: Imaginex tonight? You jump no, I did it. not. What was it? he hee, hee, Batman. I don't I'm recall that. I'm the Riddler. I'm sorry. I don't recall any of that. <laughs> uh, you know what's in store for tonight? What do we got? We have DC News. Right. We have comic book reviews, Eric, mm-hmm. which we have 11 main books tonight. Jesus. Four flash reviews, and I want people to start guessing what the flash reviews are going to be. It's a big game big game we're playing
0: and we not have reggie's really if you follow the website well yeah i know
3: we have reggie's recklessness we have brightest daycares other side segment mm-hmm. and eric this is what the surprise i was talking to before we started there is a return of a segment hosted by a guy who loves geeky things that may or may not include apple products
4: the and fuck may out
3: or may not live in baltimore Eric, i didn't want to tell you i wanted it to be a surprise i talked to him this week he is back, and of course, I'm referring to Professor DC,
2: Thank who's God. returning
3: with his weird history segment, Eric. He was not in last week. I called him. He is not from Baltimore, Professor no. DC, and no, he, not. but he does like Apple products, he told me.
0: He did.
3: But yeah, we're going to get started, but I am very tired. fucking Eric. play I'm, games
0: in my head I, like
3: that. <laughs> I'm going to start by uh, having a little gridlock energy drink. Build up. Okay.
0: Mmm, delicious. That just sounds so gross in my head. I'm forcing it down. It's like
3: acid. <laughs> uh, yes.
0: you, learned, you learned that uh, at the truck stop, did you? Oh, yeah. Force
3: it down. I don't know why it would be like acid, but you tap two times. and you
0: know, No matter I, what, I'll, you don't I want I it in your to mouth. I just tap on
3: the desk, and I smacked my earphones out of my ears and hurt myself.
0: Master disaster you are.
3: Three taps mean I'm ready. Uh, yes, and speaking of ready, Erica, you ready with the sound effects?
0: No, you are I'm not. You're the
3: official sound effect man. I knew I had to tell you. You are never ready. You're the sound effect man with one sound effect, and it wasn't ready. Is it ready no,
0: yet? No,
3: It's still not ready. No, gonna, I forgot all about it. Again. You know
0: we just talked about it. Forgot yeah, all about it. <laughs> so, are you one. ready? Are you ready for the news, Jimbo? Yes, I am. Well, you better be because it's going to show up right after this thing loads up, and it's not. <laughs> it's, it's done. Uh, we got nothing. This whole show is fucking bullshit. You don't have your one sound effect. Nope. You're 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 for real.
3: So Bubba was from La Battery, Alabama, and his mama cooked shrimp. I don't think he cooked the right one. mama cooked shrimp,
4: and
0: her mama for her mama cooked shrimp too. Bubba's family knew everything there was to know about the shrimping business. News. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and now for the news, and nothing speaks news like Bubba go shrimp. Damn right. All right, news, uh, Eric. We have four news items ahead of me. I wish I had papers to like. Sta- you know, jostle about, gather a jostle to make it sound like I had some news there. Oh, uh, the first bit of news: Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck wouldn't mind directing Affleck. a Batman. Affleck. Ben Affleck wouldn't mind directing a Batman movie, Eric.
0: That's um, crazy to me.
3: <laughs> yes, because we thought that was part of the whole deal, right?
0: I, I thought it was
3: announced well, like two months ago in Total Films. Total Film. That's your favorite uh, magazine, right?
0: That's a magazine. Yeah,
3: I don't even. I didn't even know that they had magazines anymore. I think this is a magazine. I don't know. In Total Films' Batman v. Superman Dawn of Justice issue, I'm assuming it's a glossy magazine era. Ben Affleck addressed rumors that he would helm an upcoming Batman solo film. I I should use a Boston accent here, but I'm not going to. No, no. I I actually
0: want to know what you think a Boston accent is. Yeah, it's wicked hard. Is that good?
3: If I could make it work, yeah, obviously that'd be like a dream. (laughs) you like that one (laughs) the trick is as to any movie is to make sure that you if you're going to direct it that it can make then you can make it good you gotta have the right idea and the right take on it broadly speaking it's something i'd be open to for sure
0: you know the take is it's a a very
3: wicked exciting idea hey is that good yeah voices are back voices are back how about this one they talked to him later and he said Come up and see me no. sometime, big boy. No, no, never. You like that one? No, I don't. That is May Affleck. Okay, <laughs> it continues. The issue also gives readers a sneak peek of what to from the opening <laughs> scene of Batman v. Superman, Dawn of Justice movie. You want to hear what the first opening scene's about there? Do it for me. Yeah. What happens there? What happens there? This is Henry Cavill, tells him. What, uh. what happens there is one of Bruce's buildings gets destroyed. And he's trying to save all the people inside the building, and he can't. Son of a bitch! I saw this in the trailer. <laughs> yes, I know. Superman actor Henry Cavill told Total Film. So he is this angry person who fears what Superman. No, no, go. no, no,
0: no! Do it in your British accent.
3: So, so <laughs> he this angry per. I can't do accents. What the the hell was I'm that? done. I'm done. <laughs> Hello, love. There this is an angry person who fears that Superman may do. What are they going to trust this superpowered alien? What if he does decide to turn against us, like some of them Haitians?
0: That was not part of that. I, that <laughs> he no. didn't say that.
3: I hope uh, not. I think he did. I I don't know. I thought that. Then I don't know. He's <laughs> found himself in a place of harboring a tremendous amount of rage for Superman at at Batman a- actor Ben Affleck. They're just yelling at the person. I think. <laughs> so so we're back to the the uh, Southie. So it's he, he got there. What's that done to him now? I'm mixing. I have him up. no, no idea what that was. it's Australian was that australian crikey, is that what you're crikey yeah. what's that done to people around him like alfred who are i think very scared and worried for him it's something that's interesting and new it is the end
0: i, I have totally lost the story i'm there. telling you
3: anybody who's listened to this is like what the hell is going on uh yes back to the old days eric we make no sense all right that's the
0: news
1: that's all the news No,
3: that's that news story that news story made no sense
0: i'm telling you i have no Uh, idea what just happened i'm telling you the
3: the four bits of news here are so lame that i'm just gonna make it up like this because the next one eric i'm Uh, gonna get serious here i'm gonna uh, get a little serious next bit is connor hawk will appear in dc's legends of tomorrow
0: and that sounds amazing to me we got time travel going on why not
3: yes oliver queen's son is coming. you didn't read this you didn't read this did you I didn't read anything. I know you didn't, because you won't like this. Oliver Queen's son is coming to the CW, but he won't be his son. Oliver Queen's son is coming to the CW, but he won't be his son.
0: That doesn't make any sense.
3: According to comicbook.com.
0: Reports indicate that
3: Connor Hawk will be appearing in an upcoming episode of DC's Legends of Tomorrow, but with major changes to the character.
0: Why use that character, then? Comic
3: Book's report, which they say was confirmed by CW's parent company, Warner Brothers, that the network is currently casting for an African-American or biracial male to play the Hawk character. The character is described as someone who puts on the uniform of a missing hero who once stood for justice and hope. Batman. The report, the report indicates that unlike oh. comic books, Connor Hawk will not be the son of Oliver Queen and Sandra Hawk.
0: Why not just create a different character? You you have a whole library of characters to use. Why right. use Connor Hawk if you're not going to make him the character?
3: Hey, I don't know. I'm in Batman v Superman. Henry
0: Cavill, I'm not asking you. I'm asking Actually, Dan. That,
3: no, that was Ben Affleck. <laughs> that was you not. you got to get these. Hey, guys, don't forget me. A okay, gal Gadot, What's she doing there? I thought Holy that was like crap. Mickey Mouse. No, they. <laughs> hey, are Guys! All right, there we go. So you don't like that news. You don't like that they're going to throw Connor Hawke's name in. And why? I agree with you why use that name. But, hey, it's to get people excited. It's to get people excited, Eric. I'm not Uh, anymore. Next story. Jeb Bush thinks Supergirl is hot.
0: Yeah, I saw this on the interwebs earlier. I didn't look into it because I figured you'd say something about I it. I actually
3: think it's pretty funny because while speaking at a conference at the Libre Institute, the Libre, the Institute. Libre Institute, presidential hopeful Jeb Bush huh. was asked who his favorite superhero is. While the question specified which Marvel superhero oh, Bush name-checked two of DC's whoa. Whoa. biggest names. I think it was uh, Brian Michael Bendis was oh, asking. Okay, he was okay. in the I... crowd. It was, it was freaking uh, Stanley, Freaking guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of old school, Bush told the audience. I'm not doing a Bush impersonation. Uh, can you do a I, Stan <laughs> Stanley, just falling over. I'm uh. kind of old school, Bush told the audience. I kind of like the old school guys like Batman. Bush didn't stop there. He also threw a support behind DC's newest TV star, Supergirl. Supergirl's on TV. I, I <laughs> Thanks, saw Jeff. that when I was working out this morning. She looked pretty hot. This is a guy who wants to be the president. (laughs) He's Uh, talking about Supergirl, and that's what he has. She looks pretty hot. I don't know what channel it's on, but I'm looking forward to that, said Bush of Supergirl's Melissa Benoist, before chuckling. That'll make the news.
0: Sure will, Jeb. Not a good way.
3: Though he named DC heroes when asked about his favorite Marvel heroes, Bush did endorse Marvel as a whole, or at least their business strategy. I like watching them movies, and I wish (laughs) I owned Marvel as somebody who believes in capitalism. Is that a good Bush? Sure. That thought it was pretty good. Uh, I have two things. Somebody who says Supergirl looks hot and his name Jeb should not be president, Eric. And Absolutely that's as, not. That's as, pre- that's as political as I'm getting on this podcast because I, well, really I, ag- I really I, don't care. I agree that Supergirl is hot.
0: Yes. That's not something you want to say when you're running for a political office or anything like that.
3: That is true. I wonder if there was going to be a, um, a retort by, what's his name? Donald Trump. Oh, God. That would be crazy. All right. The next, I want to hear,
0: hear what the Democrats think about superheroes now.
3: The next bit of news is Sci Fi's Krypton is a prequel to Man of Steel <sighs> if it's ever
0: made. I was going to say, I thought this was done. Uh,
3: none of the I haven't current, heard shit about none it.
0: None of the current DC
3: based television series are connected with DC's movies, but that'll change with Sci Fi's Krypton. Writer producer David Goyer has revealed that the series, which was announced in 2014, will be a prequel to Man of Steel, which he also wrote. Takes place 200 years before Man of Steel, Goyer said at a press junket for Da Vinci's Demons. We're treating Krypton like hey, it's a historical piece. I don't either. We looked to the previous cultures on Earth to model what that would look like, or that what that would be like. Goyer went on to clarify that the plan for the show is to explore the deeper culture of Krypton as seen in the first act of Man of Steel we scratched the surface in the film and that sounds me, like an
0: expensive that was the allure
3: right he said i was always fascinated as a kid with the books about krypton and they've only shaded in it only shaded in a tiny bit so we'll learn about the politics of the world we'll learn about the culture the art all the different guilt here's the best part sci-fi is yet to officially green light the krypton series for casting or shooting a pilot eric
0: you know what this sounds like? What's that? A trade federation dispute.
3: Oh, a trade federation dispute?
0: Yeah, because everybody loves that shit and stuff. Yeah. Political. Yeah, I don't want to hear about I, the politics I, of Krypton. Yeah, I don't want, it. I don't want it to see Get that. Get the fuck out I of here.
3: I don't want to see that at all. But, Eric, um... You
0: know what's better than seeing a powered Superman? A depowered powered Superman. No, that's
3: oh, not right. really? Or you know what's better than seeing Batman? as a robot Batman.
0: Or a little kid.
3: Yeah, or anybody. God damn it. I don't even know what we're talking about anymore.
0: I'm talking about Gotham being about Bruce Wayne as a oh, kid. Oh, Gotham. I was I'm, talking about the book. I'm talking about a whole <laughs> show of Kryptonians who don't have any powers. Well, yeah, yeah.
3: I, uh, You're taking the
0: best aspects of these things and getting rid of them. But Eric, it's going to be a
3: prequel set 200 years before Man of Steel. I hate only just... 200 years.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, That's only two... it.
3: Only 200 years. It's kind of a, it kind of reminds me. Well, actually, it doesn't remind me of the uh, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic because that was awesome, Eric. Uh, going back that that far, that was cool. That, that was great. But uh, this is next tough. thing I
0: want to see a show about Batman set in Gotham in the early 1800s. 1800s.
3: That's like uh, at
0: the one point in um,
3: All Star Western. So you you can go back and read those.
0: Yeah, I don't want to see an All Star Western. Have some so. fun. Eric. I saw the movie. It was yeah. terrible.
3: Well, you know what? That's what? it for the news, Eric. You got another sound effect for the a- after news?
0: Was I supposed to? No, because uh,
3: you're, you're the sound effect guy. Yeah. Right now, you're not the sound effects guy.
0: So, Bubba. Oh,
3: here we go. Oh, no. His mama cooked shrimp. And, and her cooked mama them cooked, shrimp. Her cooked shrimp.
0: She and cooked her mama shrimp. Her mama cooked shrimp too. Bubba's family knew everything there was to know about the shrimping business. <laughs> yeah, thank
3: you. Very yeah. good. <laughs> but Rick not hit back. See now, now you're now you're rolling here.
0: You like brick, that shit, dude? Brick,
3: no hit back is true. I live my life by that that quote. Uh, that reminds me of the time when we were on. Uh, the um, GeekCast Network's Origin Podcast. Right. And I was Oh, telling, Jesus Christ. And I told the Jill because uh, if anybody has never heard that, you could go there. You look up their Origins Podcast on Geek... Po- uh, what is it? Geek... The pool bag. The pool bag of the Geek... Cast. It's, okay, GeekCast Network. I, I can never remember it. But yeah, uh, we were on there talking about when we first got into comics that I mentioned that you... Got me into comics by just sitting there and talking to me about them like uh, Bubba talked about shrimp. And then you were in the background making up the craziest things. I I don't recall I think you said shrimp dip three times. Shrimp dip. Shrimp salad, shrimp dip. We're going to move on because right now we're going to stop the podcaster. We're going to stop it dead. Actually, we're going to move on to uh, what I enjoy a lot. We're going to move on to Professor D.C., like okay. I said, I gotta hold him. He's not from Baltimore, but he loves Apple products, Eric. And you know who else he likes? Who? KG Beast. We're I like KG Beast him. too. I know you love him. So let's see what Professor DC will tell us about KG Beast. Really? <laughs> at a break. You're gonna you're gonna go with that at a break. Take it away, Professor D C.
2: Hello comrade, I am not seeing you there since I am getting to level 45 on Tetris. Level 45 is beginner level for Russian, so it's alright if I put the game down to talk to you. My name is being Professor DC, and this week I am going to tell you all about the most glorious superhero in history of all comic books, the KGB Beast. The KGB was spy group for former Union of Soviet Socialist Republics, in Russian, it is pronounced Bezopasnosti," But in English, it is just Committee for State Security During Cold War, when USSR and United States of America Are having detente while stockpiling nuclear weapons And stealing sensitive national secrets from each other The KGB is being most glorious spy network in the whole world According to Time Magazine And the KGB's own publicity copy in the spirit of this tense global political situation, writer Jim Sterling and artist Jim Aparo introduce Anatoly Nyasev, otherwise known as the KG Beast, to Detective Comics number 417. Nyaisev is a trained assassin whose strength is cybernetically enhanced, because of course he's nothing for glorious Soviet scientists and the many resources at their disposal. Batman tried to stop the KG beast from performing assassination, but of course the non genetically enhanced rich man is no match for the martial arts mastery of Anatoly. Batman even trapped Anatoly and forced him to chop off his own hand, which Nyasev replaced with gun. Ultimately, Batman realized he must break KG beast for good, or he will simply be extradited to Mother Russia and be free for contract killing again. Batman is wimp though like all soft western dogs and seals in underground sewer like he is common rat. KG Beast is no common rat comrades because he eventually escapes. He sees communist Soviet Union dissolve and Berlin Wall coming down so Nyasev went solo as more traditional super villain entangling with Batman on and off for years to come. After big comic book clusterfuck event Infinite Crisis the KGB is thrown from rooftop and dies, which is probably just as well considering the KGB itself is not existing any longer. During Blackest Night, he is reanimated and joins the Black Lantern Corps, but we all know everyone involved in that club got royally screwed, so it's not like that should give any fan of the character hope. That more or less wraps it up for the KGB, who has not been seen in comics since Blackest Night, to my knowledge. The character with ties to the KGB. The same name of Anatoly Nyansev did appear on television program Arrow, but he is not having super strength or gun in place of his right hand, so really just implication. Hope you have enjoyed this edition of Professor DC and learned something you may not have known before. If you have the question or the comment, please to contact this site at weresciencedc at gmail.com. Otherwise, Comrade, I must be getting back to my Tetris game. Which may or may not be attached to machines that torture prisoners of war in North Korean gulag. Until next time, my glorious comic book fans. Dobri nochi i imejut prijatni zatra. Okay, Eric, and
3: that was Professor DC. All right, and now it's time for the mail. Mail. We do
4: have enough time to read all the mail, much less deliver it.
3: Ah yes. Yeah. Oh jeez. <laughs> I'm the worst sound effects
0: guy. That's right. I'm worse than you.
3: That's right. Uh, the, if anybody realizes, last week we had the listener mail, and I meant to put that in post uh, recording, and I messed it up, Eric. There's a, like a weird pause. Way worse it than me. Uh, yeah, I, I'm done with the sound effects now. I kind of hooked it up. or Actually, my computer just mysteriously became hooked up that you can hear the sound effects, and now I don't know how to play them that way. <laughs> so, <laughs> this thing is we're the worst mornings ever. The 42. Worst, episode 42 worst, we're just getting shit yeah, started. Yeah, episode 42. We still are terrible. All right, and that's probably going to be the theme of the mail because it always is, Eric. But if you want to get your email or listener mail on our website, podcast just email us at weird science dc comics at gmail.com boy, boy <laughs> where the worst. i said every time it sounds like I'm. it's a question to people but yeah that's the only way you can get on the mail because you put your foot down fuck yeah and here we go the first mail is by alex eric and i want to tell you alex is one of the longest followers uh and commenters on our site
0: and i dig Alex.
3: yeah alex goes dear jim and eric really a blow ski really Oh, yeah, Blowski. Blowski. I said that was a, a term that one of my old friends used to use all the time, and it made me laugh. And uh, I don't know. To me, to fit with everything else, a Blowski sounds like a Polish blowjob, Eric. A Blowski. Thank
0: you. I, I don't have anything to go with that. Thank so you. Okay.
3: And he goes, Keep it up, guys. And I don't know if he means the podcast.
0: Or <laughs> <We're> a Blowski.
3: <laughs> Written and lettered by Alex M. And then Ooh. he says, P.S. What happened to Professor DC? And your question is already answered because we have had Professor D.C. already on. He's right? a busy guy. He's doing professor things. He is. I tried to get a hold of him. He was doing a lecture series. This is why he couldn't be on last week. And you know what? We're also uh, lazy. Yes. And uh, Reggie did one. Oh, no. I'm not supposed to say that, right? You shut your mouth. Hey, He's a real guy, Professor D.C. All right. We'll move on. Second Do email. Do not look at the man behind the curtain. Second email. Pistol. Pistol says, Dear Eric, America's sweetheart and Jim, the Quaker Town cornhole. Why, does, why doesn't he make fun of you? <laughs> great podcast last week. Really looking forward to hearing this week's episode, to hear all about the great books such as Dr. Fate, Bizarro, and Green Lantern Lost Army. 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 <laughs> Hashtag sarcasm. Yeah, one of those will be in the flash reviews Eric. You can, you can guess. <clears throat> Firstly, I'm going to have to stand up for Reggie against Red Robert from last week and say Reggie is brilliant. Really? You know what? I, I think Pistol is um, from the U.K., yeah. They, they throw around that term brilliant too much. My mom is from England. I'm telling you, she'll take a <laughs> shit and tell you it's brilliant. Uh, everything's <laughs> brilliant. It never ends. Brilliant this, brilliant that. He delivers informative and thought-provoking segments every week with that sultry voice of his. Honestly, I can listen to that guy read my own obituary. Yeah. Anyone deserves Robert's hate. It's those great, big, fat people,
0: Jim and Eric. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Here we
3: go. What, you, what? You're opening up a can of worms, Pistol. We're going to hear about you and your weight loss.
0: Go on with it. No, I'm not doing that. I'm you just going to tell you how fat on. Jim is and not oh, me. you
3: son of a bitch.
0: <laughs> you little fat fuck.
3: I'll fucking kill you. i also like to say I would enjoy hearing Jody on the podcast, as was recently suggested, either to do DC show reviews or perhaps do the geek news. Hashtag Dan is dead. I listened to one of the old episodes last week that included a bit from Jody and thought that it was very good, though the quality of the recording could do with some improvement. And I'm telling you, I said to you when we got this email that, uh, Pistol, you got the needle in the haystack because he was only on one episode. He only did the one. Me and you both loved it, right? Yeah. I thought it was great. Boom tubes in that one and uh though then he just never did it i don't know if he listened to it and didn't like it i don't well, know but
0: if you want to try to get jody on the show you can go to, you can talk to him on twitter at oh. strange jody oh yeah
3: jody yeah I'm Everybody. Just gonna throw him yeah. out there get get a hold of jody and say what the hell jody get on the goddamn thing i yeah, want, him to, do, him, I want him to do i want him to do a couple minutes of each of the shows he <laughs> listens to and that'd be good that's one thing that me and you kind of neglect on this because we're a comic book podcast but i'd like to throw that in as well be fun all right and then he continues anyway as long
0: as we don't have to do it
3: yeah anyway let's get to the meat and cheese of this email eric you piece of shit
0: well that's why he didn't open it if up if any <laughs>
3: issue of batman deserved a four out of ten it was issue number 45 this was the worst issue of batman i've ever read what the fuck those guys ship the hell out of gordon after he managed to get out of the freaking furnace looking soot covered but completely unburnt I agree with you there. He should have looked like Freddy Krueger.
0: Yes. This
3: would have been a dire situation for the real Batman, never mind a formerly bespeckled ex-smoking detective in his mid-40s. He's even still if, smoking. Even if he is now ripped with a crew cut. I mean, how much training did Jim have compared to Bruce? This whole issue just smacks about ridiculous. Jim Gordon as the Robo Batman is. I feel that Snyder's beginning to cut his losses with Bat He's starting with that bullshit scene of Jerry Powers firing Gordon. Because that have been, could that have been any more overcomplicated? Could nope. have been Eric? I don't think it could have. Also, if the robot Batsuit has an autopilot system, why the hell do they even need Gordon in the first place? You told yeah. me it's because they don't have a voice modulator So, something. <laughs> Perhaps that is why they're firing him. The only thing that saved this book slightly for me was the Mr. Bloom cliffhanger and Capullo's art. Bloom looked amazing, but this arc is a total turd. I'm worried that Snyder's going to leave all these little details hanging, like Gordon's new healing factor. How long do you guys think the robot Batman will last, and how long until Bruce... And he, he does say robot Batman. I guess. Oh, robot. <laughs> robot. We'll last in how long until Bruce is back in the cow. I'm I, saying until issue 50. Yeah, I said that's probably when. I actually, I'm even guessing a couple more because I think when Capullo goes off to do that thing with uh, Miller, yeah. I think they'll have kind of like a little, kind of a side, couple issues of some freaking crap. They'll go back to your issue 44. Don't do that. Do that somehow, and then after Capullo comes back, they'll end it, and then they'll be gone. Keep it up on the site, champs, and keep polluting the airways with the podcast. Love Pistol, Obsidian, Blackbird, McKnight. P.S., Batman <laughs> and Robin Eternal is great, but seeing Batman with that gun was so unnatural. Toads. That's what made it a great cliffhanger. It's it's true. It was unnatural. Haven't had it since. It was unnatural like me eating a donut. Next one. Did No. Maybe. Manship (laughs) says, it just hit me why this podcast is so successful. Is it?
0: I'm going to say, tell
3: us. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I want to know. Weird Science operates at a second grade level that we can all understand. And in fact, I I think that maybe Manship is trying to bust on us there. Uh, That's what we've said all along. (laughs) We said we don't want these we never try to be anything talking. more than we are. We don't like writing them fancy words. Thanks for keeping it real and on our level. Because we have to say them. <laughs> Quakertown's bosom buddies. The bosom buddies. I am not that other guy,
0: Eric. Yes, you are. <laughs> I'm America's made... sweetheart, Tom Hanks.
3: Reggie made a great point last week, one that I have thought about many times, but the reality of it kind of scares me. What would it do to the show, and how long would they last in a podcast sausage fest? Of course, I'm referring to the addition of a female perspective for the podcast. Quaker Town's dynamic duo have been historically hard on female-led DC Comics. You, you agree with that, or? No,
0: I do I not agree with that. I don't.
3: Just look at last week's Starfire segment and any segments with Harley in it. Yeah, You know what? There's a common denominator in that, Eric. Yeah. Yeah, Jimmy Palmiotti and Amanda Connor. That's who we have the prom with.
0: I love Simone's Batgirl. I love Supergirl when that was out. Yeah, Some see. other books I'm sure I love that I can't think of I right now. I have been
3: yelling from the mountain about Catwoman being yes, great. Yes, you have. Um, I used to love Katana. And, well, no, you didn't. No. But you've been liking Black Canary. Oh, and I love Black Canary. Not so much
0: this week. So suck it, man, But, yeah.
3: Would the dynamic duo be honestly brutal with a female voice around, or would they be too scared to offend or disrespect said female? First off, we had a female? She wouldn't be talking to us live.
0: Anything no, absolutely not. And we're not going to say things like, hey, how about a blowski? <laughs> yeah,
3: that would, yeah, that would cramp our style. <laughs> that big question is whether they would want to join in on the uncontrollable rambling and predominantly negative or predominant negativity that we all love. Perhaps a female voice by Jim Sound Machine Warner will be a safer and more humorous solution. You think that'd be good, Harry? Tell me a little about Starfire last week. I don't want to. You better tell me, oh, Eric. <laughs> what did you think of Harley?
0: Because I didn't course, read it. You
3: know, of course, if we're going to have a female, she can only talk about female books.
0: Because that's all they do on any hey, other site.
3: what about Batman. I want to talk about Batman. Why don't they let me?
0: Hey, you can have Batman. Oh, can it's I? It's caused no. me nothing are but you problems. Call, are you calling me a whore? You say Whoa. I can have Batman? What happens if I don't want him? Then don't take I'm him. I'm a woman. Why am I arguing with Hear you? Hear me roar, Eric. Hear I actually me was thinking roar. about this for a second. No, we're done with ah! this. Uh-huh.
3: After the constant daddy beating that occurs on the podcast, I started working on a list of DC heroes whose daddy was either dead, Batman, MIA, Flash, or a dick, Cyborg. Almost every hero's male or female daddy fit into one of these categories. So the better question is, who in the DC universe has a good dad? Eric, I'm going to send that to you because way back when you actually did the top five, you did a top five of best parents or dads, actually, for Father's Day in the DCU. And who are they?
0: Yeah, but he. some, some of them were dead.
3: Ooh-wee. But
0: I'm going to go with uh, Aquaman's father. He seemed like a stand-up chap.
3: Aquaman's father?
0: Fuck Yeah. What's wrong with daddy? Oh,
3: oh his I'm, thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking, what? There's no dad in Atlantis. Yeah, his dad was pretty good. You know what happened? though? No, he died, Eric.
0: That's he what dads do. died on him. That's what dads do, Jim. It is true. It happens. <laughs> <My> daddy.
3: <laughs> what about my dad, Eric?
0: You I guys know who never, you are. You
3: guys <laughs> never let me in the podcast.
0: I'm Abby. You shut your goddamn mouth. <laughs> Abby. Get the fuck off my podcast.
3: He says plastic manship, he, he ends with. That voice is making me dizzy.
0: Stop it really doing it then. It's, it's making me it's dizzy. It's making
3: me lightheaded. I'm going to have to get another woman's voice. Hey, big boys, uh, what do you think about Catwoman now? You're going to come up and see me with the Catwoman sometime?
0: I don't even know what that means.
3: <laughs> what would you give last week Catwoman, big boy? I didn't read it. I know you didn't because you're sexist. All right, let's get on with Brandon. Brandon says, well, I'm in the hole now. Deep in the hole. Deep in the hole now. I, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm lightheaded. I'm about to have a stroke from talking Stop like it. a woman. And I do sound like a, you actually thought I walked out of the room, didn't you? And the woman came in. That's right, Eric. Yeah,
0: you're about the size Jim, of a woman. Jim, Jim just left. Well, right, I'm you, deep woman.
3: in the hole now, says Brandon. My emails have been responded to. I make the podcast at the last minute last week, which you did. And after yep. listening to another group of episodes this week at work. I do have to say, I still really enjoy everything, even the impressions. Oh, <laughs> come gonna on, Brandon. End. It's going to end now. I think that makes me a sick person, right? Pretty much. Yes, it does. It's at least you making me seem crazy soul. to everyone around me at the box factory before, uh, because they keep wondering what the hell I'm laughing at when I have my headphones on. <laughs> that definitely... You're, you and Eric are soulmates. Eric sits there, and he's doing things at work, and he just just howls laughing belly laughs and everybody just looks at him and i'm telling you usually when we're working i'm a little bit across the room from him and i hear him laugh and then he looks up to see if i'm around and i just shake my head <laughs> i said i'm like lee trevino in a uh, happy yeah. Gilmore. every time you do it i'm there just shaking my head and i could tell them but for some reason i don't i just don't think that group of bitter old ladies and gentlemen pounding bags of cool ranch doritos and nesquick <laughs> at 6:30 a.m would quite get it like i do Besides, I'm saving you the hate they would inevitably throw your way. They may enjoy the dick jokes and the May West impur- impressions at first. All right, big boy. But they will draw the line at Eric for giving Batman number 44 a bad review. because Can it upset we please have a woman grandson. on the site who reviews Batman? It, it upset their grandson who said Scott Snyder was the bomb. Kids say that now, right? How dare he? Oh, and they sure won't tolerate all the malware you've infected computers with from Twitter. So it's like I'm looking out for this you. This is live, one's doing. Let them stumble upon you through porn advertisement like I did. Porn advertisements for Eric's uh, cam ch- channel he started <laughs> up and told me. I did let my brother. I up like
0: superheroes and stroke it for money. Yes.
3: I did let my brother listen, and he hates Eric so much, but thinks Jim's hilarious.
2: Wait a minute. He no, didn't nobody like that. has ever. Said I did that let my watched. brother
3: listen, and he hates comics, but laughed at you guys. So take that for what it's worth. But then he has he has a few notes. Please creep everyone out more with the "How you doing, big oh, boys?" thing. Christ. That's classic scary, and it is Halloween. I, I don't know what he's talking about there. Right, what is he talking about there? How you do I, I don't. No, know.
0: no, I don't know. No. I don't Let's know. not talk about it no more.
3: I don't know, big boy. No. I had to excuse myself from my desk the other day when I heard the Duke of Wellington quotes. I was in tears. Good job. You know what? (laughs) Everybody likes the Duke of Wellington, and uh, and that was because we were so tired. Oh, my God. That was a sleepy silly. Oh, my God. With that said, there has been a severe lack of Duke of Wellington quotes in the podcast lately. I'm going to rectify that, Eric. Here is the Duke of Wellington quote of the week. Be discreet in all things, and so render it unnecessary to be mysterious about any.
0: Thank you, Duke. Hey, Thank
3: Duke, you. why am I not allowed?
0: I hate everything.
3: I don't know what you're talking about.
0: What you, happened to his voice? You stupid,
3: <laughs> you stupid bird.
0: You got a third person walking into oh. the room. <laughs> hey.
3: shut up. I haven't done voices in a while. I'm off my game. Hello, weird science. Oh, my uh. God, it's a freaking three-way. Reggie and the daycare dude are also A-OK in my book. Solid points. Good recommendations. Reggie's voice could lull me to sleep after a 24-hour Red Bull bender. I'm, I'm working on a Reggie, but I'm not, I'm not ready to unveil that <laughs> right. And he uh, finishes with, Grayson is awesome. Uh, Grayson is awesome. Almost caught up on that due to all the current mentions in Eternal. And, yeah, that, that's my favorite book right now. So take that, Eric. Take that.
0: I'm OK with that. Take that.
3: And Brandon... Signs off, Brandon, and he's at B More B M U R three six six zero. So if you want to talk to Brandon, you can. Yes. You can talk to him and uh, mention that you also like the Duke of Wellington. Well, thank you, chap. Oh God. And now he uh, he actually ends with a random thing. He says that sheets is better than Wawa. He said, I lived in Maryland 10 years, and I fucking hate Wawa, except November turkey bowls. And I told you, I, I have to break it to you, Brandon, that um, the turkey bowls now are released by Wawa in the middle of September. <laughs> Everybody loves those goddamn turkey bowls besides me. I hate them. They make me sick. I, I eat those, get diarrhea That's because you eat seven. Diarrhoea, immediately, Fatty. immediately. Hooey. Uh Yeah, but they have really— There's something amazing.
0: wrong with your insides. Everything gives me diarrhea. You give me diarrhea.
3: All right, but yeah, they have those uh, turkey bowls at, uh, after Labor Day. I think they they bring those
0: get I've had four already.
3: Have you? Today? Yeah.
0: No, not you.
3: Oh, that's a lot of turkey bowls.
0: <sighs> Next email. Red Robert.
3: Thank you. <laughs> Next and last email. Red
2: Excellent. Robert
3: says, Dear Jim and Eric. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, this is the last one. I, I got a little <laughs> confused. Dear Jim and Eric. I didn't want to uh, upset somebody who sent an email. Dear Jim and Eric, first of all. Did you guys only learn the word research while reading my previous email? Why, yes, we did. It sure felt that way. What With you repeating it over and over again like a five-year-old who just learned a bad (laughs) word or possibly Dan, who used to do the news geek news, uh, saying a bad word. Research is cool and can lead to good things, like Jim telling that Polish joke after doing research and uncovering my nationality, which I'm sure was very difficult.
0: You are like a creepy detective.
3: Yes, I am the creeper detective. (laughs) That's my new character. Hello. I think you're from Poland, aren't you? I would love to hear more Polish jokes from you guys. By the way, they're just so surprising to me as a Polish person. And you know what? Your wishes granted. Here's my Polish, <laughs> Polish joke of the week. Hey, Eric, guy walks into a bar, sits down and orders a beer. He says to the right. bartender, hey, want to hear a good Polak joke? The bartender says, hey, tell you what, I'm Polish. See those two big guys playing pool? They're Polish. See the other two guys sitting at the end of that bar? They're Polish. You still want to tell us your Polak joke? The man replies, not if I'm going to have to explain it five fucking times,
0: <laughs> but boom. <laughs> Where's your rim shot I don't sound know. Effect? I didn't load that up.
3: <laughs> you are terrible. How's that?
0: That's fine.
3: Also, he, we returned to the email after the... And if you're Polish, uh, I'm sorry to offend you.
0: No, you're not. I know.
3: Also, how dare you insinuate that I'm trying to replace Reggie? None the business of snatching wigs and stealing thrones. I will carve my own niche out for myself, get some nice throw pillows, and get real comfortable. Speaking of Reggie, I love how gratified you two sounded that someone had a problem with something that wasn't you. Oh, I loved About it. Time. I was so happy. Oh, my goodness. i just like to say that my email sounded a lot meaner than I intended it to sound, for which I blame solely Jim's interpretation of it. Yeah, keep trying. All I said was very well-intentioned and not a personal attack on Reggie, who I'm sure is a very nice, interesting person.
0: No, Reg- he's just as bad as us.
3: It's just that a segment isn't, and even uh, when it's all about television, a subject I live and breathe for, I'm bored to tears. I'm not looking forward to his next segment, which will probably be all about what makes grilled cheese grilled cheese. And the answer is probably the essence of heroism or something. Maybe getting one or both of you on with Reggie and giving him someone to actually talk to and play off would make his recklessness sound more interesting. And you know what? He actually suggested that, Eric. Yeah. I didn't send him this. He just said that. Speaking of which. What an inappropriate name for a segment that's clearly scripted through and through. And that's how I came up with the name. I always like to come up with names. You liked it so much. Oh, yeah. I thought it was great. But this now is a, calling you out, Jim. And uh, this is shut up. No, this but seriously, is con- man, seriously, hold on.
0: Huh? Is it heroism that makes grilled cheese, grilled cheese? I really want to know this now.
3: I uh, used to think that it was bread and cheese.
0: Any and, butter on and that? And a little
3: heat, maybe some butter in a pan. But no, it is heroism. I found that out today. I actually Excellent. looked on allrecipes.com and it's a sprinkle of heroism, Eric, that makes it. Uh, and that's awesome. why
0: I've never been able to make one. That's Total right. coward right here. Yep, you're, you're a jerk.
3: But this <laughs> is a comics podcast. So, seeing as this is my second email, maybe I'll say something about actual comics. Oh, shit. Yeah. How yeah. are you going to go and
0: do that for? Here we go.
3: Who is your favorite comic book writer of all time? For me personally, it would be Gail Simone. I've been rereading her older stuff, namely her first run on Birds of Prey and the first uh, Secret Six series. Those two books are a great example of long-term plotting that doesn't get in the way of enjoyable and satisfying issue-to-issue storytelling. I think comics today would be in much better state if more writers tried Gail Simone's approach to writing. Second place would probably go to Jeff Johns and the third to Chuck Dixon, if only for defining so many of my favorite characters for decades to
0: come. Eric, who is your favorite writer? Probably Jeff Loeb. Jeff Loeb? Yeah, first work in the '90s with the X Men and Batman. I really dug that stuff. Can I load up the crickets? And really, you know what? <laughs> uh, this might actually surprise people, or they might say, "Fuck you, Eric, you are fucking idiot." But they I really will. like Scotty Liddell.
3: I know you do, and you actually came up with something earlier that shocked you. Oh
0: yeah, my uh, back in 1997 or eight when I was hanging out with my buddy Jay, we really like bonded over uh, comic books, and that's when we decided to make our own comic book. But it was like Uncanny X Men. 328 where psylocke almost got killed by Sabretooth, you piece of shit <laughs> and i found back it then, back then i didn't care about who wrote what it was all about artists in my mind but i didn't had no idea scotty liddell wrote that
3: oh really that's yeah. but you found that out tonight before the podcast yes okay <laughs> uh, yeah now you can hear the sound effects eric and it is floodgates are open uh I told you, and I even uh, mentioned it kind of earlier uh, in the podcast when I said about that Origins thing we did, uh, you kind of got me into comics. I was not in the comics. uh, It's been, what, two and a half years, really. I always wanted to get into them, uh, but I didn't. I was involved in other things like getting cues and making babies, Eric. Yes, you were Making five boys. I uh, didn't want any
0: parts of either of those. No, but
3: yeah, uh, currently I would say that my favorite writer is Tom King, which is crazy. This isn't my favorite of all time. It's kind of just I put a current writer. I like Tom King who does Grace and Omega Man. But all time is probably Charles Soule and Kyle Higgins. And maybe Kyle Higgins might be a little ahead. That's why it gets me sad that uh, gets me sad.
0: Gets you sad. It gets
3: me sad that Kyle Higgins isn't doing anything with DC anymore it
0: seems. But you know what you got to do, you got to go back and find out who wrote that Doom uh, patrol issue you had as a kid.
3: Yeah, that would be good. I say that it was Kyle Higgins for some reason. I, I do not, cuz I think
0: you're older than him.
3: He was 4 at the time. <laughs> yeah, I got that Doom patrol whenever it was. My uh I got this issue of Doom patrol and I read it and it never really did anything for me. I liked it enough, but uh, but that's, oh, he also says, and you jokers better not go and say that it's Scott Snyder because I could rant about my dislike for him for hours. And I'm so glad that this is the only place on the internet who shares that feeling.
0: You know what? Start talking to Jim online more. You'll probably get a segment about it.
3: Yes, you will. It'll be called Snyder's shenanigans. I don't know. Actually, it'll be called. Fighters against no, Snyder's. No, it's Red Roberts rants. There you oh go. Triple R. Again, thanks for the great podcast and bless you for yet another perfect damn impression. Hello, Red Robert. Pia, you can use, <laughs> actually, I'll, if you need me, I will do a full-out uh, answering machine message for you if you need that as Dan. P.S., I initially planned on doing a different pun with my name, but there really isn't a lot of space to maneuver with a name like Robert, so I'm sticking with this one for now. So, Red Robert, that's his email, Eric, and that is the end of mail. Whooey! Thanks a pod- lot, bab. This podcast is going crazy. It's crazy. It's a little throwback era to the crazy times. I, I think when I read the email uh, earlier, Brandon kind of got me fired up when he was talking about the uh, uh, Duke of Wellington and the impersonations. I want to get back to and then that. You I started
0: went, chugging Nyquil. I, yeah, I, got
3: you. I did that and Five Hour Energy and Gridlock Energy Drink. I had a coffee and I also want choke yourself.
0: Tugged one off a little bit.
3: Both at the same time.
0: Of course. Well, it's I like actually I, I
3: used a belt and I hung myself from the door.
0: Yeah? Sounds yeah. about normal?
3: Yes. I am also the former singer of...
0: You don't Max have to reinvent Assassin the wheel, man. Come on.
3: Uh, but uh, we're going to get on with this, and the next bit is going to be Reggie. Reggie's recklessness. I thought it would be funny to put it right after getting him getting <laughs> ripped by Red Roberts. So he's going to be talking about internet trolls. And I don't know, does that count, that email about him? Can you count <laughs> that as an internet troll? Sure. Can we say that Red Robert is, in fact, an internet troll no, when
0: actually, it comes to Reggie? No, he, he puts his name out there. He's going to write yeah, back. He's true. back and forth. He's yeah. letting his feelings go without just saying, you're stupid. Fuck off.
3: You're right. Uh, this week, though, we had somebody who attacked us. They attacked us on Twitter. I don't know if anybody really saw it uh, because uh, Hell, I, didn't even I even mentioned it. it to Reggie, and he's like, oh, where? And I had to kind of get him. A- uh, a woman or girl by the name of Veronica attacked Ooh, us girl, all, huh? Also on the site. Sexist. <laughs> she attacked us on the site as well. Anybody who was involved in the Superman Wonder Woman talk, um, we found out a couple things. We found out that Veronica loves Lois Lane, Eric, and we found out that Lois is a mouse under mountain.
0: I still don't know what that means. I, I
3: really wish that that was right with the quote of "brick don't hit back." <laughs> hey, all of a sudden there, there's somebody there. Jean Claude hits somebody. Mouse under mountain, and then they go to something else because we. What heard are you talking that, about, Chung Lee? heard that a couple times. Chung Lee would be very good at that. You mouse under mountain. Is that you gonna fuck me? <laughs> you break you you break my record. I mouse under mountain. Boom. So that is not actually, a power bottom. Veronica went on Twitter and basically said, you guys are, uh, don't go to this blog. They are lowest haters and sexist. And I, I actually was very angry at the beginning because that's something to throw. You don't throw that around there. No. That's really weird. So then I, t- I said, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, we, we support a lot of the women books. I don't know. Actually, Manship, I think he agrees. <laughs> I said, you know, we do this. And then she responded with, I, I can't help it. I have Latin blood.
0: I don't know what that means. Yeah, she's fiery, Eric. She's a fiery Latino. So does that mean she cannot control herself? She is a a medical to society, should be locked up. And
3: she does not think the Lombada is the forbidden dance, Eric, because (laughs) she has Latin blood. Now now I'm freaking racist. Fucking nonsense. Uh, Yeah, so she did that, and she was also on the site. And the problem is we have made a rule that unless things get really, really bad, we don't delete comments. So So we delete comments? Well, I think we, we, I don't, it hasn't gotten really bad. Somebody almost got close and she made, I think that what this Veronica was mad about were the comments, not my review because my review was impeccably great. As it always is, I hear. Yes, yes. Yeah, you hear because you never read them. And, uh, no, she, and somebody did call Lois a bitch in the comments and, you know, I, I may agree.
0: But I won't say it. That's not, a, not our fault. That's the writer's fault.
3: I, well, I, that's what I tried to tell her. I said I'm more mad at the writers making uh freaking the foil uh you know Lois is the foil of this whole goddamn depowered and identity crisis.
0: <sighs> so I'm just say saying that. <laughs> Calling You any, guys I'm saying, are sexist. I want to know though, but if if somebody's acting like a bitch and you call them what? a bitch, are you immediately sexist? Yes, you are. Okay, so I just want to know the rules.
3: I don't like you. I are. don't know how
0: to play this game.
3: You're a dick.
0: Hey, hey, don't be sexist now. That's
3: not sexist. I'm allowed to say
0: that. It's nonsense. You call
3: me a bitch. Don't use the C word ever.
0: I use the C word all the time. Do you? No. no, Cooper? Yeah. (laughs) Crumpet? Champion. Champion? Describe myself.
3: Oh my god. Let's get on with Reggie's recklessness.
0: Thank god.
3: Internet trolls, Eric.
2: Hello, fellow comics enthusiasts, and welcome to Reggie's Recklessness. I'm your host, Reggie Jergens. They say you can always tell when an internet troll has used a computer because there's whiteout on the screen. I think it's a misnomer to claim that all internet trolls are dense. In fact, many of them are quite right and even witty. The vast majority of them, however, are like the 2,000 bodies found after a commercial airliner crashed into a cemetery. Their ranks are inflated with also-rans pretenders to a throne that is relevant to a sliver of the population and doesn't even actually exist in the first place. I think what is ultimately so annoying about incendiary comments by anonymous trolls is not the content of the critique, but what it implies about humanity, how combative we are at our basest level, how, when given the opportunity, we prefer to make a one-armed man fall out of a tree by waving hello instead of just walking by and not acknowledging each other at all. The internet neither invented nor perfected villainy. Indeed, human-on-human crime stretches back to biblical times and has included not only the most brutal of murders, but also the meanest of pranks, like the fellow who sells a solar-powered flashlight. But it was not until the modern age that our anonymity has been afforded to the general public, and many have opted to use this facelessness to deride the works and opinions of others. Not me, of course, my faithful fellow comics enthusiasts, I have always been a perfect gentleman, and never critical to others over the internet. But other denizens are more devious, and use the virtual platform to foment their shitty worldview, or lack thereof, like a simple-minded pirate with patches over both eyes. Instinctually, we often consider anonymous derision less productive than criticism from those who identify themselves, or fawning supplication to the near-famous by those who crave retweets and social media status. On what scale, I wonder, in this litigation-happy world where one might consider suing Coca-Cola for not printing open other end on the bottom of their bottles, does the average person deserve or afford our respect and courtesy? Reasonable critique is reasonable whether it comes from someone you can name or from an unknown source. If a family freezes to death outside a movie theater whose marquee reads, closed for winter, we blame not the theater or winter, but the clueless and by highlighting such weaknesses without compunction, anonymous Internet trolls can be considered the Internet superheroes. And yet they are a bit like the parachutist whose shoot deploys upon impact, and that their potentially worthwhile words are suspicious by their author's unwillingness to be known, and so they have more of an instant impact instead of residual effect. I suspect that discussions about and safeguards against Internet trolls will be ever-growing for many years to come. While the format may change, the behavior will not, because there's always someone who would rather disrupt rather than create, people who would rather pull down than build. These people will find their efforts to be a bit like the proverbial screen door in the submarine, however, a good idea at the time, but fatal when diving too deeply. For Weird Science DC Comics blog.blogspot.com podcast, I'm Reggie Juergens, and this has been Reggie's Recklessness. You can reach me on Twitter at Reggie Reggie or in care of this podcast good night and have a pleasant tomorrow all right eric and we're back all right we're
3: back with the meat and cheese of the podcast why is there a rinse out there (laughs) that is a joke eric because it's not the meat and cheese it's the meat what did you say it should be Meat and potatoes. Meat I don't remember you because I said meat and cheese. You said that that sounded like an appetizer.
0: Sure does. Does it? Does A delicious it really appetizer. sound like
3: an appetizer? Actually, I think it is the meat and cheese of the podcast, Eric. <laughs> All yes, right. Yeah, there you go. We got Child the sound got effects excited. going. Oh my goodness gracious! Through the stratosphere, this is going, Eric. We are top of the world, ma. <laughs> Yes, this is the books part of the podcast, and I want to tell you, as I always do, if you want to see the written reviews or read the written reviews of these books, go to our website, which is weirdsciencedccomicsblog.blogspot.com. Why did we put that blog in there? I wish when I made that site, I did not put the blog in that. It's a little redundant, Eric. A little Agreed. redundant. You know what else is redundant? Me hitting this again. <clears throat> Yes, that's redundant, but you love it. You chuckling yet, or is it too much already?
0: No, I'm giggling
1: a bit.
3: <laughs> uh, yes, well, we are going to do the books. And what is the first book? We always say the big book of the week.
1: Are you, are you talking about I am just asking. You.
3: You're usually the one who, who designates it.
0: Well, the weekly book is, Jim.
3: Oh, the weekly book. You mean Batman and Robin Eternal? Which I put Batman and Robin Eternal number one for some reason. <laughs> I'm changing it to number three. Yes, Batman and Why Robin. Why would you change it? What's that? Why would you change it? I don't it? know. I just did. Batman and Robin Eternal, number three. Written by Tim Seeley. with story by James Tynan and Scott Snyder? Art by Paul Pelletier, Scott Eaton, Tony Cordos. Sit down a minute, Erica. There's going to be a lot All of names right. here. Mark Deering, Wayne Foucher, Brain, uh, Rain Bredo, Bredo, Joshua Cozine, and Troy Pateri. I think I might have written this book as well, or at least I think I was the letterer. Uh, assistant. All right. Eternal continues with Jason Todd fighting a little girl.
0: Can I, I mean, stand back up and go start smoking like a badass now?
3: Are you going to do that? You're going to stay. You I'm told ready. me to sit down. You no, no. St- well, yeah, you can stand up and smoke. like a right, I just heard you light up. Yeah, I, everybody right. else has. I'm sure they're like, Jesus Christ, this guy smokes a lot. Eternal continues with Jason Todd fighting a little girl. I mean, <laughs> Cassandra Cain, Poppy enjoying yet another odd meal. Poppy. And Red Robin finally noticing noticing that Harper is hurt really bad. It all leads to the Batcave, and while Eric and myself argued last week or this week at work on whether Cassandra should be there, which I said no, I think we'd both agree that the T-Rex is way out of place, Eric.
0: We'll get at it right now, and it's pissing
3: me off. After a forced interaction with the Robins and Cassandra, and a weird call from Spiral, the issue ends showing that Mother doesn't care if Bruce Wayne has his memories or not, she just wants him dead. Yes, she does, Eric.
0: What do you think Just of That's like your mother.
3: Oh, my God. She wants Bruce Wayne dead, my mom. My yeah, mom she's a weird nice. person. She is. She told me that the one day. I went over there and I said, I haven't seen you in months, Mom. She's like, I'm going to get that Bruce Wayne.
0: He doesn't even know who he is, Mom. Yeah.
3: And I'm like, God, the guy doesn't have memories. He's not dangerous. <laughs> I, I have a feeling. I, I have a little theory at the end of this. But, yeah, the issue opens at noon in Sleazy Bar, Eric. All right. And last week you had mentioned when uh, it ended at noon in Sleazy Bar that you said it would be awesome if Six Pack was there. And, in fact, they have a picture there. It is Six Pack. And who else? The Grappler. The Grappler's there. And uh, I don't know. Do you find it kind of uh, an homage to the art of All-Star Section? It seems a little bit like that art in that first two panels for me. I don't know why. I don't see that. It just seemed like it. But, uh, yeah, Jason's there, and Cassandra Cain's there. She looks a little weird at the very beginning. I'm not. You big... mean she looks like a little Asian boy? Yeah, she looks like an Asian boy. And it's funny because that's when uh, Jason's asking Dick on the phone, hey, what does she look like? And I think the she is in bold. I'm looking at it now because he's like, this, this is a dude. This isn't, <laughs> a, this isn't a girl. But yeah, um, I like the beginning scene. I liked um, Jason Todd fighting Cassandra. You
0: just liked that they mentioned Cheap Trick. Yes, I did.
3: I really did like that. They, they fight, and again, you're getting the idea that Cassandra is fighting them just to see what they have, uh, how Show they me fight, what you got. Show us what you've got. Uh, I like that. I did not like the talk between uh, Jason and Dick. I didn't like it at I all. I did.
0: You you explained it to no, me earlier in the I week, and like you it. always put an overemphasis on the negative when you don't like something to me. And so right. I go in thinking it's going to be over no. the top. No, I thought it was spot on. And like you're me, and then Dick came in and shoved him against the bar and started beating him. I'm like, what? I'm looking at him. No, he just made him stop fighting a little girl. No, he
3: grabbed him and slammed his fucking things into the bar and then yeah. grabbed
0: his other hand.
3: Again, though, here's the thing that I don't like, though. They were on that first issue, which I love. They were on the rooftop and there was none. Jason was funny. But this is just over the top, and I told you that I thought that uh, Tim Seeley has a couple jokes that he wanted to throw out about Dick Grayson's (laughs) name, and he blew his wad right away. Instead of it continuing with like the first time uh, Dick talks to him, he's like, hey there, Johnny Spiral. And then the next time he's like, "Hey there, you Richie know, Bond. Richie Bond. Oh, or is it Agent Thirty Seven? Which isn't very
0: funny." No, no, he, he blew is. his load. <laughs>
3: and then he's like, "I'm the Red Hood. I can." Ha-. It just it came off weird to me, especially after that first issue of how well uh, they were interacting and almost like you know they were they were brothers. Then to me, it really came together in that first issue that they were there, uh, knowing that Bruce didn't have his memory and like, hey this we, we're all we got we're but br- this came off weird this came off a little bit too uh i don't know over the top for me Uh, to be like, hey, this is Jason Todd. He doesn't take things seriously. He's been drinking. Well, well, maybe. Maybe that is it. But then you get where uh, Cassandra kicks him in the jukebox, and then he's like, hey, man, Cheap Trick has a new album. That's hilarious. That is so good. (laughs) Oh, 2009. And I I like that part because then he's like, oh, man, traveling the world. You know, you get this, this, and you know what else? Cyber armor. That made me laugh so goddamn mad. And I like that. And he's attacking... Then uh, the the gang all shows up. Well, you get a little bit <laughs> with Poppy, where she's eating these uh, spiral uh, bugs, the now, nano I'm, bugs.
0: Women are always complaining how hard it is to shave their legs and all this other shit. I, yeah. I'm just saying, I don't, maybe you don't complain, you know, if you, all the women out there, not you, Jim, but. Uh,
3: I have that problem, Eric.
0: Thank you, thank okay, you. What, what, I'm what's just, your name? Uh, what's my, your name? What do I call you?
3: My name's Abby.
0: I hate you so much. <laughs> Don't you dare say that name my, to me. My name's, uh,
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my name's Lisa.
0: I was going to say, all you need is a single female I name. I know, I'm just thinking.
3: My name's Lisa, Eric. I was just, anytime you have women issues, just ask me.
0: All uh, right. But anyway... This seems like the most tedious goddamn thing in the world, taking a fucking regular magnet and running it along, just collecting little nanites, and then putting them in your mouth. It is the weirdest fucking scene in this book.
3: It is weird. And why why it's weird or not weird or why, to me, it's forced. First off, you're uh, told, hey, Poppy's still involved. Because she just went off. I didn't know if you were going to see her again. Did you?
0: No, I had no idea. Yeah, I, I expected either. her to be a throwaway also, character. Also,
3: all this is is set up to show why Dick has that freaking nano spider thing on him later in the issue that's it yep. that's the only re- it's such a forced thing and that's going to continue in my talk of this issue because i really think that a lot of this issue was very forced
0: now and, i'm like, saying though because we have poppy here in a brawn underwear you know yeah. collecting the nanites with the magnet watch yourself what about underneath the brawn underwear
3: Oh, you mean with the – I don't – I'm getting that she – So fucking weird. I'm saying this is stupid. (laughs) I'm I'm
0: bringing this up just because of how much I don't like it.
3: It is stupid. Uh, Like I said, I think it's like, hey, we have to show that Poppy's still involved. And there's these now, na- I'm calling them nano gonna, spiders.
0: I, sure, nano spiders are Dick. fine. And then she's going to eat them, and then her stomach acid is going yeah, to destroy them. And it's her. like, oh, yeah, I remember.
3: She has that stomach. She was a cannibal. Dee ba ba Yeah, then you go back to Noonan's bar. You have the gang all there. You have uh, Red Robin, Tim Drake. You have Harper, Dick. Cassandra hey, Red Cannon. Robin, it's like the gang's all here. <laughs> the gang's all here. And uh, <laughs> so Dick stops Jason. And then it's like, it's. Yeah, Again, here's my problem. And me and you have had this discussion. I don't know if anybody has the problem as I do. How do they trust Cassandra so much so so quickly? I don't like it, Eric. I know you tried to explain it. The problem with me is that she could be saying anything. Bruce does not have his memories. He can't verify anything. She could have had a thing and say, hey, you know, they could have gotten a hold of a, a fucking, what was it, a thumb drive of yeah. Batmans. Put some things. They could be setting them up so bad,
0: which they may be. Maybe they're upset, but, but this is the only lead they have.
3: Yes, and the, the only lead they have and who obviously is connected with this orphan guy who is a badass freaking guy because he knew her name. They didn't. Yeah. He knew her name. Why Have they questioned her on that? No. They're just all the same. Oh, she's trying to save you. No. and Now, again, the only thing you have going is that when she fought Dick, and she held back. yeah Yeah, he keeps mentioning that she's just testing us she wants to see what we have and uh i just show us what you've got it it bothers me but then they get we get to the the deal where they're talking and it comes to my second really awful thing i think is when jason pulls that mask
0: god damn i hate that i'm looking at it right now i'm sitting here just getting angry as you were talking to staring at this fucking panel when did tony stark show up eric because that's I, all have, it looks like. We have seen Jason take the helmet off. Why can't he just take the yeah, helmet why he off? Why does it helmet? have to be this? I hate so this so stupid. goddamn much. I
3: hate it so much. But then,
0: and the, I'm telling you, and right now I just keep talking about shit I hate. Yeah. I really like this issue. Um, I didn't mind it.
3: I liked it better than last week. We'll get yeah. there. Because then the hilarity begins again. And thank you, Tim Drake. <laughs> you are the hilarious part of this book. Because Tim, what what is his characteristic? What is he supposed oh, he's to be? Smart. Oh, he's smart. He's not very observant, though. No, because no they he's don't, not. They, they have Harper, last issue. The shit kicked out. She is on death's door. Correct? I mean, Correct. she is bad. He doesn't I'm even which... notice her last week. Now, they get her. They kind of the field-stitched her up. She might have organs coming out of her. It, it is so bad. So they decide to take her across town to a sleazy bar air. She gets there, and she just, oh, craps. I don't know what And did. the
0: best part is, Tim Drake finally realized, hey guys, you know what? Yeah. Harper's here all of a sudden. Yeah, he's like, when oh, did she yeah. show oh, up? What, Har- Harper?
3: Hey, what is it? Hey, Harper spilled some ketchup over here. Can, any napkins? No, Harper is bleeding out there again. And he's like, oh my God, uh, she needs something that a field dress from a circus performer. You know, tell some jokes there, Tim. Uh-huh, She's Tim. dying. Uh, Oh, crap. And then I like to look at it. And then the the next panel, and it looks like art-wise that uh, Jason and Dick are now irritated. (laughs) Like, uh, yeah, we better get to better
0: facility. Little fucking bitch. going to be bleeding on us. We're trying to talk at a bar here. Didn't even finish my drink. Trying to have a beer with my bro. So,
3: yeah. So off they go to the Batcave. And I don't like it again. I don't like that they bring Cassandra Kane to the back cave without really knowing her. Uh, Harper is enough, and spoiler, even they're even on the the fringe.
0: Cassandra. Well, maybe Cain, they blindfolded her.
3: I'm telling you though, they, they and they just give her free reign. But they get there. I just I don't know. And they, I like it. Yeah, I, it's okay. But I right away we saw the uh, the T Rex, and it's off. It does not fit. I think that they oh. just said to uh, Paul Pelletier, "Hey, you draw the back cave." He put that in. Luckily, the card. Love yeah, and luckily, the card isn't there. It really, really <laughs> bad. But I said in my review, this dinosaur is at the moment being the scariest slide ever, and it should not be in the back cave. It shouldn't be.
0: The best part is you like uh, you read this on Wednesday, and yes. you were telling me all about it the rest of the week. I only read it this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're talking about well, where's the continuity in this? Blah blah blah. And I'm like, I agree with you wholeheartedly. No. The end of this book, I have no idea where we're at because the city's throwing a gala welcome back for Bruce, yeah. who is no longer rich, does not have his company. Why is this gala being thrown for him?
3: I it, I don't know. I I haven't thought of that before. I think it's just some sort of crazy event. It and doesn't make sense. Well, to the me. other thing is, um, I think that the gala is because the Beacon Tower is just being opened as well. And that's why it's late. It's not. I. That's what I get.
0: That's, Welcome back, Bruce. I know. Well, did, did he come back into business? Because he's been in Gotham for a while, working with kids and building terrifying he's slides. He's
3: back on the scene, and again, you have me off a weird the thing, too, later, because the one cook's like, hey, I have a big socialite like you, like yeah. that stuff. Now he's kind of a husband, which leads me to wonder why the TMZ isn't hanging outside that rec center. Because <laughs> Jesus Christ, if Paris Hilt was working at a rec center right now or a Walmart, they'd be hanging out, snapping photos. But you know who else is in this issue, Eric?
0: Wasn't that an episode of The
3: Simple Life? It might have been. Yeah, I think she went there. Uh, yeah, because she thought they sold walls there. Boom, oh, boom. Where's my room shot? Uh, Stephanie Brown's in this. You know why I know? Because they ever say one line. They ever they her tell a joke so that you remember she's in. It's almost like they have, like, a she checklist. Has,
0: she and, has less to do than Jennifer in <laughs> Back to the Future Part 2. Yeah. yeah oh. You
3: like to that? You're getting topical, like Scott Snyder. Oh. Uh, yeah, she has her uh, battler comment. She's, like, there. <laughs> and it's also, freaking Harper is still... Freaking out of it. You, where, where are we? You know <laughs> why
0: I like that so much, though? What? Spoiler's character reminds me so much of Felicity from freaking uh, Arrow. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. With these comments, because she just rambles on. She doesn't know what to say. She's yeah, just she talking. She's I very, like it. She's very uncomfortable.
3: Uh, I think she knows she's not supposed to be there. Um, but then you have uh, Cassandra and the Robin. And they've already fought her, correct? They fought yes. her, and now they want to get her to talk. Jason Tim Drake hasn't like, fought her, but they're gonna—they're gonna get her to talk. She's fought Dick and Jason. Yes. And they're gonna get her to talk, and this is where another force thing for me—I think oh it's really forced, where you have—and somebody on the site said, "Oh, I like this issue because the others were cookie cutter issues, and the characters were cookie cutter. This is about as cookie cutter as you get, because you get the." Uh, okay, we're going to have the Robins. Uh, Jason's the hothead. And he starts yelling at her. He's going to... And then Tim's the smart one. And he... Hey, let's try psychology. She Dick's the use, compassionate and Dick's one. the compassionate one. Hey, guys, stop. They have all this going. And then so that in case you didn't know, Eric, <laughs> Cassandra Crane goes to him and touches them in like a symbolic way to show what they are. There's there's Red Robin. She, or Red Robin, she hits on the head. That's the second one. Uh, Jason's the first one like... Yes, you use your brawn and your muscles. Your and then, hands. Yes, and then Dick at the end is his heart.
0: You use your forehead, Tim. Yes,
3: you <laughs> you use your forehead because you're not looking because Harper is bleeding out. And yeah, Dick, really, you use your
0: very well-formed pecs. Yes, you like that. But yeah, I did, I, too. You,
3: did you like that part? I really thought it was forced. I thought it, it was very some, forced. Yeah, I thought that was. And again, I know you said you really like this issue. I did, do. Yeah, and but then you get the... Uh, the nanobytes and and the thing is you know what
0: it just could be some fucked up bias that i have because of how much i wanted all the robins together i'm talking i am in this series just for that and i love it every second of seeing it i am too but so like the character development like this yes hand head heart whatever yeah okay i don't give a shit Uh, um the biggest problem i have, besides for that whole thing with uh bruce wayne at the end as well i almost forgot about it thank god you brought up this part of the bat cave Harper's fine all of a sudden.
3: Yeah, she, well, she seems to wake up and then she's fine. They got yes. some. Bruce she got has some, some crazy tech. They, they, Hey, he got his back uh, fixed a couple times. They said.
0: <laughs> not that
3: fast. Well, and then you go and here's a here's an issue I have, not with this book, but in the Grayson whole Grayson thing. Because um, Spiral calls Dick using one of those nano spiders. It comes out, it's so, again, they had to have Poppy eat him earlier. You'd be like, what the fuck is happening? Because even when I first read it, I thought that Cassandra gave him the dim mock and he was <laughs> bleeding. And before I saw I'm like, oh my God, because she's like, hey, Dick, uh, you're bleeding. Tim Drake says that to him. And I thought, oh no, the dim mock, the death That's touch what I, was, I was, was waiting for, too. Uh, it was, uh, But it's actually uh, Spiral is getting a hold of him that way. And they're That's mad. The stupidest goddamn. Well, way. Here's Can't the it just fucking beep or yeah, vibrate I, or something? I want to I say to you something here. I want to ask you.
0: You got red um, on you, Dick?
3: Yeah. It. Uh, then he he seems to turn on his hypnosis to call him then, because he does touch his ear, Eric. And when yeah. you touch your ear, that means hypnosis on. Well, uh, Helena Bertinelli's like, hey, you know, I wanted to get a hold of you because you turned your hypnosis off. Uh, da, da. Why, why didn't Agent One turn his hypnosis off in that issue of Grayson? He ripped them out of his eyes, Eric. Why didn't he just turn them off? If I don't you know. can turn them off like this, this is like, why would you rip them out of your eyes then?
0: Well, we've already established that Spiral can just turn things on and off whenever they want. Why don't they just turn them back on? I don't
3: know. See, that's what, I, it doesn't make we, sense. We can,
0: we can play with the fact that uh, they don't want to reveal that uh, Dick has hacked them so like they can't control yeah, them. Yeah, that's the
3: thing. Uh, at first I thought he's going to talk about the hacking, but he's not going to want to let that no. be known. So he's that's not it. It's that you can press your ear, you touch your ear. They go off. Instead, Agent One is such a badass in that Grayson issue <laughs> that he rips them out of his eyes. That's a badass, Eric. If he smoked, he'd have one leg up on that wall. Badass. I like the scene. We're dead with from it. cancer. I like the scene with Spiral. And you know why I like it? Nothing that goes on with it. Nothing about the. Because they uh, reveal that uh, Agent Zero. And Spiral, way back, had dealt a little with Mother. They'd heard about it, couldn't figure and out they, who their mother was. And they built was. people. Yes, and they, why I like this, you had to have Spiral get involved or it made no sense for all these issues that Dick would just be hanging out. I yeah. like that Spiral's involved. I, it just makes total sense that they had a history with this, and, you know, you can continue that so you don't have to be like, well, if, you know, what the fuck's Spiral doing? They, they haven't even called them, and So you get that out of the way, which is fine. Uh, Then you get another flashback with uh, uh, young Dick as Robin and Batman. And again, I I don't – did you like this flashback?
0: It didn't do much for Uh, me. It's just pretty much like uh, Batman yelling stuff like injections and blah, 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 this, this.
3: To me, all it was was to show that pretty much at this point at least, uh, Batman was a very uh, technical, scientific guy who did not care about Dick.
0: According to Scott Snyder's Batman number 44, he's about a guy who inspires hope now, not fear. No, no,
3: he didn't then. I think this was supposed to show that at the beginning when he did have a Robin, uh, it was obviously somebody that, like, they're doing this whole series. He just got out of a necessity. He doesn't care. He's using him as almost like a guinea pig. And then at the end, when uh, because the fear toxin, the last issue he got with the fear toxin, and Dick asked Batman, didn't you see anything with the fear toxin? He's like, no. I didn't see anything. I saw nothing.
0: I almost had an issue with it, though, like, mm-hmm. and because of the way they lined us up with the flashback. Mm-hmm. Because they're asking, why would somebody need to build a person? And then Jason's all like, maybe someone who could use a loyal child soldier out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they kind of
3: look at each other like yeah. a pause. Like,
0: hmm. And the thing is, like uh, they, they jumped to the flashback at this point, and Dick asked, what did you see? I was like, nothing. I saw nothing, Robin. But like... Is Dick reacting to what Jason just said, or his memories of Batman not seeing anything? It's yeah, very I, odd. I know. I'm gonna say it's a Jason thing, but it's a odd thing. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's a Jason thing,
3: even though because he's like, oh my god, like I, when it comes out that he's like realizing things, he's going back in his memory to realize stuff.
0: Batman built us by banging our moms. <laughs> you, you'll go with that all the time. Walter. I will.
3: It'll just be that mother is actually just each of their mothers that yep. yeah, ended up spreading their legs for him. <laughs> That's not appropriate.
0: And then, I'm sorry. Mother I don't is like not,
3: this lease Always button in her.
0: Mother is not a single person. It is all their different mothers. They have formed it like is. a freaking, a, 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 what the hell is the word now? Freaking. Oh, it, I can't think of the word. When the father has to pay God, child team. support. Child support. A league. child
3: support league? yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. I really don't. (laughs) Uh, You never grew up in a broken home, apparently. That's right. I did not. And I'm going to keep that going. But yeah, uh, then the issue ends. Bruce is at this gala, which you had a problem with. You don't know why. And quite frankly, I didn't really think that much into it. Uh, And I agree with you. It is odd. Uh, But yeah, they find out from Spiral because thankfully, somehow one of these nano spiders crawled out of Poppy and into her cell phone. Yeah. Seems very odd
0: to me. Uh, must have they, been the one she missed in her cooter.
3: Yeah, that's probably, she should have taken those panties off, Eric. Sure should have. Where's the woman? <laughs> she, has no she has no comments <laughs> about that. But yeah, uh, Dick ends up jumping Wait, on no, get his out motorcycle. Of here. Yeah, Jumps on his motorcycle, heads off to the Beacon Tower. In the meantime, uh, Bruce is there. He's going around talking to people. He's rubbing, I'm nabbing, rubbing elbows. And you get to see that there is either, there's planted people in the crowd. There's mothers, uh, people in the crowd. And then at the end, he is getting attacked by seven hatcheted people. I'm
0: going to say, is the hatchet the weapon that Mother issues to her soldiers? Well, Everybody like, has a fucking hatchet. Well,
3: you have to look at the last panel. I don't think you look well. They are under like a serving tray. Like when you go, the dinner is the... served. Oh, Why there's hatchets. Hatchet? I don't know. They like hatchets. Maybe it's symbolic. They're the hatchet gang. I don't know. They want to hatchet them around. Um, I have a prediction error. I, we don't usually talk about predictions in a book, especially when we're going to have next week. But I think that next week, you know what we're going to see? We are going to see
0: Bruce. Jason Bournem.
3: No, Yep. Bruce get attacked. And I I put in my notes, I smell Born identity, total recall, <laughs> and I even threw the long kiss goodnight in there. Nice. Bruce, Bruce is going to knock all of those guys out. Look at his hands. <laughs> Dick is going to show up, and he's going to say, Dick, he's going to remember who Dick is. I think that he's going to get a little bit of his memory back. He's going to say, Dick, pass out. And then Dick's going to take him back to the Batcave. Boom. What do you think
0: No, he's going to say, hey, weren't you that guy at my house with the blonde hair and mustache a few weeks ago?
3: He's like, you look very familiar. And then Dick's going to go, I told you not to go to recall. And then he's going to say, I don't know what you're talking about. And then he's going to pass out. And then he's going to say, Dick, as he passes out. it's going to mean something totally different. And Julie
0: Madison's going to turn into Sharon Stone.
3: Yep, I'm telling you, I think she is. Boom, done. (laughs) I want to see him looking. I'm telling you, page three, staring at his hands, Eric. What have I done? (laughs) But he'll only knock him out. He won't kill him. He's Bruce Wayne. He is Bruce Wayne. But yeah, uh, that's it for that one. I I like to
0: pick that apart, but I really did like this issue. I'm saying um, not as much as issue one, obviously.
3: Yeah, issue one I thought was stupendous. Uh, I like this one a little better than issue number two. Me as well. uh, b- because it pushed the story uh, forward a little more, I thought that a lot of it was forced. I did think a lot of the stuff was forced, and when as the issue went by, I'm like, okay, come on, uh, you, these nano spiders. Yeah, you showed us these because you need to bring them up. I don't like that sort of stuff. Uh, but I did, I liked it enough. I thought the art was a little inconsistent this week. I liked uh, it enough except things, for
0: that beginning with Cassandra looking like a boy. Yeah,
3: I didn't like that. Uh, D- Dick, again, though, I don't know what is happening, people cannot draw dick anymore, Eric. They used to be able to draw dick all the time. Uh, recently, people cannot I draw I usually dick. draw him pretty veiny. I usually, mine's pretty much a stick figure dick. Uh, it's a, you know, two balls a dick. Whoa, whoa. Uh, yes, uh, that's what we're talking about, right? No. Yeah, Grayson, uh, oh. man. Grayson. Oh, oh. You, you he's he's Grayson, very vascular. Very yeah, he's, he very vascular. He's, he's in very good shape. God, I gave, man. I gave it a 6.5 out of 10. Uh, yeah, on the side. I think
0: I liked it. I, I probably would have given it a 7.
3: Yeah. Yeah,
0: screw you. Next up, <laughs> what is your next book? Next one is another one where they can't draw dick, right? That's true. Titans Hunt, number one, written by Dan Abnett, with art by Paulo Sequeira, Geraldo Borges, um, Hi-Fi, Carlos M. Mangular. Bunch of other guys that Eric can't pronounce. I am going to say, I'm, I'm just butchering everybody now. I think last time I said Geraldo, so I'm p- probably better off with Geraldo here. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> you like that? Geraldo. Yes, in this first issue, we don't get to see what happens to the new Teen Titans from Convergence when they were transported to another world at the end of the, their two-parter. Instead, we get familiar characters and not so familiar characters being brought together by deja vu and an addiction counselor named Lilith. By what? Well, what the hell? By what and how what are is these going on? Never, I don't know what, what I wrote are you here. Reading? How are these Titans that never were being brought together? Well, I have no idea because we don't get much out of this issue.
3: No. Uh, and I loved it. Eric. I don't
0: know what the fuck I just read. I don't there. know
3: either. What did you just read? I think that you're having a déjà vu. I,
0: think, I always yell at you. A déjà vu. <laughs> you're having a déjà
3: vu to every time you read one of these things.
0: Actually, that makes sense. Yes. Um, but I'm telling you, besides for being initially pissed off that this wasn't the story that I wanted to be from Convergence, mm-hmm. it's not bad. I like the idea they're playing with, with you know, combining these like uh, timelines. Uh, but I tell you, Newsarama had an article with Dan Abbott this week, yep. and it, what he was talking about didn't seem what I think the story's about.
3: Yeah, I actually read that article first uh, just because oh, I for had you. upon it. And uh, actually, though, reading that and then going into the issue, I think it helped me like it a little more uh, because I think— They, they that, really
0: make it seem, though, that this is something that happened in their regular lives that they forgot.
3: No, no, he's I, he's saying that it's a way to get the old continuity out and into the new. That's what the whole article was about. That Did I misread old... this whole yeah, thing? I, I think so, because he's saying that. And to me, I, I even wrote right away that I think this is a great sneaky way to get the old Teen Titans into this new continuity. Because without that, you can't. You can't have the old Teen Titans without a lot of explaining. Explaining and the explaining is going to be that they have these like time ripples that have coming. That's the only reason that I think now that it's set out of the pages of Convergence yeah. is because these time ripples no, no, are, I'm okay with that. Yeah, are affecting the current timeline. And what he was told, I guess, we need these old Teen Titans because, boy, this new Teen Titans book sucks. And you can't just. I hear that. Yeah, and you can't just say, and we'll talk about it later. You can't just throw them out there, and all of a sudden, Roy and Dick, and you know, it just doesn't make sense. We've had
0: we've had like things alluding to that before. I think uh, Roy has said in the past about it to Teen Titans, but uh, Starfire talked about it. I think early on in uh, Red Hood and the Outlaws, and
3: again, that was I think all the that stuff before was that nonsense of just trying to explain what they were doing in the 5 years and Yeah. Like,
0: oh yeah we're
3: you know everything even in these flashbacks in Batman Eternal Batman and Robin Eternal it's like in the past or not so long ago they'll never <laughs> give you this like 2 years ago cuz then people and it just it's odd
0: I think that's uh, all been retcon now anyway yeah, so it doesn't matter Yeah but matter.
3: I really I really I really like the idea of how they're trying to get these old this old oh, team I dig it too. together and this whole basically this whole issue is set up so that each of the characters that are in the issue, ha- except maybe uh, Cave Boy there, he doesn't seem to realize much. Not it's, at all. But all the others are like, especially Roy. Roy seems to be like the the hinge of it, and, and Grayson. But they keep seeing things that remind them of something, and Roy himself, it's driving him nuts. He can't remember things that he knows that he should. So he sees at the beginning, he sees that water tower, and it looks like a tea to him. And, oh, yeah. T, Teen Titans. It's kind of, that's a stretch. But it's still, that bothers them. Then,
0: hey, that, that looks like a T-sphere. Yeah, uh, yeah.
3: The other thing is the whole Twister thing, which you had told me, Mr. Twister. Mr. Twister yeah. is probably this, yeah. And I'm sure he'll be in the next two or three
0: issues. The only reason, because I'm telling you, it doesn't line up. Because this is like, um I want to say it's from the 70s, this team. Mm-hmm. This is how I I'm not familiar with the 70s Teen Titans. So I don't know characters like Gnark. Um... Harold, who is uh, Mal Duncan, yeah. or Lilith, very well. I just know basic shit about them. Like, you know, Lilith has my powers, Gnark is a goddamn caveman. Yeah, I and, think it was uh, Nark. No, it's Gnark. I looked it up. Are you? That's yeah.
3: weird. Then the, uh, the guy I definitely must call him Nark. Right. Because then, when, like you said, Roy says, Your name's it,
0: Nark. It doesn't work in freaking word balloons.
3: And kind of because he said, uh, Yeah, he must say Gnark then. then. Is that like a nickname? It's a name. Hmm. He's a big dude. I wouldn't fuck with him here.
0: But uh, the way what I'm getting at here, though, is that Mister Twister, since they keep having all these illusions, Twisters, and that yeah. spiral that Garth made in the spiral staircase, yep. uh, all about Twisters. Dan Abnett even talked about it in that Newsarama article. Yeah. But Mister um, Twister is a villain that uh, Aqualad, Kid Flash, and Robin first fought uh, before they became the Teen Titans. Yeah.
3: Well, I think that that's. I think at the end, almost like what Lilith says, though, at the end she says, "I'm not going to let you have them." Uh, You do. And I think that she's meaning Mr. Twister is coming and he's going to force them into being the Teen Titans again. I think that Lilith, uh, she taught. And again, I don't think I think that when you see Lilith projecting, I don't think at the end the doctor Lilith, who's actually I don't I think she is not involved either. I think that projection is saying. something different. I'm saying at the end, she even seems like she doesn't know what's going on as much.
0: No, and you know she I does. I think that was Lilith there because she was just yeah. sitting there concentrating on projecting herself and then she just came back yeah. to her
3: body. It, but again, when she says I, I'm not at the end, but when at the end she's like, I'm not gonna let you get them this time, I'm yeah, not yeah, gonna yeah. do this and I think she That definitely, mysterious I think that whatever. she does not want to have them even join together unless they have you know what i mean i think that she's worried and she doesn't want that to be what happens but but even when she sees the twister she kind of freaks out a little that's what gets
0: that's what i'm talking about that's the best part too because i didn't read that dan abner thing but when i read it i watched this whole i read this whole book and then there's this one freaking panel where these kids are playing twister what the fuck is that about? It did not make any sense to me at all. I did not put it with the freaking Twister coming or the spiral staircase. No, all that shit was no. over my head.
3: And again, uh, she she's just an addiction counselor. She's there. She sees the kids playing Twister and gets shocked and <laughs> then goes right to the file. Yeah. And uh, like almost like she's like, oh, can you give me a minute? And like, I haven't even thought of this. I think she gets kind of thrown in as well. And she's like, you can't have them. Not this time. I won't let you. And then she has the T file. It has all the all of Macaulay Cable. Well, download. not all of them. There's still well, some that's going to come. Herald. It's going to. I think that that's going to be the, the ones right away. Right. And uh, but yeah, before that's the end. But we also have other things. Like I said, uh, he uh Roy goes to drink, which set everyone off. That's the the whole thing. And because he He's doesn't,
0: an addict, people yeah. fall off the fucking wagon. I lion. know.
3: But uh, yeah, he's there. And he goes to the thing, and it's my favorite scene, when he goes in to get some booze, Yeah. and Gnark's there, and Gnark goes to give him the the booze, and it falls, and he catches it, and he goes, man, you're speedy. And again, Roy's like, what the hell?
0: What'd you call me? Sessa? That's the best, too, because in my, I, as far as I know, as far as I remember, Roy has never been speedy in this universe. Yeah, yeah. He's always been Arsenal. Well, that's why
3: I think that's the issue. Is these are all everything they're thinking is from that different deal. It's yeah, not that's what I yet. wanted
0: to be. But what I read from that Dan ad, the thing is that this is something that like um, has happened to them and they have forgotten. No, it somehow. I, well,
3: I think what he's saying is that it has happened to them, but then the universe was rebooted. Then New Fifty Two rebooted I, I can because get behind of, that. yeah, because of uh, what's her name Pandora, oh, and God. they're getting ripples of the old continuity
0: before that. Right, and so he's there, and it, nice it is, convergence. Yeah, yeah, I I really liked it. I see, I, I dug it. that part too, and uh, like I'm telling you, I did not see read into any of this twister shit, yeah. but like when Roy's looking at that water tower, which I'm like, maybe this is something from an old Teen Titans that I didn't read from the 70s. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but like, why would he just be looking at a goddamn well, water tower? Well, that's why I, I saw
3: that article. I I sent you the link. I'm like, yeah, I think yeah. we should read it. And the weird thing though is he almost mentions, or I think he does mention in that article that uh, Dick sees a. A whirlpool. Yeah, and thinks of spiral. Why? Why would he have to? He's in spiral. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. (laughs) That was a lot of stuff. I just took that as another. I took that as a water twister. Yeah, yeah. He's in there. He's going. And again, uh, there's the call out to harvest.
0: Yes, but no, it's a different Harvest, though. I know, but
3: I think that's another thing that sets them. Everything is, is like a, uh, you know, everything is bleeding into each other.
0: Yeah, but that Teen Titans never dealt it's, with Harvest. I don't, harvest. It, I don't think it
3: matters. I think these are all, it's just the characters and all the different things. I think it's all being I just think it was together. a cool
0: name for, a, like, a underground organ ring. You
3: really think that they took I a really thing with Teen Titans, and he called it Harvest, and nobody called him out and said, I don't think you should go with Harvest. I really and, do. I don't. I think that that's part of it as well. I think all the stuff is going to go into each other and it's going to be different timelines, different continuities. You're going to have characters that weren't originally on team Titans together, together. You have a lot of crazy things, uh, because then you get Garth. He goes, he's mad because the harvest has taken the Atlantean things. They don't do much with Garth. I, I actually, I really ho- I was really hoping as I was reading it, that they have more of him. Uh, then you get Donna Troy, which, and that <laughs> it's, she's kind of forced in. It doesn't really make sense. No. Uh, why she would be there and involved uh, because of what's going on in Wonder Woman. Uh, but, yeah, she's there, and I, you made me laugh because you were talking about those awful freaking fishermen <laughs> that are there. They're fishing, and, like, I don't know what they're doing. They're freaking nonsense. But, yeah, she sees this clubhouse that obviously must have been uh, one of their clubhouses. Uh, I don't even know. I'm telling you, I am not
0: familiar with this era of Teen Titans at I, all. I'm telling I, I really, really wish – we just would have had the new Teen Titans. Man. We could have brought Starfire into it, Cyborg. It would have been so much fun. Yeah, I but just... then instead we get Harold and Gnar. Well, again, to... then
3: you would have that. Then they would. Then it, they might as well cancel the Teen Titans book and and redo that then. Okay. You know, but I don't think <laughs> they want to do that. I really don't think. And uh, you know, you get. You Donna Troy, like I said, she she must see this, and she's asking these guys, is this is this in ruins? Is this a ruin?
0: It's ruined,
3: uh, ruined, and uh, she's upset with that. That makes her think of something, and then you go to the Golden Star Awards. Are they like the Eisners? <laughs> They're the Oscars. They like the Harveys. But yeah, <laughs> and there was a big big thing that Buddy Baker was presenting the award for best score, which I <laughs> Thanks, really, buddy. I really like that. But then you have uh, what's his name. I always forget their name. Oh,
0: Mal, um, uh, Mal Duncan. Yeah, Mal,
3: and you know that uh, Bumblebee's there with him. That's his wife. Oh yes. Yeah, and in fact, at, at a point, I think when they first formed the Teen Titans, this is all research I did, Eric. Uh, oh. She was only a girlfriend, but here she's already married to him, so that's that's a little different. But that's Bumblebee.
0: Uh, also, I didn't even put that together because uh, I yeah. even know Bumblebee
3: didn't yeah. even think about it. Yeah. And then he goes up, accepts the award, but while he's going, he sees the spiral staircase. It throws him off uh the also he also with that flash 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 seemed i
0: know that that's probably just the flashes going off
3: just seem weird
0: i think oh, somebody on the sites are like i think they're gonna have they're gonna talk about freaking uh kid flash and that's wally what, west we, and because they keep ha- showing this word i'm like i don't, I went through the book for the because he said the dialogue in the comments i'm like i don't see shit
3: i actually think that that is a call out that you're supposed to get all excel flash because they really spell it out uh Yeah, he gets it. He gets the award. He's a little taken aback. He's all out of it. And then you go back to Dick, who uh, out of nowhere, well, Mal got best score. Yeah. I said that. And then out of nowhere, Dick's in his apartment. Or at a hotel, a hotel yeah. and he wants to watch the movie that is the I heard the score one, and
0: not uh, like Get the fuck that. out of here! Who I, the hell
3: watches a goddamn movie for the score? I think it's all the shit that's influencing them. I really do. I don't think that it's. Just I know Dick it's just it's just that, silly. I know that is silly. It's it is forced. But then Lilith uh, Lilith shows up, her uh, vision or whatever she shows up tells them they're going to need him. You're going to have to remember them. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, what else do you
0: have to say about it? So, uh, the thing that I really liked in, this, in the beginning, I was trying, but then you just jumped over Man. it, uh, was Roy staring at the freaking water tower. Man. And then the, the tornado sirens are coming in. And he just goes and buys a drink. He's going to weather the storm. And it really felt like it was like cool foreshadowing, the storm that the Teen Titans are going to have to face. Man. It really reminded me at the end of Terminator when Sarah Connor is getting gas, And he's like, what would that boy say? He said a storm's coming. And I'm like, I know it is. <laughs>
3: just drive away i liked it yeah again it's oh geez
0: yeah storm's coming roy (laughs) these
3: sound effects are like the (laughs) longest sound usually sound effects have like you know what i mean you got a rim shot or you know
0: come on it's a badass terminator (laughs) there
3: you go the rim shot but yeah you have freaking terminator music that you set up you're as forced as that freaking batman and robin eternal eric uh yeah i really liked it i did and again they it has to be mr twister everybody's seeing a twister yeah but, hey the twister's coming that, i did, uh,
0: i just hope he looks like he did in that original freaking one that they fought him in because he's just a, he looks like a uh almost like a pied piper with a stick with feathers all oh over yeah?
3: well the reason that i got a little angry I'm not angry, but I can see where I'm going to be irritated with this book, Eric. It's because everything I see now, I'm going to think I have to look up and see what it means.
4: That's I'm, look, so I did,
3: I'm starting the issue, and you start off, and there he is. He's staring at the water tower. Roy's staring. At it. it says Klein on it. I'm <laughs> looking up Klein. It's because they're in the town. Klein. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even read that far in. I'm a, Klein. It's the first line. Passing through Klein, Oklahoma. God damn it. I'm looking up shit. Uh, again, though. Can you go with that? They're like, yeah, the tornado sirens. You hear the sirens, uh, and the siren was uh, a Teen Titan villain. Yeah, she, she actually fought the Teen Titans. So you you know maybe she'll show up. Who knows? I think uh, that he's gonna. I think he's gonna fuck with a lot of people with, with things, and you're gonna get this, and you're not gonna get that. Uh,
0: that sounds so tedious. Again,
3: hopefully though, uh, Dan Abnett explains more in the book about what is actually happening. Like I said, if I hadn't have read that interview. I would have been lost, not lost, yeah. but I wouldn't have been. I would like you. What the hell?
0: Why are they remembering and when it's is this timing? It's not a great first issue. No, it, it isn't. I you liked don't know the it whys or hows. It just happens, no, and it's like so long the to the ride. And another day in the life of the Teen Titans no. who have deja vu. Yep. Uh, did you like the art? I did like the art, I really except for the way, the way they drew Dick.
3: Yeah, that people have problems with them, but I really like the. I said I like that it's a sneaky, clever way of trying to get the old Teen Titans in. I'm all for ruining it. the new teen Titan book. Like I said, I, it, not that it deserves it or doesn't deserve it. Uh, but I think it's going to be pretty cool and it makes sense. You know, you couldn't get Dick to join up with all these people or Roy to do that or whatever, unless you had this way. Hey, I liked it. I, yeah,
0: I like it too. It's yeah. the, the best thing on this. And I'm uh, well not, I'm saying obviously, but, um, the ideas that are coming out of Convergence, like Lois and Clark Superman, mm-hmm. I like all these things bridging the gaps and adding new developments. Because that's the whole thing with the New 52, even though people hate it. Things were different. They're new. Yeah. Now we're bringing other stuff in, but it's still in the new continuity, so yeah. it is different. I like it. I don't know.
3: Yeah, I do. Uh, what would you give it? I gave it a 6 out of 10. I would have actually given it an 8. I, oh. I really liked it. I liked most, uh, like you said, the art with Dick is a little off, but I really like the beginning with Roy. I think they, he, they did a really good job with Roy, and I, I just liked it. I'm intrigued by how they're going to explain things. I just wish that Oh, I Oh, I a, am too. Yeah, I just don't think it was a very great first issue. You well, know, it got me excited to see what happens next. So, eight out of ten, I said, Eric. What good is the next? What is the next book?
0: Next book is Justice League 45, written by Jeff Johns with art by Francis Manipool, Brian Bucciolato, and Rob Lee. Well, goddamn, does everyone go and get all got it up in this issue. The aftermath of of Darkseid's death is felt all over as we get ready for the Darkseid War one-shots, which, while feels like a complete cash grab, may still be cool as hell. And that's all I got for you, because not much really happens in this book.
3: No uh yeah you told me earlier and i read it and i know that you were afraid that people were gonna bitch and moan at you because you didn't like this issue as much as the others
0: exactly i'm saying it's not that i don't like it it's
3: just that it's set up it's so much set up for these other books it's pathetic it really is to me i actually got angry and Mm -hmm. you had already told me and i still i'm like really this is only setting up those other one-shot books and that's all it is and yet, it's still awesome to me, Eric, just what happened, but it's not enough. It, this, to me, was not a full issue. No. It, it, I loved what happened, but it's just not enough. And I am a huge, huge fan of Francis Manipool. I didn't like the art. There,
0: no, it, I'm saying, and couple, especially... What's that? I'm saying, we have already a, like got a story established right now with Jason uh, Fabach's art. Yeah. And taking it from that to this just really took me out of the story yeah. that we were dealing with.
3: I, I love that full panel, that full-page spread, though the art isn't like what it is in the regular book, Jason right. Faubox, but I did like it. Um, but other than that, a lot of the art really upset. I, I'm telling you, when Lex gets in on it and is, is on uh, Apocalypse, right? He, he looks terrible. I he, know. It just looks, and it, it, it actually... Jason Fabok's art is so good, and this is just a little too cartoony even for me. I, I don't even know how to explain it. It's it just... took
0: me a little while to get it. Like as you had uh, Bucciolato and Pool for Flash, Flash for a while, yep. and I wasn't reading a lot of. The, I'm saying I read a bit of the Flash. I didn't read a lot yeah. of it. And then you had him on uh, Detective, Detective. Yeah. and it took me a while to get yeah. behind the art style. Yeah, and I... here I just didn't, I didn't want it. It's just that I came in this book expecting. And when I didn't get it, it's just kind of disappointing. Yeah, and I forgot that
3: he was doing this, and this was one of the reasons why he uh, bailed out a detective near the end of their run uh, to do this. And I'm telling you, I'm looking at it now, and I really, the art goes downhill as you go. And it starts off okay. It just seems like it's maybe rushed at the, I don't know, because by the end, it it is not very good, uh, even to the point where it's not even very uh,
0: detailed. And I, I didn't like it. I, I didn't. Uh, I was going to run through this right now because I just got in my notes. Cause all the, whole- the guys <laughs> – all the guys. Yeah. The whole point of this issue is brandishing each character yes. yep. with their god title for the one-shots. We have yes. Batman, who is the god of knowledge. Yes. How long does it take to become a god because of this? We have, he's been sitting on the chair for a little while. Why yeah. is he now all of a sudden like, a god?
3: I'm, I don't know. I'm I'm guessing that it's all Darkseid's death. It ended up changing things. It had I, to be. All it. right, it Superman,
0: be... the god of strength. Yeah. He's still the same Superman. He's just insane now because of yeah. the
3: fire pit. Yeah, I know. Strength really makes you
0: nuts. The only thing that I could really get behind is Shazam, who is they're calling the God of Gods. Mm-hmm. This should already be his title anyway because he already has God powers. Yeah. But after Darkseid's death, it seems that all the gods that he once killed to g- gain his own power needed a new vessel, and they found it in Shazam. And I liked that they started arguing with him inside of him, but that's all we got. He yeah. starts screaming. You see little like freaking dialogue boxes around his chest area, yep. and then he flies off. Yep. The end.
3: Yeah. And. Uh, um... The, and you also have Flash, God so, of Death.
0: Yeah, okay. I'm that's saying,
3: my favorite. That's the thing. And he's is, my favorite.
0: If Black Racer was, was he previously the God of Death? I Why all of a sudden is Flash? Incarnate? Yeah, but I'm saying I don't remember him ever being called the God of Death. No, well, now combined with Flash it doesn't work in my mind. I just, but I'm again, saying,
3: I think it combines with that, Dark That is my God. favorite as well. Yeah, he's my favorite. And he's the in this little bit. None of them are fleshed out very well. You can say Batman is, but only because he's, like you said, he's been on the chair so long. Uh, but I think that, uh, Barry is more fleshed out cause he gets it. He's like, I like, it. I like what's happening. And no, that's
0: treating- only, that was only the black racer talking through yeah. him. He's then he starts coming through and starts arguing. then, no, I don't want to be a part of this. And then he tries to outrun death. And I love that aspect of the story where they say that.
3: No, yeah. Well, he says, I'm not like the other hosts. I don't want to escape death. I want to control it.
0: No, no, that was that was freaking the uh, death saying that.
3: I think it's all of. I think it's. I don't know. The, the death, death aspect
0: is coming through, telling you how good death is. Yeah. It's a necessity. You need to have it. It's a good thing. It's not evil. And then Barry comes through and starts arguing with him, and then he just runs off.
3: Yeah, I didn't. I actually didn't get that. I just thought it was. Uh, yeah, I see. Why are you apologizing to Mister Miracle? I'm not like the other house. Yeah, I, mean, I I didn't even. I just thought it was cool, and he's the, the freaking god of death. I, again i don't know much about the the uh do le- I. yeah i that's what i'm going with but yeah i see now that he's kind of arguing with himself i and like then, it though
0: then we get luther who is the god of apocalypse and this is yeah. the only one that really and makes that a was lot really, of sense yeah, to me. yeah that
3: was fleshed out i like that uh he goes and there was that uh prophecy on apocalypse that's the best
0: yeah, uh, we have this prophecy a when, when dark side dies we'll have a uh, like a, they say, human, which is a weird part. Yeah, of it that was. Prophecy. I thought that was
3: odd too, but maybe it's just that's kind of because somebody it's from not from
0: apocalypse. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's like, he'll be an orphan. He'll be he'll raise raised on a farm. He'll bring great change to apocalypse. Is that you? Why? Yes, it is. He's like, uh, yes, that is. Uh, me. Yes,
3: it is. <laughs> that that <laughs> is awesome. And then it's even better because they strap him up, and then he kind of finds out what's going to happen. And I, I guess Luther's probably just like, well, you know, like I said about, uh, he's like, yeah. I'm either going to die or I'm going to... What the hell, they'd kill me anyway. It's pretty good. But yeah, he survives, which is crazy. That is crazy. And yeah, he doesn't... He's worse for wear, I'll tell you. But uh, yeah, he survives. And And
0: the uh, only other thing to really talk about is the parademons, now that Darkseid is dead... They have no leadership, so they're, they're being drawn towards the greatest beacon of light in the universe. And they say in this, it's Oa. But I, I was know, it's, sure, I said it, it threw me off that it, the Green Lanterns abandon Oa after the Guardian massacre. It should yeah. be Mogo.
3: Unless I, I don't. Again, this is weird because it is. Before what time? What time frame is it?
0: This because is after Hal is,
3: evil. Hal is still a Green Lantern. Yes, they they're not. They, I you know he hasn't said like I got to go off and I don't know. It's weird, but yeah, seeing Oa threw me out. Uh, this is what?
0: this is after I'm saying right now. Hal is the leader of the court. Yeah, yeah.
3: It's just odd the, when they said that, but yeah, I I don't. Again, this is a Jeff Johns book. I don't think he'd make that mistake. I wouldn't think so either. So I, I don't know what it meant, why he
0: put that, but yeah. So Hal has to run off and like yeah, he has landers. to run
3: off. He's like, hey, why am why aren't I a god, Eric? Which is <laughs> that, like, why
0: isn't it? Well, I'm not a god. Wonder oh, Woman's already you. a
3: god. Yeah, she's already a god. Poor Hal. He's like, God damn it, off to O I go. I always have to go back to O. <laughs> uh, yeah, but again, like like you said, I really like the part with Lex, but nothing I, I, I really happens. It, I this is like an enough. aside. It's an aside to set up those goddamn one shots. It really is. What else do you get?
0: That's it. I don't have anything else for you. Yeah, I, I don't either because uh,
3: I'm there. Like I said, I like the art. It seemed to go a little uh, wonky near the end. Uh, the end where it's... Uh, Lex Luthor, I love. I'm just paging through and saying things because yeah, and then you get follow the gods and you have all these one shots and like, okay, I just read set up to their fucking you know one
0: shot Which He's, Jeff Johns isn't writing anyhow? Which you son of a bitches.
3: What did you give it? Seven out of ten. Uh, actually, I didn't even see your score and I would have given it a seven out of ten as well. And my next book is Superman Wonder Woman number twenty two, but before that, Eric, I'm gonna have to sip some five hour energy again. The, is that the unofficial sponsor of the podcast? Or are you still going with Imaginex? I,
0: I I'm don't just have trying to
3: lead. I'm trying to lead you into saying something while I drink this.
0: I, I was just wondering why you didn't do that at the break. Mm. <laughs> because, Eric, that was a super
3: secret break that is not going to be shown in the podcast. I know. Superman Wonder Woman don't 22. Don't look at the man behind the curtain. I, 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 the best is in about two seconds you're going to light up a cigarette and I'm going to wonder the same thing. Superman Wonder Woman 22. Written by Peter J. Tomasi. Art by Doug Mankey, Jamie Mendoza, and there you go. You badass. Sean Parsons. Are you in Flavor Country?
0: Oh, yes, and it's a big country.
3: Johnny uh, Johnny Desjardins. Or Desjardins. <laughs> Will Quintana and Rob Lee. Maybe it's because of this or not. The, uh, maybe it's because this is not the truth. Or the book finally catches up to the June sneak peek. But I like this issue more than anyone on the planet there. <laughs> Anybody out there. Everybody. While most wonder why Tomasi and the other writers are making Superman act like a jerk, I actually am taking it as a realistic view of someone who has lost his defining characteristics. I'm gonna ask you guys some questions. Do you think Eric Shea would sit back and smile <laughs> if he suddenly woke up and was five foot two inches tall? Would you are terrible? Would you just smile? Would you? No, just, man, oh, that'd be the worst great. thing ever. Oh. Do you think Reggie, If I was
0: five, seven and a half, I'd kill myself. Do you
3: think Reggie would thank the heavens if he started talking like Chris Tucker or high-pitched Peyton Manning? Do you?
0: I think it'd be hilarious. Do
3: you think that Dan Stransky would be dancing for joy if he woke up and Apple never created that goddamn watch of his?
0: He might because then, no. then he still might be
3: anticipating no. them creating it. And hell no, Eric. Don't you tell me that it's no. No. Superman is a desperate man. And doesn't need anyone to help him, Eric. No woman or even Wonder Woman, because I think he treated Barry like a woman here. Don't
0: say that, Jim. Yeah,
3: not Barry or Wonder Woman. He doesn't want help. He doesn't even want help from Ryan Brightest Daycare Clark, Eric. No one. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, Got to make
0: sure you get everybody in there.
3: Yes, he also tries to fly into the sun, breaks up with Diana, and beats the crap out of Parasite. Not with the help of Joel or Jody. There you go. I I added them as well. Yeah, I like this issue, Eric. People have called me out on it. I got private messages from other reviewers, and I'm not lying, that they said that they hated this issue so much and I think they hate me for liking it.
0: I actually liked it as well.
3: Yeah, I liked it. I First off... A lot of this is the sneak peek. You you were yelling at me at work when I was to yeah. say, hey, and this happened. You're, that was the goddamn sneak peek. Like you were angry at me because I wanted to talk to you. For no, no, no.
0: I was angry. For God's I
3: just was trying to talk to you.
0: Everything you described to me was exactly the sneak peek. I was like, yeah. I read this back in May. Okay, Eric, when you were hanging
3: out at the Five and Dime, talking
0: <laughs> about that sneak peek,
3: a- anybody get mad about it? No. No. Why, why I like that sneak people a lot. Why are they so mad now? And you told me I think you're a wise man, Eric Shea. A wise man beyond your years. You are what, 48?
0: I am 32.
3: Oh, 32. Oh, 32. Yeah, I think you're wise beyond your years when you told me maybe they're just angry because it's a continuing disappointment from everything that's happened since June. And I cried bullshit on that earth. <laughs> you are a wise man, but I cried bullshit because I'm telling you, I didn't like the true story. I seem to be on an Island by myself there. Now all of a sudden I like it. And everybody hates it now. Jerks. <laughs> oh, you are jerks. But yeah. were you the
0: first Superman Wonder Woman review? I don't know.
3: I think I was. I think I was. Yeah. I, so there's that's the trend. There's only you like three. it.
0: Everybody else goes against that.
3: Yeah. There's only three reviews I think right now. And God damn it. I'm looking at it now. Um, just an aside. There's three reviews, and one of them is a 1.6. Wow.
0: The artwork in this book was great. How 1. could you give this
3: 1.6? That is Supergirl comic box commentary, who we really like. And oh, 1.
0: and, yeah.
3: 1.6, and says that this isn't the Superman that I like. It's all for characterization. This is the characterization that we've got since June. Yeah. And I'm telling you, it's starting to make sense to me. It didn't in the truth story. I thought you even said you thought he came out as an asshole almost every issue of the truth. Yes. I kind of argued that at some, uh, Gordon was, whatever. Um, but in this, I really do think that it's starting to make sense to me and in the other books as well. And here... You have it where in that preview, you had him, uh, and in the last issue, we teleported up to the Watchtower. They had It's a it's a bit of a forced setup, or a recap almost, where you have to realize, okay, some people don't know, so you have to have him there. The Watchtower doesn't recognize him. He doesn't have his powers. He's telling this whole story.
0: Pretty much everything there. we see in sneak peek. It
3: is. Uh, but again, like you said, but I don't know
0: that everybody's read this. The worst part so, is, well, I, when I was reading, I'm like... I, I remember the sneak peek, him being all bloody. I thought it was a badass, and he just punches Barry out. Yeah. But I'm thinking to myself here, I'm like, I can't remember why he's so bloody.
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, he's he's got the He got shot out. up
0: in the last issue yeah. in the back. But I'm saying, this looks more than like a back shot. You know what I'm saying? Like, he is bloody all in the front and yep. going down his le- front oh, yeah. of the legs. Oh, yeah, he's having
3: problems. so yeah, you get the deal. He's going up there. Uh, he wants to get a shuttle. Barry's like, hey, I'll help you. Boom, knocks him out. I even said, it's like, I can imagine Barry there. and He's like, hey, Clark, I'll help you out up. Boom. He just knocks him out. I don't need your help. <laughs> yeah, this is a desperate man, Eric. Uh, then we get to the part where it, it's funny to me. Because uh, Superman's friends that were detained, they're all going off on, on a, a military copter. They're taking them home.
0: This is the best thing in the book.
3: And there is Lana, Steel, Lois, and Wonder Woman and they're all like hey, hey bye. First off, it's a little dangerous how they have these people just crammed in that helicopter up there. I think they might fall out, but that's beside the point. But they're there and they start kind of arguing about things. And there's Lois and Wonder Woman who pretty much Superman last issue said were just jerks betrayed. Fuck I'm, you, I'm all, done I'm out. with you.
0: Lois Drop
3: the mic. Lois kind of p- puts everyone in there and Lana calls her out like who knew? She, he was not talking about me and it gets she
0: gets all mad. Until Lois, who's me? He yeah. let my parents die.
3: Yeah. yeah. Until <laughs> then, uh, do you have the book actually?
0: Yeah.
3: Uh, are you looking at it?
0: Not that. If you look see...
3: at it, Lois starts writing something in her notebook. She has a notebook that she pulls out, and it's like, uh, "Hey, Clark was talking to Wonder Woman, her, not me. That's right." Steele even said, "Hey, that's who called." Hey, he doesn't want his phone. No, Clark was talking to those two, not me. And Wonder Woman all of a sudden pulls out her notebook and starts scribbling something. I Lois. Don't, Lois, I mean. I don't know what it would be. because then She's she writing j- a story, man. But she says, feel free to stay with your boyfriend, Miss Lang. while Such she's a writing fucked up something. Line. And Lana clocks her. Cold clocks her,
0: <laughs> So good.
3: Punches her right in the face. And this is what caused all the problems with this issue on the site. I put my review. I loved it. I loved every second of it. I'll say it now. What do you mean, Jim? Shut up. <laughs> Shut up, woman. Make me a pot pie. He wow. he clocked she clocks her right in the face, and to me it makes total sense. First off, she just was a jerk to her.
0: But Seriously, all,
3: but also because Clark's her her oldest friend.
0: And the only information she has on this whole thing is that Lois outed him.
3: Yeah, and I'm telling you, I don't even know that she's not even convinced that his powers have gone wonky because of her as well. I I think she's in the dark on a lot of things, and she's just but, and she has hold the on, one person. A lot of-
0: in Lana's mind, she thinks that Clark's a lot like Samson, where his hair was his yeah, power. His exactly. identity was his power. The identity's
3: gone, and somehow that led to that. And he she punches her. I, I like it, though. I'm looking at it, it's like one of those weird things that it almost, you could convince me that she punched Lois to the left and Lois's head went to the right. Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm looking at it eye right eye.
0: now because he punch, she punches her on the left cheek and she's holding her right <laughs> cheek in the next panel. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's very odd.
3: But they, they're there, so they're arguing... But what, what did Clark do? Everybody will say Clark was a dick last issue. What, how did that end?
0: He teleported away. He
3: teleported away. And they're like, holy shit, what a dick. What does Wonder Woman do then?
0: She teleports she away. She teleports
3: to, away after letting everybody leave on the I helicopter. I love
0: this. This why? is such. It's my favorite line in the whole book. Where she teleports pretty much says, "Fuck you!" Teleports <laughs> away, and then Steelman because this freaking radio back out. Uh, <laughs> can you come back around with the helicopter? We got two more for pickup.
3: <laughs> we got two more. Wonder Woman was a bitch. Uh, <laughs> why would she do this? Why? Would, I, I think I it's perfect. Th- I know that you could tell me that if she said, "Hey, you guys get on the helicopter. I'm not getting on no helicopter." Then she could teleport away before the helicopter went, and then they're like, yeah, I guess we gotta go. We don't have anything. I, I'm telling do I don't,
0: I don't know if it's like this whole like rivalry for uh, like uh, Superman or Clark's affection or whatever, because you, you have this kind of trifecta yeah. going on here. Yeah. And she's like, fuck y'all bitches, I'm out.
3: And I, I, think yeah, she's like, oh, what, what do you have? Oh, you're his friend, and oh, you're a, Rep- you know what, I'm, I'm a Justice
0: League. Boom. You know what, I'm the god of war. Yeah. I don't need y'all. Boom.
3: Off she goes. And uh, Loved it. I did think it was funny. And actually, you actually point out something that I really didn't even think of that. Yeah, these are the three women in, in Clark's life. Yeah. And they're just fighting. And uh, really, Lana is the only one there that Clark probably will talk to ever again. I Let's want see. Wonder Woman
0: to start throwing punches. Oh, yeah.
3: Kill him. <laughs> now, uh, I know that there was there's issues on the uh, the site where uh, that Veronica is claiming. I think she might have even claimed that Lois could uh, beat up Wonder Woman. Oh I know yeah, she's she's totally she totally could Beat up Lana. She that, could yeah. bury them, I believe, yeah, or bury, end them. End them. I'll end you. <laughs> Ay, yi, yi. But yeah, Wonder Woman it's goes Latin up. Blood man. Again, you have more of what was in the flat. Uh, the sneak peek. Uh, Superman has gotten in the shuttle and he has decided he is heading towards the sun.
0: And he's
3: the thing, I love this. Yeah, I, I love too. this and idea. I, like, I, you I, know
0: what? I've gained my power from the sun my entire life. All I got to do is get closer. He, I, I'm really going with what you say. He is a desperate motherfucker. Yeah, he's
3: a desperate. I said to you before, and we were talking a little, and I told you, to me, this is, I'm going to go into the sun. I am, if I don't have my powers, I'm nothing. I have nothing to give this world. I have nothing to give anybody. I, I don't like my friends anymore. They betrayed me. I can't me. protect them. I can't do anything. So I'm going to go into the sun. If... if if it doesn't give me my powers back, it's going to kill me. I It'd be like me jumping out the window right now and, you know, I want a million dollars. If I don't get a million dollars by the time I hit the ground, fuck it. I'm dead. And I really do but think that she I, I want to know is, what the
0: million dollars is going to do in in midair to help i I'm Actually, that. in the air,
3: I'm going to hire a uh, trampoline uh, company to show up. I have that time, right? I've never no, jumped out no. a window. I don't.
0: I no, did not. I don't. I guess. No, I'm sorry. Dollars.
3: That was a bad plan. A you should have thought that out. Uh, how about when I die, then my kids get the million? I don't care. I'm dead then. Who
0: cares Seriously. They have?
3: But yeah, I really do think that it's a dark thing.
0: And sorry, I don't no. know
3: that they would say, yeah, that's what he had. But yeah, to me, I mean, he's burning up.
0: Yeah, that we've talked about burning. this all week. And I completely agree with you. <laughs> and
3: yeah, I, I think that he, this is it. This was it for him. If this doesn't do it, I'm dying. Wonder Woman saves him. And to me, I told you, I. I've never committed suicide, Eric, and I know this podcast is going dark, but <laughs> anything I've seen where somebody is trying to do this and gets pulled out from there, they're not happy. Absolutely they, not. They, they have made a commitment in their mind. They have Unless made, you're doing
0: it for attention.
3: They, again, yeah, this doesn't seem like that. This seems like he's a desperate man. <laughs> he's
0: a drama queen.
3: <laughs> he, what is it? He's slashing sideways, not up and down Eric. Yes. Yeah, that's for show.
0: Man, this is some dark shit yes, right here. Yes,
3: it is. But I think that he is, uh, he's he's going to – if he doesn't get his powers back, he's going to – and Wonder Woman, sna- Wonder Woman, who's powered, yeah. snatches him out of it. And he's like, you know what? I, I don't love you anymore.
0: I, I now, don't. I want to talk a little bit because then he goes and he's getting patched up from his back wound he got in the previous issue. Yeah,
3: yeah.
0: The motherfucker was just close to the sun and on fire. I know. How is that not a problem? I don't know. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> that you, goddamn you, you power get, fluctuation. Yeah and
3: i like too that he's there uh barry and wonder woman are helping him in and then wonder woman's handing him the, the the shirt
0: another and again, thing and Where again, did he get that shirt uh,
3: i think he has like a bunch of those in the watch of this tower. new th-
0: this new style shirt yep
3: the new style shirt he has tons he got them on ebay
0: as far as i know this is the first time back on the freaking uh, watchtower since he's been deep uh, out
3: he thought ahead he sent. Oh. He sent word ahead. Actually, Batman knew of this three years ago. That guy plans for everything. He's God of set. knowledge. That uh, guy. Yeah. What is the What is the site that you go and get shirts online? What do you mean? Where'd you get that weird science shirt?
0: I have they no idea. It. That was a long oh, time yeah, ago.
3: I remember. He got it online.
0: I get my shirt at Fright Rags. Okay,
3: but okay, well, there you go. <laughs> they're not giving us money. No. Uh, but again, I think that that's the other thing. There's Wonder Woman handing him his goddamn shirt. He's like, God damn it, I can't do anything myself. <laughs> and also, I'm telling, he's getting fixed by the. the he never had to do that before. All no. this shit is just throwing it in his face, and he's getting mad. And she's like, Oh, we're we're still lovers, right? We could still hit the hay. And he's like, no,
0: Hit I don't the like hay. it. The, you mean it, go to sleep? Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> he's tired. Uh, in the meantime, you said it was kind of funny too, though. They're arguing, and Barry's like, yeah, I'll be right over here. Bunch of dicks. Yeah, yeah. they just start yelling. But he breaks up. He's that done. is the
0: worst when people do that. I'm like, come on, guys. You're superheroes. Don't be like everybody else I know.
3: Yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, he's done. He's done. Superman wants no parts of Wonder Woman anymore. So he's like, that's it. I don't want to see you again until we go to work at the Justice League. Because unfortunately <laughs> for him, they work together, Eric. And I put in my notes, you never... This is why. If anybody ever wants to date somebody at work, read this comic, because then you'll know. He wants no
0: parts of her. I did it.
3: Yeah, and what happened? You she had to... Qu- she no, quit. Yeah, she quit because you got busy. Don't you call it hitting the hay?
0: No, I, I hit never call hay, it hitting the hay. And then
3: didn't you not come to work for a week? Yes. Yeah, and then forgot that you were even an item?
0: I didn't forget. I just... Didn't want to talk to her because yeah. breaking up and, is hard to do, Jim. And then
3: she, I heard that in a song <laughs> once. And she quit. She quit yes. her job. Wonder Woman can't quit the Justice League, Eric. This Why not? It's a bad plan on the part of Superman. Even though I love that he was dating Wonder Woman, I thought they were going to get married, Eric. It's, just, it's really? ruining everything. You I thought they were going to get married? Up is down.
0: Have I don't know what's kids. going
3: on. Five boys freaking uh, have to go and throw a football at a tree for an hour. I'm not even going to get into it, Eric.
0: But yeah, they, they best they, part about that, in my mind, all I would have to do is stand on my tippy toes to get that no, lanyard. This,
3: I'm telling you, I, and what we're talking about, uh, my son got accused of throwing a kid's lanyard with a house key up into a tree, and I had to stand there, and he didn't even do it. He told me <laughs> the other kid who accused him of it had uh, already said, yes, I did He it. fessed I up. I was lying. He fessed up. Uh, but I felt bad for this kid. This kid didn't have his house key. So we this went down. The kid who threatened to beat up your little boy. Yeah, and also the kid who was like 17, and my my little boy's 12. But he stood his ground. Uh, we went there. We just didn't want to hear this crap anymore. So we had to go down to this tree, and I sat there and threw a football at this thing for an hour. Um, it was at least 20 feet up in the air. It was. I'm telling you. It was six
0: feet. You know. had to throw a football. And all
3: it. I hear is my freaking son. If you were Aaron Rodgers, you'd hit it. That, he said that a million times. And then the ball would, and in this tree, there's like, it's at a, a school. And in this tree, there's like seven balls like lodged in, in the tree. And every time I throw the football, it'd almost get caught and come down. And at the he Dog, saved by the bell. And I, that doesn't make sense. I kept yelling at him. Then we gathered a crowd, and they were booing me. Oh, it was the this
0: worst. This is the best day ever. Oh, it was the worst. Why did you and, not call me and to I'm tell me to come you, down?
3: I, I said, listen, I'm throwing this 10 more times, If we don't get it. Because I had hit it a couple times, and the branch was just swinging back and forth. I said, if it doesn't come down in 10 throws, I'm leaving. Eric, at the bell, at the freaking buzzer,
4: ten Saved throw, by the bell?
3: Saved by the bell. Shut up. <laughs> I hit it 10th time. I hit it direct. Boom. Thing came down, and then we didn't know what to do with it. Because we don't know where the kid lives.
0: Who has the key. Why the fuck? Did so you what even we do did this? was
3: we wrote a note to the school that it was at and uh, said the key. I think that we, uh, Rafe, my son who was accused of doing that, knew the guy's first name was Ian. So we said, "This is Ian's key. Throw it in the freaking box." Yeah, there's
0: probably only about one Ian in that school. Off we went. Hey, if
3: no, he wasn't even at the school. He kind of works there. He's like a student aide or some teacher's aide.
0: So he's the se- oh, whoa, 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 whoa the seventeen year old boy who's a teacher's aide yeah. who goes to like middle schools to help out teachers threatened to beat up your twelve year old yeah yeah you need to have a talk with your school system right yeah.
3: now oh uh, it was he is a high schooler who goes this is an elementary school where it was
0: it's okay like
3: the friends school still so it's like a private school yeah I know. he should so, not be around kids he's a jerk I I didn't say he wasn't a jerk here you know who else is a jerk Superman yes yes Back he is I, know, I bet you superman couldn't have thrown that ball he doesn't have powers eric i have powers i have the power of uh i don't know patience the oh, power was, of love i was yelling yeah i do have the power of love oh i was so angry at this freaking and the kid the way the thing was thrown <laughs> up the lanyard was wrapped around the it was impossible and i did it eric it took me forever and then we went to the chinese buffet to celebrate and and it that's how we celebrate. Sex. The Werner's celebrating. I got sick, and my youngest son, Logan, got yelled at by the lady at the buffet because he wasn't finishing his plates. The yeah. end. I was angry at her. She didn't have to call him. He started crying. He was upset. Fucking God. Yeah, yeah, it was a great day. Great. That's why I told you. I had day. Did, did an you awful hit him? Day. No, I hit her. Oh my No, God. you didn't. No, I didn't. I glared at her, and I said, we will never be returning, ma'am. And so, then she yeah, didn't I understand she a word I said. And yes, we'll be, you will. And You're we'll a warner. We'll be there next week.
2: We knew All your right. father. So You're then coming what, back.
3: did you understand the plan then that Superman was getting at with this power surge?
0: No, <laughs> I, I was I had about to do No ask idea. You. It,
3: it seems such an odd plan. And it's it's also it, to me it's actually weird when Superman goes full out and plans like this and <laughs> tries to do things. Uh but uh, it was okay. But then you get a little uh Suicide Squad shout out. Because they are over Louisiana, this um, helicopter. Yes. Superman punches uh, in. How did he get there?
0: He jumped.
3: I, I don't know. I think Wonder. He Woman probably flew teleported. Him there. I think Wonder Woman flew him there, and he didn't want to admit it. So he told the artist uh, Doug Menke, "Don't you show me with Wonder Woman because I don't I don't like her anymore." No, it's weird. He he punches in. And I'm like, how did he get there? But yeah, maybe he teleported directly there. Yeah. That's craziness. But he goes in. He's like they have a. They're on the line. They're on the, the phone with uh, Bell Riv. And they go and they find that parasite. They know parasite's there. They get parasite out. Again, it's like I said. He was on the way to uh, seems like the Suicide Squad deal. Right. Uh, Wonder Woman rips it open. They get uh, parasite out. Freaking throw him. Treat him like shit
0: too. He's they, parasite dude. They, well, can to treat a parasite. They
3: treat him like shit. But then they're like, Hey, I have a, I have a deal for you. <laughs> Let's make a deal. He's just kicked them into a fucking tree.
0: The Deal is you help me and I won't beat the shit out yeah, of you. I,
3: I think the deal is very one-sided, uh, but yeah, it's a crazy deal. And uh, I parasite's another one. It's a weird way that people, other, like different artists, draw him. I don't like him here. Yeah, um, and he seems odd. He looks I had like an a issue piranha. With him, too. Uh, but yeah, it ends with that, and again, I liked it, and I'm looking forward to seeing what happens then. I want to see what this crazy plan is, because obviously he's going to make Parasite suck some energy off somebody and try to <coughs> give it back to him. I don't know. He's going to Parasite's going to suck everyone off, Eric. Woo, party! Yeah, so what would you have given it? Uh,
0: another probably seven out of ten. Yeah, I gave it a seven point eight out of ten, and I yeah, it. I would not have gone that far. Yeah,
3: Jeez, a, a seven and a seven point <laughs> eight. I, it wasn't an eight, but I liked it. I really yeah. liked it. Like I said, I like the, art's the great. idea. To me, this issue showed why Superman has been a jerk, and he has been. He's been a jerk, and it's because he doesn't have powers, and that's the one thing he had. He was a god of man, amongst men. There, he was a
0: god of strength, like, even he, yeah,
3: even a god of strength. He was he was a walking you know titan and now he's just a strong guy just
0: a man he doesn't like it
3: ah oh, what's next
0: next we have wonder woman number 45 written by meredith finch with art by david finch jonathan glapian johnny Desjardins, trevor scott brad anderson and rob lee Wonder Woman continues her fight with Aegeus here, who for some reason is given a sob story background to try and make him a sympathetic character, but having issue after issue that simply painted him as a big bag of dicks, that's not gonna happen, Jim. No. Donna Troy goes back to hating Wonder Woman after her friend is killed, but the hate won't last long because Aegeus tries to make nice by killing Diana's attacker because he's afraid of his benefactor who's trying to get him who's trying to kill him for fucking up so many times. We end with seeing that the person that was behind Aegeus's, like you know whole background and story is the goddess of peace, peace, Irene. Peace out. Peace out, Boy Scout.
3: Yeah. Is Hapodola in this issue? No. I just wanted to say her name. You
0: said it wrong. I did.
3: <laughs> I don't care. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, yeah, I didn't like this issue too much.
0: I just, I'm telling you, I was so happy because when I took this book over, you, uh, uh, over for you, you were completely complaining the whole time. Everybody was complaining about how they didn't like Meredith Finch's run on Wonder Woman. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And I, I took it first, over. I had that first uh that first arc.
0: Yeah, the Donna of Troy arc. Yeah, yeah. And I took it over and I was liking what I was getting. I'm like, okay, she finally found her footing. Shit's gonna be cool now.
3: Yeah, I even complained. I said, God damn it, it's starting to get better and you know, she's get like you said, she's getting her footing. I bailed on it too quick.
0: It's back to nonsense. Yeah, it really is. It really, it's is. really it, it, I
3: <laughs> I, do you get the idea? Because I'm starting to get the idea that that first run, a lot of people complained about the first run that I didn't like as well, and it might have been too much of like a drastic change from uh, Azarello's run, right? Uh, which everybody loved. Which people bitched as well. Again, I loved. It seems critically, it was very acclaimed, but true Wonder Woman fans didn't like. It seemed a couple places that we go to and talk to people, they hated. And they were looking forward to this to see what was going on, and it got away from that, and that didn't hit either. So it seems to try. Okay, you know what? It was all with the you know the the Greek gods, and we'll do, we'll do this, but yet it doesn't seem to me. It's almost like it's not her story. I, I right. don't know how that can come through <coughs> on the page, but it almost <laughs> seems like it's just not there. It's weird, uh, though. Uh, in this issue, when strife is in. The issue, which is the pretty much the real like, that's really a call out to Azrael as Oh yeah, I actually like that. So do that's I. That's okay, and I like their interaction. I always did. Um, well, but hey, yeah, this Aegis is awful. It, it, I hate him.
0: I want you to dig this here. Aegis beats up a woman for being too much like his mother, who allowed his father to beat her and him up. Yeah, sense. And he no hates sense. his father so much that he beats up someone else because of how they act.
3: Where did you learn that Aegis?
0: I, I learned it from you i learned
3: from Dad. watching you yeah it, it it was it was bad um but wonder, w- and wonder Woman wants to help him and and where i want to know where him and dick grayson do their shopping because at one point i thought he was in spiral eric it he like he really dressed outfit. like it yeah i was like what the hell i just i he is a awful character it's not even like you're like oh man he's badass yeah
0: He's awful. Oh, well, I'm sorry. Terrible. This whole this whole story arc so far since he's been introduced, we've had this flashbacks to him just being a fucking douchebag, a piece of shit through yeah. and through. Yeah. And I don't know why. Like back in the uh, villains month, they tried to reimagine some of the Batman villains and shit like that. And yeah. they all had to make him abuse children, some kind of sob story of that to justify why they became so bad. And that's the worst fucking thing to do. Why can't anybody just be a bad fucking person? Yeah. And they do the same thing here. He's beating up Wonder Woman, yeah. yelling about how – my father used to hit me. I'm like, get the fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah.
3: I, everybody, like uh, Manship said, everybody has awful parents. So why did it just, I, I didn't like He's it. He's terrible.
0: I'm <laughs> sorry. Remember how terrible he was to his mother when she was in her deathbed? Yeah.
3: Yeah. He was awful to her. He's, and he, he even badmouths her again. Poor yeah. woman gave him that coin that, you know, here, I want you to use this contact. Oh, she's awful. So, poor <laughs> woman's dying. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, I don't like – they even go – it goes this even bad with his dialogue. And in this one, I'm telling you, it seems like Meredith Finch is sitting around. Like, what do what those young people say? I've got myself a power-up.
0: Oh, what Jesus Christ.
3: What the hell are you talking That's about? That's the best, too,
0: actually. He says that, and then he's flexing, but i like, you look exactly the same as you did before. Yeah,
3: yeah. Where did this power-up come yeah, from, and what did it do me, to does you? Does this look like just a boy to you? <laughs> what? I thought he was trying to get sexy. That's what I thought. He's like, you they call me Jumbo. But she's like, I've
0: seen more of you. Besides for that beginning nonsense, though, we have Donna. more stuff with Donna Troy, and we finally get her friend named in this issue. Yeah, yeah Because yeah. I don't understand. We've had, and her name's Violet, by the yeah, way. Violet. We had Violet show up during Wonder, an attack that um, Wonder Woman and Aegeus had, like a fight between them. Yeah. And then we had her become Donna Troy's new BFF, and here she's just killed. It seems very odd to have this character show up at these two different times for our two characters, just for her to die here. Yeah.
3: And remember, she was getting beat up before, and they didn't do anything. And the, yeah, more it, pimp slap. And again, is this is this whole issue about you know domestic abuse? And like you said, it it comes off so odd the way things go. And I, yeah, the worst is Aegis, like you said. You know, my mom was beaten, so I'm going to beat the hell out of a woman. Eh, I'm going to be God of War. And then suddenly Wonder Woman's bleeding out of her eyes.
0: Yeah, again, like (laughs) she was when she got hit with the God-killer arrow before, which did nothing except for make her bleed out of her eyes, pass out for two minutes, and get back up, and she was fine.
3: Yeah, and really this whole part with uh, Donna Troy and uh, violet it, it, it's
0: unnecessary it was There's okay i'm telling you when they were doing the, the walk through london you know this tour or whatever that violet was giving her i'm okay with that yeah and then violet's like okay i'm sure i'll see you in the future um have a good one she gets up and leaves and then you see that she left her purse there i'm like just say something, because Donna has to go and find her, which she magically does somehow. But I'm like, she's still right there. You can call you out think to her. That or she's even only get gone
3: up. like, yeah, it's not like ten minutes later. It's right no. there. She's like five feet away. Well, it's she was on you... her phone. Remember, she got her phone there. She was about to talk on her phone. She doesn't want to interrupt that conversation there. And then she's like, I know somehow I'll find you. She just follows her.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Here's your purse. Oh, you're getting beat up up again yeah, and, well i'm not gonna stand for this oh you're dead now i'm angry because i didn't kill this guy before goddamn and, wonder woman and, trying to get yeah. that shit in my head about not killing and this is what happens yeah
3: and yeah that's basically it and i mean aegis A- A- goes and he gets yelled at by the god and like is mad about uh little basically, piece of shit. Basically, basically he's pissed off that wonder woman has become the god of war and uh Ares was killed yeah that Is all she's mad at but yeah then i'm telling you the whole scene when donna troy shows up at violet's apartment it's awful yeah. It's so awful. He's beating the crap out of her. Then he pulls out a gun, knocks her over. I, I did like yeah. He was about to blame a door handle, like, hey, she hit a doorknob, and she's dead. Eric. she You can't blame it on the And that then, doorknob I'm telling you, you have, all this,
0: you have all this terrible shit. And then Wonder Woman just appears out of nowhere. Yeah.
3: She just shows she's up. She's been
0: looking for Donna Troy for a while, but now out of nowhere, she can find her in a dilapidated building where she's fighting a goddamn pimp.
3: Yep. Yeah, it doesn't
0: make any goddamn sense.
3: And yeah, then uh, Donna Troy, like you said, gets pissed off that uh, Wonder Woman stopped her from killing this piece of shit before. Goes
0: now, now we're back to square one. Yeah. We were having all this great character development. Donna Troy, you know, she was becoming a person. Now she's back to just hating Wonder Woman, and now she's going to kill her yeah. for, for Wonder Woman telling her not to kill people. Yeah,
3: it's like such a weird... But uh, the only other thing that I think that is different... Um, that what we think or what you said is that I believe that Aegis was told to go and kill, and say that she was trying to protect, trying to protect Wonder Woman to, to get in as well. I think he's going to turn on her again. I I don't know. No, I she, don't. Because she even says she says something, doesn't she say? Uh, Perhaps in the Olympus was a mistake. We're not thinking clearly at times, but we both know the price of another failure. Yeah. Eh, maybe not. I going to kill him if I he fucks was, up yeah, again. Yeah, I know. But then he goes and kills Donna Troy and says, I'm here to protect you, Wonder Woman. I don't know. I, I got the idea that this is his next plan is to try to get in with her. But he, he thinks that no. Donna Troy and her are fighting and I, doesn't oh, yeah, mean I got to that. do that.
0: No, he doesn't, yeah. but I'm saying he's trying to get back in her good graces after all this attempts on her life, because he's a spineless piece of shit, because now that he's fucked up many, he's afraid to die.
3: Yeah, I actually think next issue is going to turn right on her. I, I don't think that he's turned that quick, but it, uh, my theory doesn't make much sense, because then
0: uh That's she, the only reason Irene they were given the sob story.
3: Yeah, she shows up. She wouldn't have shown up then. It would have been more of a plan, but yeah, she's a hell of a goddess, goddess of peace yeah jesus christ
0: well if you remember from future's end wonder woman becomes a goddess of peace after absorbing her essence
3: yeah yeah actually i wanted to mention something uh that i forgot to in superman wonder woman just quick about that uh at one point in the uh in one of the books they had shown that wonder woman because she's a god of work could control soldiers well, right didn't she just do that in that other book and <laughs> have them land and and get parasite out uh that that power is her powers there. are fluctuating man. that power has disappeared but, yeah, the goddess of peace shows up, and I was out. Werner, out, I said. I, it was I a terrible issue. I did not enjoy this issue one bit. I did. I love the art. Yeah, I did, too. And it's weird. A couple people, uh, reviewers, are like, man, I hated the art, but, boy, the story is kicking ass. What the hell are you looking at, people? Somebody actually said that? Yeah. There was a couple people who said that. I don't know what they're talking about, Eric. These reviewers, they call themselves reviewers. They're not America's sweetheart
0: story just become nonsense. So all the hope I had for Meredith Finch's run is over.
3: Yeah it is it, like I said, I think she's stuck between she should have just went and said, listen, I'm going to tell my own story. I think that she is now trying to tell a story to kind of get herself in the graces of what Azarello did with this nonsense of the, uh, the Olympus and, and the uh, Pantheon and it's not working. It's not working for it doesn't make sense. it's nonsense, it's ridiculous. and you have a villain that it's, he's terrible. A.G.S. Yeah. as a villain is awful, and that's how we have to deal with it. Hopefully, uh, Irene will be a little better.
0: Don't, don't worry, gentle I don't listener, think so. so uh, I don't believe Donna Troy is actually dead here yeah. because we've already established in previous issues that, like the three fates, that she doesn't have a fate line. That yeah. There's nothing for them to cut. Yeah. So I don't she think she can actually to stone, die. Though
3: it's odd, that, you know, the stone part is a little bit of a, a uh, kind of a wild card there. But yeah, they'll they'll find a way to get her out because. Eric,
0: she's in Titans Hunt. I was gonna say she's gotta be in Titans Hunt still. <laughs>
3: she's in Titans Hunt. Boy, she can't be in there. Uh what'd you give it?
0: Four point five out of ten. I, I
3: think I would have given like a four point five. Maybe a five because I did love the art and so did I, I. liked the, the bit with Strife and uh and Wonder Woman, but most of the other stuff I, I just did not like.
0: Oh yeah, the rest was nonsense. Yeah.
3: All right. And the next one is a book that I love.
0: Oh, did you now? Yes, I did. Martian Manhunter number five. <laughs> I thought that you didn't have the note. <laughs> like, no, I oh, did. Did you? Uh, what book is that? No, Martian Manhunter number five, written by Rob Williams with art by Eddie Barrows, Diogenes Neves, Mark Deering, Gabe Altieb, and Tom Napolitano. <laughs> Napolitano sounds like a type of ice cream. Sounds delicious. Yes, the pieces of Martian Manhunter are getting together here to either usher in the new era of Mars or to save the Earth. I'm not really sure if they've decided yet, but I'm down for whatever happens in this book. Yeah. The, ch- the choice really seems to be on the shoulders of a new version of Martian Manhunter that we're introduced to here named Mold, who's getting ready for the teeth-filled Phobos to unleash the essence of Mars into an ancient crater on Earth. And that just sounded ridiculous. Yes, it did. That's what I got for you, but... um. Even though this issue is pretty much pure setup to get the main players where they need to be, it's one of the best setup issues I've read in a long time.
3: I'm with you. Uh, Right before you, did Mold, for some reason, was there a character in Multiversity that looked like Mold possibly?
4: Possibly. He did look familiar.
3: Yeah, I don't know why. It's something that I saw him. I'm like, man, he looks familiar. I I thought the same thing. I cannot put a a finger on it. But yeah, go on. Go on, my friend.
0: I think it's really cool, though, that Mold is – he's this old guy character who rocks a goddamn homemade cape and uh, mask.
3: Yeah. I and like he, the hand wrap, too.
0: Uh, yeah, the hand wraps. Freaking uh, Martian Manhunter's talking like the inner voice of Martian Manhunter. He can speak to all these different versions that he's created of himself all over the world. And he's placing all the – like uh, the, uh, I can't even think of words now, goddammit. All the responsibility on Mold's shoulders to decide what they're going to do because he doesn't know. He wants Mars to be reborn, but he also wants to be the hero and save Earth.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And we are, we have Pearl show up on the shores where Mold is waiting for him because Martian Manhunter told Aquaman to save her and bring her here.
3: Yep.
0: And what happens then, Jim?
3: Oh, yeah. Aquaman gets manhunted <laughs> as he shows up and Pearl just tries to make out with him. And he's like, wait a minute, you're Martian Manhunter." That's the
0: best. Cause he knows it's Martian yeah, manhunter. She yeah. has no idea. Yeah. Well, he totally got manhunted.
3: Yeah. And, uh, then you get the idea uh, that mold is the, the brain, the See, brains of the deal, because he says I'm the head. I think that uh, somehow Pearl is the heart or the whoreness, Eric, because boy, she just wants to just get get it on with Aquaman.
0: He's a good looking dude. He, he just is. saved she her life. I home. might.
3: I was but, waiting waiting for my woman voice to yell that she wasn't a whore. But,
0: um. but no, the mold claims that he is the mind or brain of Martian yeah, yeah. Manhunter, like the like the logical thinking part of him. Yes. And I really have to disagree with this because he's rocking a homemade cape and mask. He is, but
3: uh, there's another thing that I was going to ask you. Do you think it's symbolic that he's in West Africa and he's white? No, I don't, I don't. I think that most of West Africans are going to be black. I'm not sure, Eric, but it seemed to me that this is the brain, and the brain is kind of a white Martian type brain. I don't. I just think it's odd that he is white, and I think it's symbolic.
0: That's Actually, I. I'm th- the way I saw it is that he's this guy, and Martian Manhunter at this point is so emotionally torn that he doesn't even know what's logical or emotional to him. Mold in his mind is the logical version, but here he is rocking a cape and yeah, mask. Yeah. That is a hero in my mind who's acting in th- with his heart. Yeah, and so, I,
3: I, yeah, you think he's the heart, and then I uh, really do. I, I, yeah, but he and he's even confused. He's trying yes. to figure it out. I don't know. I, I wouldn't doubt that he's, because he kind of does tell Pearl what's going on. Yeah. And uh I like that, but I, nothing as much as I like the whole thing with Mr. Biscuit.
0: Oh God, that was the best the part best. of this fucking book. And you know
3: who else I like? Leo. I Leo? I, really, I like creepy Leo. Creepy his, little Leo. His, I like him. I like him a lot, and uh, again, he has the, uh, to me, the best panel in here is later. We'll we'll talk
0: a little about yeah. Mr.
3: Biscuits as well. Um
0: But no, I realized from this part that Whenever I go flying in the future, I want Martian Manhunter to be with me. Yeah. Because getting through the goddamn airport security is so easy if you have a goddamn Martian Manhunter with you. Yeah.
3: And it's great, great. because uh, they, he doesn't even know that he can do what he's going to do.
0: Oh, no. He doesn't.
3: I, th- I think he does. A-
0: no, Agent w- – that's what I like about these characters yeah. too because they're so well defined. Agent Wessel is a part of Martian Manhunter. Yeah. He's a construct. He does not believe it though. He only knows him to be hu- himself to be human. Yeah. And he – cannot access any of his martial abilities because he cannot get beyond the concept that he's more than human. Okay. Mr. Biscuits does all the work yeah, in I this.
3: didn't. Th- I didn't think he did. I actually, That's thought, I, I actually thought that Wessel was doing it without even realizing it because at the same point that they're doing that, Mr. Biscuits is just freaking screaming. yelling and screaming and going I through the x-ray. It. And I don't think that he'd be doing that in the same way. And I think they're basically telling Wessel that he's the only one of them that can really do this of them there.
0: I, Honestly, I really I do. Go with I, I think go with that other he's one
3: of those where it's he's so scared, and he wants like I can't do this, and uh, and he's so scared that it's like ends a muscle memory reflex because he doesn't even realize he's doing it. Uh, no, that's, that's cool what too. i got i got it and he's like i can't believe they let us through and it's just that like you said like a muscle reflex that it's a reflex of his that he just did and that's like the first time that he did it and then we'll go from there mr biscuits is freaking
0: all over the place there uh, he's hilarious <laughs> oh, he in the last that's great in the last issue was cut in half by the martian man-eater yeah and here they have to get to west africa so they have to take a plane obviously Agent Wessel is carrying the top half of Mr. Biscuits in a double bag over his shoulder, yeah. while uh, Le- Creepy Leo was carrying the bottom half in a double bag on his wheelchair. Yeah.
3: And it's not, it's not uh, subtle.
0: <laughs> no, it's not. Because Mr. Biscuits is hanging out of it oh, yeah. screaming. He's just hanging, screaming But I'm saying, that's another thing, though. That's why I think Mr. Biscuits is doing this because nobody's noticing him. Yeah, but
3: I, I'm telling you, I think Mr. Biscuits is, is the emotions yeah. of him and I don't think that that part is it is. I think it's subconscious. It I just think it's like the emotional like, yeah, I just think that Wessel is doing it because he's hoping that it happens. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's he's so like, oh scared. God, oh God, I don't want him to, <laughs> you know, as he's with this double bag in his mind, he's like, I hope they don't recognize, oh my God, we're in trouble oh my god and subconsciously he is uh, like you said a memory muscle yeah. memory type thing is doing it and uh then Le- leo is just he is creepy
0: he's creepy um, as hell
3: but he knows what's going on he's aware and he even says hey i might be part of this too See, you can't just leave me here and i go okay and
0: i'll go with it leo whatever uh, yeah,
3: I, i'm telling you leo seems to know a lot of what's going on i'm starting to think that in fact he is
0: because and then that are you talking about the panel though that is your favorite when they're on the plane, and uh, the thing that's like they're waiting to happen finally happens and he starts crying.
3: Nah, well, that's my favorite. But even before that, he's like, they're like, oh, why don't we leave him? Marry the Martian manor scatter himself into different identities, put them back together, and you can recreate him and defeat the Martians. But what if like you, I'm one piece of John, John's Daryl, then you can't leave me here. And then Oops. he makes fun of Alicia. I'm starting to think that she might be too.
0: I don't and think she
3: is. And he thinks that something's going to go wrong, and he's separating. I don't know. But it's sad when Mr. Biscuits has to say goodbye to her.
0: It's very uh, sad. It, it's very sad. He sets it's her up. It's very sad, too, because the Martian Man is immediately there because he's leaving her behind to protect her. And left her right for the Martian yeah,
3: man. I'm telling you, there's something else involved with this. Uh, he left her that that all that money and stuff like that. And I just think we and haven't cookies. seen we haven't seen the last of her. I think she's still involved. I just and, think she's going to be
0: used as like a hostage uh, situation. Yeah, yeah,
3: she's running away. But yeah, then they're in the plane. Like I said, it was great when he when he there's the tear. He
0: said it's about to happen. Finally, he and, just I'm telling you, he is so sick of people that he just wants them to be obliterated yeah yeah and I like that part of if he is a part of Martian Manhunter I like it because he is the one who wants Mars to be resurrected he wants to like humanity over so his yeah. people can be back
3: uh, like I said again and yeah maybe that he is the quote-unquote Martian part of the Martian Manhunter maybe that I don't yeah
0: because there's not a real human side to him no
3: and uh maybe that yeah and he's just a weird guy and he's in that chair and and you now, know what I mean and I don't
0: I, I don't exactly know how the Martian moon with teeth shooting a laser beam into an ancient crater that fell from Mars to Earth is to do with bringing Mars back to life. I, I don't care. It's, it's really, really convoluted, but I I'll go with it, it,
3: man. I said that Phobos before. I was like, what the hell? I'm, I don't care now. It was a cool panel. And a a cool.
0: moon with teeth comes to Earth, shoots a laser beam out of its moon yeah. mouth. Into a crater, and then the essence of Mars is oh, again, released. Again,
3: I really like the idea where they're like, okay, Mars was destroyed to make Earth. Because only ben. one
0: world can like, survive in the and solar system. And now
3: Mars is taking it back, Eric. It's taking it to the streets.
0: But Bring I want to know I want to know why only one world can survive in the solar system. We
3: don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. I don't know. But, yeah, Phobos comes and shoots a laser in that crater. That crater's pretty goddamn scary, too. But, yeah, and then at the end, there's something crazy coming out of that, that freaking crater what do you call it crater laser explosion lightning (laughs) yeah i'm telling you and that's where uh it ends that that thing's coming out and pearl and uh what's his name i i forgot again mold mold yeah they're there and it looks and uh i'm telling you mold looks like he's not he looks kind of happy he's a little he's torn baby yeah he's but yeah uh pearl looks scared she looks scared, Eric.
0: Oh, I would be too. I love this book. I love the art in this book. Uh, I'm telling you, that whole explanation as gave you at the end is confusing and convoluted, it is. but I like it. I like everything that Rob Williams has given us so yep. far. This is one of my most enjoyable um, my enjoyable one of the books I enjoy the most.
3: Yeah, it's I put my it's my favorite new book now. Oh, definitely. I, I really like it a lot. Uh, you want to say what you gave it?
0: 9 out of 10.
3: Yeah, I think I would have given it a 9 out of 10 as well. I even said, uh, Reggie had, had messaged me. It's like, God damn it, Martian Manhunter is so good. And I said, oh, you should try. Rob Williams did uh, Royals, Masters of War, a right. six-issue uh, mini for Vertigo like a year, year and a half ago. And I told him, about. It. I love Rob Williams. He's really good. And if you are into like superhero alternate history type things, you should check it out because it's really good. The guy kicks ass there. Kicks
0: ass. Love this book. I never thought I'd love a Martian Manhunter book. Yeah, this, uh, I love this book so much. Who are you much. talking to?
3: I told you. You actually, you're like, I'll review it. And I'm like, good. Because I hate, I did not, Martian Manhunter, I can't say I hated him. He, you he tell was, me you hate him all the he time. He was not interesting to me, though. That's why. He he never was interesting to me. Boy, this is interesting. If this would have just been Martian Manhunter flying around doing shit, I wouldn't have been in. Now, oh, my, I, I'm so, I used to
0: get. In the, I used to laugh at my buddy Twink at the old comic book shop. Because he is a huge Martian Manhunter fan. Yeah. And he's like, what the fuck? You're going to get a Martian Manhunter bug. It's going to be canceled immediately. Yep. It's going to suck.
3: You Martian Manhunter is a terrible character. And you know what the problem is? And it's going to be canceled anyway. I'm really, I'm really worried what's going to happen when he becomes Martian Manhunter again. I like these guys. I like everything that's going on. Soon they're gonna be. he's going to be Martian Manhunter. No more
0: Mr. Biscuits, Eric. I do love Mr. Martian Biscuits. Martian I'm actually curious like to Weso, see what he's going I like to do. With... Leo. I like all of those. I'm sorry, now that we've gotten all of this, so I'm curious to see what Rob Williams would actually do with Martian Manhunter, though. Yeah,
3: well, that's what I'm saying. We're going to find out eventually, and I'm, I'm a little scared. But it might get I canceled guess, before that. The well, sales I, are terrible. I don't know. I Yeah, I really like it, though. And uh, uh, Mr. Biscuits is an Adam Sandler fan, Eric. Oh, it's going to get canceled. (laughs) Yeah, he's done. He has no taste in movies. Again, that's because he is the emotions, Eric. He goes with the laughter. Subconscious. He goes with the laughter because he's the
0: emotions. He lets his guilty pleasures out.
3: Yeah. Uh, You know what else is emotional to me, Eric? What's that? Ryan Clark's other side segment. What's that? I get emotional when I uh, the Brightest Daycare, Ryan Clark's other side segment makes me emotional. Why? You know what he's talking about this week? Back (laughs) to the future number one. Okay. And, of course, you were very big. I don't know where you're going with this. I don't know either. It's a bad segue. Uh, You were very big in
0: the uh, Back to the Future this week. Uh, I've watched Back to the Future 2, 3, and 1 probably three times each this week. You
3: know what? I watched uh, Rocky 5, 2, and 3, and 1, and 4. Why did you say 2, 3,
0: and 1? Because it was Back to the Future Day (laughs) for the second one. 2, 3, and
3: 1. Hmm.
0: That's the order in which I watched. menace.
3: I learned my CBAs in in uh, grade school. It was a good time. Actually, my BCAs. <laughs> I learned my BCAs. Now nah, I'm done. Uh, what did you think uh, watching those again ad nauseum this week?
0: I love those movies. I can uh, watch them over and over again, as I did.
3: Uh, we had talked in the 80s Strike Back, if that ever happens, Eric, that uh, little sneak peek. Back to the Future is in our list of yes. the top five uh, movies of the 80s. I love it, and so do you. Uh, back to the future two I'm not so hip on I have not seen tons of times but that was the big movie this week because of the date what
0: the October 21st 2015
3: October 21st and again that's why this book the back to the future number one uh, coincides with that being uh, coming out they played it all day what channel was it on all day Esquire Esquire Channel played all the movies all day or did they just play two no they played all it was a marathon and yeah. you at one point you were not big on part three.
0: I'm still not a huge on part three. Okay,
3: right. so it, number one's your favorite. Yes. You, number two's your second? Yep. Okay, and then number three, so it goes down the line. Uh, you watch it, though, and of course that was the thing. He came to the fee, he went to the future, and that was on Wednesday, this past Wednesday. What do you think? Have we uh, have we reached that uh, future that they showed in the movies, there?
0: Possibly the inflation.
3: Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> We're not on hoverboards or anything.
0: No, no, just no. what friggin', uh, we see on the YouTubes and what people are doing. I don't even know what company did that hoverboard I anymore. That stupid hoverboard. Lexus, possibly? Maybe. But no, I was talking to you earlier in the week. Uh, the thing that always drove me nuts watching Back to the Future 2 is that it's October 21st, 2015. hmm Why is there not a single Halloween decoration I mean, anywhere?
3: That, that is your theory. The Nobody the future, celebrates
0: Halloween they, in the future. They have
3: banned Halloween. You're not allowed because, yeah, there is no Halloween things. And boy, Halloween shit goes up early. And there is none. There's not even any
0: Christmas stuff like there would be at this point.
3: Yeah, But you say that in the future they have hoverboards but no Halloween.
0: Flying cards, hoverboards, Halloween's been abolished.
3: And uh, this book, I believe this book that Ryan's going to do is like a six-issue type thing. It's it's a limited series. That's really
4: cool.
3: And it's one of those where it's going to be like uh, untold stories from uh, Back to the Future. And what story did you say you hope goes in there?
0: Well, before the podcast tonight, I was watching Back to the Future 2 again and uh, I want to see what the future to look like in Biff's alternate timeline
2: because yeah. we
0: just I'm saying we just dealt with the like the future before that then we go back to 1985 where it's the biff timeline I want to go back to 2015 and see what it would look like
3: okay uh, they might do it
0: that's I, just me. I, I don't know.
3: That. I'll have to tell you. We'll have to see if maybe they even do it in this first issue. Like,
0: I would even have it because they are, everybody's making this comparison how like uh, Biff in that alternate timeline is pretty much Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah. And I want it where Biff became president and actually caused a nuclear war or some shit because of it. Jeez, you are dark, my friend. Dark indeed. Did you see that alternate in nineteen eighty
3: five? That's some dark shit right there. That is some dark shit. Uh but yeah, we're gonna take it over or send it over to Ryan to see what he thought of Back to the Future number one. <laughs>
2: Please take whatever precautions are necessary to
1: prevent this terrible disaster. Hello, and welcome back to the 36th installment of The Other Side. I am, as always, your host, Ryan Brightest Daycare Clerk, and here we go. I'm here to bring you Back to the Future number one from IDW by Bob Gale, John Barber, Brent Schoonover, David Witt, Kelly Fitzpatrick, Eric, Burning, Eric Burnham, Dan Schoenig, Luis Antonio Delgado, and Sean Lee. That is a long list of creators, because this is an anthology book, so we're getting multiple stories, so we have long, long creator lists on each one of those tales. Let me take you back now to a time before today, October 21st, 2015. That is the date that Marty and Doc go forward to in Back to the Future 2, Uh, Also, my 30th birthday. So in honor of that momentous occasion, uh, my birthday, not some fake date from a movie, I'm here to bring you Back to the Future number one. This book features a pair of short stories uh, that don't really seem to be trying to rework the Back to the Future cinematic stories, uh, but are building on them. I was glad to see that this book immediately didn't go back like some major comic book crossover event and just start rebooting all of the stories that we know and love about these characters. I enjoyed the first story in this book being the sort of meet-cute of Marty and Emmett uh, and how it was more like dumb luck or just a bit of chance than any sort of fate that drew these two together. Uh, I really think that this story kind of feels like something that could have been in one of the Back to the Future films, but I am glad uh, that those stories are the independent tales that they are. Uh, It allows this book to really be its own thing, and um, to an extent, really do whatever it wants. I really enjoyed the artwork in this story, titled When Marty Met Emmett, um, and I like that Needle's... Uh, makes a nice secondary character to the story as well. Uh, It was interesting to see this story sort of told as a flashback uh, by Emmett when he's back in the Wild West, Back to the Future 3 timeline. And I think that the format of using two short stories paired together in each issue will allow this book to be more of a story-driven anthology series rather than trying to push three or four stories into one standard-sized comic. Uh, the second story is one of young Doc Brown and his attempts to get himself on board with the Manhattan Project. Um, this is probably my least favorite of the two stories. Uh, that isn't to say I didn't enjoy it. Uh, just if I had to pick one over the other, I would probably pick When Marty Met Emmett. Um, This story showcases the Doc's personality well and shows that his intelligence, at least on some level, is appreciated by the greater scientific community. Um, Being that it really just focuses on Doc, we don't get a lot of the good interactions between Marty and Emmett, so that was missing from the story. But this is in a time before Marty was even alive, so we couldn't really have that unless things really got timey-wimey and wibbly-wobbly um, which probably could happen before this book is over. Um, the uh, the story seems to have really flown by, uh, only taking a few pages to accomplish the goal of storytelling, which I appreciated. Uh, I did really like the more animated style of art for the story and hope that we get to see um, some more from Doc Brown and his time uh, working on the Manhattan Project, or at least some stories, a little bit of a tale of how he came to be the outcast of the scientific community we find him being uh, when we meet him first in Back to the Future. Uh, This was a fun book uh, with stories I absolutely was not at all expecting to see. Uh, I enjoyed it all, really, from start to finish. Uh, I actually really liked and even read all the way through uh, the afterword from Bob Gale. It was nice to get a bit of insight into his creative process for the book and these stories, uh, one of which he's actually... um, co-writer, co uh, probably just plotting story points as far as uh, his contribution to the book, but it was nice to see that he actually appears as a writer um, in the book, so that was uh, a welcome change. Uh, I think that anyone who has any attachment to the Back to the Future films will find something to enjoy in this book, so I highly suggest you go out and get your hands on a copy of it before you end up like the license plate reads on that DeLorean, out of time Uh, as I said before it was my birthday on Wednesday and I was really lucky and got my hands on some pretty awesome gifts Uh, I got a uh, hand knit fourth doctor doctor who scarf and it is really literally like 10 feet long like if you watch the doctor who he steps on his scarf I'm probably gonna end up stepping on mine uh, as well as an awesome uh, Millennium Falcon Air Hogs drone. Boy, I can't wait to piss off my neighbors with that. And then on top of all that, saving the best gift for last, my wife got me the IGW Artist Edition Nick Fury Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., um, giant size book by Jim Starenko, uh, curated and designed by him with new special title pages to replace the uh, each issue's cover art. It is a gorgeous book, and, well, it's huge. I don't know where I'm going to put it. Uh, Maybe I'll just stick four legs off it and make it into a coffee table. Um, Along with that, I want to go back and read the first volume of Bitch Planet, uh, which came out in trade uh, just recently, uh, and some other books uh, pick up some new things there. My in-laws gave me a gift certificate to my uh, local comic shop, so, if you have any recommendations for something for me to read, uh, now is the time to get those recommendations in before all this money burns a hole in my pocket and I walk out with a stack of young romance back issues. Uh, as always, you can reach out to me via Twitter at BDC Comics. You can email me directly at brightestdaycare at gmail.com. Uh, You can throw a like up on any of my pages at Facebook, Google Plus, or Tumblr. Just search Brightest and Daycare, two words. As well as reading all of my written reviews over at BrightestDaycare.com. That's all for me this week, and until next week, I'll see you on the other side.
2: I guess you guys aren't ready for that yet.
3: And now, Eric, it's time for the Flash Reviews. Okay, Eric, and I'm going to start as I usually do with Injustice. Wait a minute. Injustice is over, Eric. Year four is done. I can't start with that. So I'm going (laughs) to start with Gotham Academy number 11, which this one's actually, it's a little uh, uh, start of something new. Joel actually wrote his own little write-up for the Flash Review, and I think Reggie's got to jump on the trolley there. Help us out because uh, that would help. Here it is. All of our maps are on a mission, but this time in Gotham City. The detective club split up to uncover more about the mystery of Olive's mother. While I love the banner in this issue and they got the pacing right, the story still did not seem to progress much besides learning Olive's family tree. Seeing Red Robin here was fun and the characterization felt right. I just thought it was weird and funny how he just defaults maps as being a Robin now that we are Robin is a thing. The climax ended quick and they left a cliffhanger which is back to pacing issues. Still fun though, 8 out of 10.
0: All right. And yes. next we have a book that I did not read, and I tried to put this together just by glancing over Reggie's review. <laughs> Mailing it in there. Secret Six, number seven. After getting hurt in the previous issue, Black Alice winds up in the hospital, and all the priests and priestess witches of the DCU get together to decide her fate, since her powers are destroying ancient barriers that are keeping the worst of the worst at bay. Now it's up to the Secret Six to keep their teammate alive. 7.5 out of 10.
3: All right. My next one is Bizarro, number five. There's no uh, priest witches here. Story uh,
0: continues.
3: And if you I did enjoyed, that for you. If you have enjoyed the ride so far. Oh, it's not the end of the priest witch talk. I have some later. Shut your mouth. And you probably won't be offended by this issue. Seriously. You have to know the routine by now. This issue involves gambling in Vegas, a bizarro prison escape in Area 51 and plenty of chaos and mayhem. Bizarro does find out that Jimmy has been using him to make his coffee table book and Colin and Chastity part ways. But the big cliffhanger is Bizarro leaving as well. Eric, how are Jimmy
0: and him going to get to Canada now? What I want to know is the coffee table book does it turn into a coffee table? Uh, It might.
3: I guess we have to read next month's finale to find out. While the series started out strong, it's kind of fizzled and is now limping towards the finish line. I haven't reviewed this issue, and as of yet, nobody else has that I see, but a 6 out of 10 seems fair.
0: Everybody's bailed. Yeah,
3: and the last Flash review is Batman Arkham Knight number 36. Peter Tomasi has continued making one of my favorite books, and it's all about the guest stars. This week, he outdoes himself with almost all of Batman's Rogues Gallery joining up with the Arkham Knight to take on the Dark Knight. Kite yeah. Man there? Uh, no, he is not. That's, I don't bullshit, consider him yeah. part of the Rogues Gallery. They'll have to uh, name some others. Name some big ones besides Killer Croc. He's not there.
0: No Killer Croc? <laughs> no Killer Croc. Two Face? Yep, he's not. Do there. love me some Two Face. Uh, Firefly? No, that's, he's not part of Killer that. Moth? No. Shut it's up, fucking I'm bullshit. On with it. They'll have to wait a bit,
3: though, because Bane is kicking Batman's ass and taking names. KG beasts there? No, but Bane is, and he's not really taking names there. He's actually saying names. Names like <laughs> Bruce Wayne, Tim Drake, Dick Grayson. Yep, Bane knows everything. And he look. it looks like the whole Bat family is in real trouble for here on out. Edgar Guerrera's art is outstanding. I can't say it enough. This is the best Batman book out there right now. And I haven't reviewed it, but when I do, I will probably give this one around a 9.4 out of 10. Nice. And that is the Flash Reviews, Eric.
0: Uh...
3: All right, Eric, back to the books. We're going to finish this sucker up. Ah. You know, the kids, they like to say that D's nuts. You ever hear that? D's nuts?
0: All I know is that you like to say Deez that. D's
3: nuts. Uh, my son told me that if you send that as a text, it tries to autocorrect to deep nuts. I think I like deep nuts better. I think that's funny. And I won't go into why my son is texting D's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to get back to these books, Eric, and we're going to start up with Black Canary number five. Written by Brendan Fletcher, art by Pia Guerrera, Sandy Jarrell, Lee Lowridge, and Steve Wands.
0: I like the uh, Halloween variant of this. Yeah, I do too.
3: The Black Canary Roadshow continues, and while I've been a huge fan of this book, I'm starting to want more. More story, that is. How about more rock and roll? More story. While the appearance of the White Ninja intrigues me and the idea that the record company might be up to no good is cool, (laughs) I actually want some answers. This issue involves a camp out, a not-so-glorious return home, and the promise of a battle of the bands we also get to see kind of villain mave use her newly acquired cry i spelled it so weird in this again if i'm going to again if i'm going to keep singing this book's praises Brendan fletcher better get this show on the road eric get that show on the road ah uh, yes you do not like this book do you
0: uh, it's I'm not okay. even saying this
3: issue. I'm saying the as a as a whole. You're not. A I just
0: want to see Black Canary be Black Canary and not a fucking rock star. Yeah, I don't
3: know. This
0: this whole issue. There's not much going
3: on. It's another setup issue. They're heading back home to uh, I forget. I even wrote the name of the town. They're going to their hometown, uh, Wayne Fleet.
0: Is it is it Klein?
3: Wayne Fleet. No, it's not Titan Klein. Ton? He's just sitting there. With that freaking Roy's just staring at that still thinking, What's Klein? <laughs> no, it's it's Wayne Fleet. That's their hometown. They're heading back. In the meantime, that's uh yeah, a big thing uh that's weird to me is Paloma's family. They just keep going what do you think's up with her family?
0: Oh, she's dead to them. Yeah.
3: I, she's I disappointed that I think they might be villains
0: Eric. They no, no, I just villains. think they're I terrible, terrible what, people what, and she's what? terribly ashamed of them. Yeah, or they're... or she fucked up and they just disowned her. Yeah, they might have. It's just like you. They're going to do I that. They're Mormons. I don't you're gonna do oh, that geez. rock and roll. Yeah,
3: Absolutely that might be. not. It'll end up being like a footloose thing. I, I don't As know. Baptist. Yeah. yeah. I don't really even know what to say about this issue. <laughs> not much happens. Um, the only thing
0: I got going on is that I hate anymore seeing anybody with a camping scene yeah. because of you. Oh really? Whenever I see any kind oh, of camping see, scene,
3: if you're not going to talk about the fucking marshmallows burning, are you?
0: No, I'm just gonna talk about how the fuck I don't understand how you hate s'mores. Yeah, and that's well, what that's, I think of when I think of camping. Well, look
3: at that. I told you that uh, any time you cook a, a marshmallow it burns, the ditto mm. oh burns it. Do you see? It's burnt. It's burning, it's on fire. She did it on purpose. No, it's nobody can make a marshmallow and not burn it. It's it's like I can fact. I hate s'mores. I cannot stand them. It, and they're not making s'mores. They're just making the, the goddamn marshmallows. That's fine. I don't even like that. I'm looking at it now.
0: Her marshmallow is perfectly cooked. No, it isn't. It's it's
3: burning. It's on fire. It's, no, it's all bright. It's black. It's got black parts. That's burnt. It's done.
0: She puts it right in her mouth like I I hate
3: s'mores, Eric. I cannot stand them. (laughs) I also hate this scene with the the campground. It
0: makes no sense. Why even have it? Why? I'm actually surprised nobody's just sitting around playing guitar the whole time. No,
3: the only reason they have it, uh, really, is that there has to be a way that this white ninja comes and gets (laughs) some blood from uh, Dinah. That's it. And she can't only, do that if they went can't to a do hotel in the room? hotel. She's not just going to walk <laughs> into the hotel. She cuts the, the thing, the tent, and then gets some of her blood and runs off. It just it's nonsense. In the meantime, I said to you, um, Kurt. They had Kurt, which I really enjoyed. Kurt being part of the book. Yeah, I actually did. I thought that it was really neat it ties, into it, seven, ties the in the team of seven, birds seven prey. and birds of prey uh, really well because he didn't have his memory. It kind of ended the way it did. Uh, he has nothing to do here, nothing at all.
0: Hey, he could try to make jokes. He, well, hey, I've walked the perimeter. All I found is this crazy character over yeah. here. Ah, huh?
3: right. huh, guys. <laughs> hey, what? Ah. Hey, you talking here? Hey, fucking bitches. Uh, <laughs> it's a weird deal. I'm paging through this. Do you have the book Getting open? Get the hell out
0: of here. Yeah, you, I'm looking at it.
3: Uh, when the white ninja comes, uh, there's a guy on a in a sitting there. Is that supposed to be who is that? I guess it's Kurt. Do you see what I'm talking about? The ninja comes. He's sitting there. Kind of looks like I don't even know who it looks like. I he think has that's a hat Kurt. On. Yeah, that's Kurt. It's he looks like a hobo disgusting. well, sat, look at him. Hey, look
0: a campfire.
3: Look at him. The page before. Uh huh. Well, where's this long hair on the side? You know what I mean? This. <laughs> uh, well, what's happening? <laughs> all of a I think he, it's just he a looks hobo like that's all It looks like Pee Wee Herman a bit with uh, or a. It's just an odd deal. But yeah, I, I'm again. I'm trying to find something to talk about here. You have the White Ninja that you were hoping, or I was hoping, was kind of tying into uh, the Sarah Lance somehow, that it would mean something. You want White
0: Canary? Yeah, yeah.
3: That's what I thought it was going to be. I thought they were just trying to tie some things in from the TV show. Um, I don't think that's going to happen. But then they get back to their hometown, and they're going to have a signing. It's a uh, Black Canary in-store record signing. So the people are showing up. I actually like Ditto. She's all decked out in her uh, rock star look. Uh, people are coming. And then out of nowhere, what happens, Eric?
0: Uh, I hate this fucking book just because See, there are now no I rec- told
3: you. I told you. You hate
0: it. Now, I do now because I, I was okay with everything we got before this. And I'm like, all right, they're at the record uh, signing. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, an amp flies through the window of the store. Yep. And Black Canary goes out and sees all these bands that she's wronged on her fucking way to yep. fame.
4: Yep, yeah. It's all and bands. all
0: I cared about is who's paying for that fucking window. Why are there no ramifications for normal people in this goddamn world?
3: And also, I'm telling you, I was in a band Eric, I rocked the house. That's right here. Uh, there was never a time where I would have had a legitimate amp and thrown it through a window. It costs cost not. money, and they're almost making it seem like these bands have no money anymore because Canary has screwed them, but yet they're throwing an amp through the window. Why can't they use the front door? Really, why can't somebody go, hey, man, there's a crowd outside. They want to see you. Or it's even the one lady yells out, we're calling you out, Canary. Why, why couldn't they do that without throwing the amp through?
0: A lot oh of yeah, Bertie, come to mama. It's, come get what you deserve. It's so
3: stupid. And God. they go out, and then there's all these bands in here. Here's the names: there. the Banco Jim. <laughs> they were dropped by their label after a show with uh, Black Canary. The Order of the Crimson Crystal Colt. <laughs> what a name! They claim that they stole something that belongs to them. Uh, you know what that's going to be? That ditto. will be ditto. Yeah. And uh, my band Duchess just wants to show Black Canary how it's done. Bullshit! By, by throwing
0: an amp oh, through a crap. poor store now, owner's window. That's how
3: it's done. You know what? That poor store owner's probably crying right now. He's like, not only is the amp through, everybody's leaving now.
0: Yeah, just, his whole day is over. He thought, okay, I've been doing pretty bad, but this this band is coming back to their hometown. We're gonna make a lot of revenue today. So it's good. gonna a make up of, for the yeah. rest of the year.
3: I'm telling you, it's almost like, uh, you know, a comic book shop. They'd have a guy show up to to sign some books, and then in yeah. the middle, uh, you know, Charles Soul throws an amp through the window. <laughs>
0: Get out here, Scott Snyder.
3: Stan Lee
0: comes up and throws it an amp throw. Yeah. Fuck you guys. Come on here. Actually, it's Marvel it's, it's time. It's Charles Excelsior. Sol,
3: Charles Soul's pissed because of what Tomasi's done to Superman Wonder Woman. He's calling her out. Now we're going to fight it out, buddy. Right, it's, it's just not.
0: James it. Robinson shows up to Daniel H. Wilson signing <laughs> to <tell, like> <laughs> article about Earth better. too.
3: That is good. Or uh, freaking Anno Senti shows up to call out Genevieve Valentine. What? How dare you make this book good? Catwoman's supposed to stink. Where's and the then, underground?
0: And then all the fans run out there and beat the shit out of Anne Centi. Yes, and then it's all, over. <laughs> it's all over.
3: Yeah, but then they're, they're going to have this Battle of the Bands. Again. Ramifications, Jim. Again, yes, again, Battle of the Bands, I'm, I'm fine with it. That actually seems like fun. I don't know what the, again, ramifications. What are the ramifications of this uh, Battle of the Bands? What happens if, in fact, Order of the Crimson Crystal Colt Rocks out their death metal, Eric, and they win. They win oh. the Battle of the Bands. What happens?
0: I'm saying, what if at the end of this goddamn thing, Bogus Journey happens, Bill and Ted come out with death and station, and the two and the girls. And they freaking rocked out. So they bring world peace to everybody through their they awesome, might awesome a, music. Hey, they
3: could. But in this, nothing's going to happen. You lose the Battle <laughs> of the Bands. And again, what? A, also, blackner nah, fuck it, we don't want to do it.
0: Okay, what,
3: what happens? Nothing happens. And it's the just going to end up in a big fight.
0: The whole thing hinges on Heathcliff putting them in the situation because he they owe this freaking uh, promoter yeah. venue yeah. A favor. Yeah, like we got to do it. We, we owed them, them a last favor. time, and just, we got to do this. And like, this is nonsense. What, what about the evil record company we were talking about earlier that put you guys together for some perilous thing? Yeah,
3: yeah. Why, why isn't he involved with that? Which we didn't even mention. That is another of the big things I kind of mentioned in my intro. That they finally have gotten together and said, you know what? What's weird? Well, why? Why are we a band? <laughs> you know, and they're like, yeah, you know what? That is kind of funny. They just came one day, said, hey, here's Ditto. She's your new guitarist. Deal with
0: it. Boom. Then all and of a sudden, and I was playing hey, with my band Ashes on Sunday, and they came oh, and offered me. Oh, a oh deal Ashes and I on them Sunday.
3: I, I'm surprised they didn't show up for the battle. Actually, I would have liked them to show up for the battle of bands and say, and you stole our lead singer.
0: Yeah. Boom. It's not about Black Canary now. Now it's about the rest of the band. Now
3: it's all the rest of the band. And then there's this uh, surprise, Erica. Surprise last entry into this battle of the bands. And who is it, Eric? It's
0: Bo Maeve or Bo M.
3: Bo M showed up. Which is the
0: worst name. I just Uh, kept thinking BM. BM.
3: (laughs) She is a BM. But yeah, she's there. And they're all like, uh, you know, she has some moves, Eric. She has moves. And I said to you, I read way back that uh, Mick Jagger, if you watched early Rolling Stones footage, uh, Mick just stood there. Didn't do anything, just stood there, kind of actually sometimes just had his hands behind his back. And then they went on tour with Tina Turner, Eric, and he learned those moves. And that's almost <laughs> what it is. All of a sudden, there's freaking Black Canary, Dinos there. Man, the way she moves, this This is is what I've been missing. You know what? We only have two more shows left, but, man, I think I'm going to start using these moves. I'm (laughs) a a martial artist, too. I don't know why I just stood there on the stage and beat, beat everybody up. Maybe it was because we were attacked by aliens at every goddamn show. But, yeah, they're like, ah, don't worry about her. She always had the moves, Eric, but she didn't have the voice. Next thing, canary cry. Boom. BM cry, I blows like to call the
0: white out, blows everyone
3: off the the deal. But
0: you I know, wouldn't like that at a show.
3: No, That's I wouldn't either. This is the problem. This is what happened with Black Canary. This is yeah. why there is this battle of bands. Eric, they owe everybody. They go ac- across the country, just chaos, just wreck- wrecking every fucking venue there is. Uh, but you know who is the star of this issue? Who? The star of the issue is anti anti gravity.
0: Anti gravity. The, the
3: corn cob smoking pipe smoking drummer, Eric, of uh, Boam.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, I I'm telling you, I can't deal with that name because I said, like I said, I think of B M every time I say it. I think and, of B M all the time. And I have this weird association with that. It takes me back to when I was a small child and I was at my grandmother's house for the weekend. Yeah, she had a corn cob pipe. No, I I took a shit. Oh. And I clogged up the toilet really and my grandmother's there and she's like she's trying to figure out what's going on cuz the fucking the toilet's like overflowing and shit yeah yeah it's like did you take a bm <laughs> and i had never heard that term before in my life at that point you i'm thought like there was what like some sort of soap or something she's like i don't i had no idea no she's like D- did you take a bm what? What, mama? What? A BM. I don't know. Did you take a shit, Eric Lee? Oh, okay. <laughs> God. You're like, yes, I did. Yes. I did. Yes. I left one. And I didn't I'm take it. You, um, this memory is haunting me as I'm reading this
3: fucking book. And, and does anti gravity remind you of your grandma at all? No, absolutely not. Oh, damn it. How about Bohem? That'd be a hot grandma. That'd be a really hot grandmother. Yeah. Uh, what else is there to say? She, she rocks the house, she the house. I told my shit story. Thinks, <laughs> I know. You have, you're one up on me on shit stories. I'm going to have to pull one out of my ass, as they say. Or, you get that? Mm-hmm. I got it. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, yeah. I like the art of this issue. Um, I just, I need something more. I really enjoyed this uh, book, but yeah, it's starting to do nothing for me. And I don't know what happens when they end this goddamn one-year tour. I don't know. Maybe we we'll get back to
0: Black kicking ass. it weird,
3: though. You, and also, this is issue five, right? Right. Why to me does it seem like this is issue 12? I know. It has gone on forever. It really seems that way. And I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a fan, <laughs> Eric. Who is paying for that window? Who is paying for that record shop <laughs> guy? Poor guy. Oh, my God. Ah uh, yes uh i haven't reviewed this yet but when i do i cannot see myself giving it any more than a 5.5 out of 10 uh mainly because it is a lot of setup i'm hoping this battle of bands is a lot of fun i have a feeling that not many songs will be played and there's <laughs> going to be an all-out brawl eric and my bet is on anti-gravity because she's got that corn pipe and anybody who smokes a corn pipe. rock and roll eric to you is bro, bro, a rock badass. and
0: roll to everyone uh yes what would you give it I, you know what it's funny because you like this book more than i do and i was thinking of 5.8 yeah
3: really yeah um i think that because i like this book so much this is why i'm starting to get very irritated with it uh, yeah yeah but we're gonna move on to a book that you gave me eric and i don't even know I, I, reading this again i i don't even know how to explain this <laughs> <laughs> teen titans number 12 written by scott liddell and Will Pfeiffer. Scott, Scott Liddell? Or? Scotty Liddell. Scotty Liddell. I thought he was off this book. I thought that Will Pfeiffer took over. Am I wrong? No, no you're not wrong, okay. Jim. Art <laughs> by Ian Churchill, Norm Rapman, and Tony Avina. Well, Will Pfeiffer's run on Teen Titans has not been good. No, it being, has not. I am being nice. I never expected this issue. Scotty Liddell has returned to help out, and he's bringing a friend. Harvest. <laughs> Yep. He's
0: bringing all his continuity yeah. back yep. out He's of nowhere. He's alive and
3: well and somehow has put Wonder Girl, Kid Flash, Superboy, and Red Robin in some sort of dreamscape where they have no powers but plenty of feelings, Eric. They spend Can I the borrow issue, a feeling? They sit, oh, you could borrow about 20 here. <laughs> they spend the issue talking about their hopes, dreams, loves, and hates. And in the end, Superboy accepts his fate, flies off to actually join Harvest Looks, who may be his dad now. No, it's fucking nonsense. Sure. There is a bit of ret. Conning here ah that's what you did there with a k <laughs> yes there is a k and if this ends up writing the teen titan ship eric i'll be happy as of right now this is an odd issue that i oddly didn't hate
0: yeah it's, uh, it's very so weird because weird, this issue. it fucks everything up that we've seen like what issue As uh, 12 everything yeah. we've been dealing with for 11 issues all of a sudden put on hold for this weird ass shit and i didn't hate it either no i did not hate it
3: it is a bit of retconning Oh, God. <laughs> I love the art.
0: It was fun the first time. Love
3: the... <laughs> uh, I love the art, especially because this issue is a little retconning. I hate Conning. So much. Uh, Yeah, Ian Churchill's art, I think, is really good.
0: Oh, I yeah, said I think right it fits away. this book really yeah, well. Yeah, I said
3: to you right away, holy crap, I really like this art. Now, you've now seen the cover. You don't like the cover? No, I like the cover. Okay, these, these were the covers that uh, this Rickon did, and I yeah. s- I sent you the pictures of them when they kind of announced them and showed them, and you told me you didn't like them. So now you do. I don't recall that. Yeah, yeah. you And there's another one. I think it was last month with uh, Power Girl, the new Power Girl, and you're like, I don't like her hair. I don't that. like her hair. And, I, and I'm wrong. It was not last month, there because there was no issue last month. This is the other odd thing about this. We waited, I don't
0: remember not talking about an that, issue last and month. And we've
3: waited two months for an issue, and then you get this weird one that I think that shit was put on hold.
0: Do you remember what happened last issue?
3: Yeah, I they went. Remember, for a couple issues, it seemed that uh, the elite went, like, give me Superboy back, ah, yeah. and then they finally got him in the prison. He's, I want my life back, and that's where you end up here. Because I don't think I read last issue. Yeah, it was well, it was months ago. Um, I think we talked about it. I don't think it would have been a flash review, but I, I can't be sure. Uh, but it was so long ago. And you know, I told you there is a Green Lantern variant. Yeah, and it's just goofy
0: to see. That's just a telltale. It's but we so didn't get one goofy, last week. But
3: yeah, this issue is a lot of um, explanation of uh, flashback, kind of uh, I, you know kind what, of I getting everybody up to speed, changing things around a little.
0: If they want to get me up to speed, they could tell me why the fuck Kid Flash is back and what the hell happened yeah, to souls. Yeah, no,
3: again, I think that what you have to go with this is they're telling you what they want you to know from here on out. Whatever is happening here— What about what I want to know? Well, you, you don't get anything, and plus you gave me the book, so you don't even deserve it, Eric. You don't deserve <laughs> shit. But yeah, I think that what this is is a—it's a, a soft reboot. They're going to tell you what you need to know, what they say now is true, and we're going to go from here. And that is going to involve Harvest being alive— uh, and him being Khan's dad—it's fucking nonsense. It doesn't make sense. You can go on with that because that's more your territory of well, uh, what that means. To and out, doesn't mean
0: because Superboy. Since Superboy has started, his origin has changed. I think like three or four times. They've and struggled
3: I'm, with him. They really have struggled with what they want you to or what they want to have as Superboy.
0: Well, the last—the last thing I remember being the actual origin. What we figured out going on with Superboy is that he was a clone created with the uh, DNA of Superman, Lois Lane, and John Lane Kent. Yeah. He was put together so Harvest could find a way to cure um, John Lane John Kent's Lane. genetic disorder. Yes. Yep. Um, because he was dying because of the Kryptonian human shit that, like, messing with his genetics. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter. Khan was supposed to, like, be a way to look at, like, look at this body, figure out what's wrong so we can fix John Lane Kent. So we can get, like, he, everybody's like, he was built to be a weapon. I'm like... He was not built to be a weapon he was built to be a goddamn like a healing thing you know a fucking yeah. cadaver to a degree yep and here it says he that was an organ donor almost pretty to a degree he yeah. was an organ donor he was a science project to see just how to fucking work this shit out but here it says that khan was created to be the son of fucking harvest like they like completely I said, they I, completely yeah. got rid of john lane kent's whole story yep. for i this. really
3: think that what they're doing is from here on out What they say in this issue and what they give you, I'm sure, the next couple issues, because it's, what, up until January, Scott Liddell is still on with Will Pfeiffer. Yes. Scott Liddell is either here to, okay, this is what we're going to do from now on. I'm going to give you a blueprint. You're going to go from here, Will. Shut your mouth and listen to me. Or, because I don't know why, if they were going to have Scott Liddell fully back. I don't think Will Pfeiffer would be on this book anymore. There'd be no reason to have him double up with this because most Unless of what, he's contract. Yeah. But most, of, I, they pay people that freaking, uh, what's her name was doing that. The mystic you, they, right. they paid her, didn't have one issue released. They don't care about that. Uh, I think that it's that he's here to kind of, Hey, this book's a mess. Let's let's get the we're going to start something new and then maybe even a weird thing where now Will Pfeiffer can go from this after these couple issues. And if there's any freaking flack, he can blame Scott Liddell. Hey, it wasn't me.
0: No, there's going to be a lot of flack because well, there um, already
3: is just on our site. People are going nuts.
0: For, I'm saying, though, it's almost as if I'm telling you, we had uh, I can't remember who did the last fucking bit of Superboy. I'm saying it was probably Aaron Cooter, but oh, I, can't, yeah. I don't even know for certain anymore. But we got this this Superboy continuity established. This is what we're going to go with. Even though we've been fucking it around for a while now, this is what the story is. And now it seems that Scott Liddell is back on the Teen Titans, what he was on before, Mm -hmm. back when it came out, first came out. And he started establishing this continuity. And he's gonna say fuck everybody else and what they did. This is the continuity that I started. This is what I'm going with. Doesn't matter. This is what I want.
3: And, uh, obviously, it's not just him showing up and, and freaking taking over the book. He's not commandeering things. They have him on there.
0: They. But want this is him his initial this. continuity, know, though, where it, he, he established Superboy oh, as yeah. a weapon. No, uh,
3: just is there any character right now in, in the DC universe that is more fucked up than Superboy?
0: No, I, he's a opinion. mess.
3: And I guess, I don't know. I'm to the point where I don't know. I don't know how you can change. It's such a mess. They do this and you're just supposed to believe them and go on. I don't know. And there's another thing
0: on the site, somebody's been commenting, uh, talking about how an earlier Teen Titan continuity somehow was established that Tim Drake. Somehow becomes Harvest in the future. Yeah, that seems. I don't a, remember yeah. any of this. He, I think he pointed out Teen Titans number twelve, and I wanted to read that book before we got started on this podcast. Mm-hmm. And I never did. Um, well, and but it, I'm saying we've already we've established at this point though that Tim Drake five years from now will go on to be fucking Batman Beyond.
3: Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know everything's a
0: mess. Uh, and what I know of Harvest, he comes from the 31st century. There's a war between metas and humans going on. His son was killed, and he freaking went to take John Lane Kent to turn him into a weapon to kill. The metas make this war never happen. yeah um, That's what I know. This yeah. is what I know to be well, now true. What and you this know is fucking are, everything else. That
3: he killed all the Durlin, the Durlins. He explains there, like, hey, they, they took uh, control of my mind. I was just the weapon. I killed them. Then uh, Bart's like, oh, it's okay. You know what? I'm bad, too.
4: Yeah, why and, are you
3: back? I know, but yeah, again, I should, you know, if you're bad, I'm bad, and then Cassie has to, you two, shut up. That that was the funniest part of the issue.
0: Uh, for me. Well, they, the, t- they haven't shown her in her silent armor, yeah. like the full get up for so long now. I think that's one of to remind people, hey, she can do this. Well,
3: like I I, I actually have to laugh, because three pages before, she's like, yeah, we don't have any uh, powers. I can't even summon my s- silent armor. <laughs> Three
0: you know what later, you're right i like, forgot all about that here's my silent
3: armor <laughs> oh yeah so you get the silent armor, and then you all and I, i'm guessing in my mind because now they do that they're talking about how awful they are they're telling yeah. each other hey you think you're bad
0: look i'm at a me. piece of shit
3: too i'm a piece of crap too and i'm t- telling you if you had this you'd see tim in the corner and be like do, do, do. Okay, I, whew, I got out of that. I got out of that one. All right. And then they start talking about their good times. And there's stupid. But I liked it when I took your shirt. That,
0: that's really? the best time you oh, ever guy. had there,
3: Bart. Yeah, really? Really? you freaking your girlfriends in a goddamn <laughs> which But she isn't anymore, right? No.
0: Not, uh, as far as I know, she is still in and the 21st century would, on this prison planet dying. You would dying. think that
3: if she was still around, something about this memory would involve her in a better time. And yeah. uh, it's not. And then there's like, Cassie's like, I like when we were beating like the shit out of each solstice. other. Like when he saved Solstice. I like when we were beating the crap out of each other in Times Square. Yeah, so they're going on and then all of a sudden they realize what Tim, what piece of shit he is. And I I don't really think he's that much of a piece of shit. No,
0: he just vetted these motherfuckers before he brought them together. Yeah,
3: he, he even explained. He was responsible. And you know what? If anybody's going to do that, it's a guy who was trained by Batman. Yeah. That's a Batman thing. So even if they said, boy, man, you really, you know, the apple didn't fall far from the tree there, buddy. Thank That's you. Fine. They're all mad. Yeah, really. They're all mad. And actually, if they're going to say something, say, boy, you picked the wrong fucking team because look what happened. Happen. we're a Seriously. wreck but uh, yeah they're mad at him. and then there's harvest comes out and you get again
0: this they're, they're is, lucky that he hasn't have a contingency plan like batman does for yeah, the justice wing they
3: don't be dead uh the thing about this that really up until this point i was like okay this is odd now again i didn't have much of a history with harvest you right. told me right away it's bullshit i hate
0: but harvest. when all
3: of a sudden they give so you, happy when he they died give, before yeah, and they give you this full tim drake's giving you this full rundown of who harvest is and i'm like yeah this is a reboot that that, yeah. that just put it right down that okay then you go and again i'm i'm telling you some of these things i'm like yeah and you know harvest is kind of dead you bullshit
0: i <laughs> got like, yep, so angry now
3: we're yelling re- at work and we got more reboot uh, that's what it is and then all of this happens so you had all this where they're Uh, our bad times, our happy times, why we're pieces of crap, why we're this. And then just it all leads to just Khan going, okay, you know what, I'm not really a Teen Titan. I'm going to go to where I'm supposed to be. And just goes off, and it almost makes the issue like, why did all this happen? You know what I mean? It's just so odd. But my favorite, though, is he says goodbye to everybody. And I don't know what Tim thinks stops people from leaving. <laughs> but in his mind, he thinks that slicing his chest and then hitting them, <laughs> that's a way to convince somebody to stop.
0: Isn't that how you stop your wife from leaving? Yeah,
3: cut her chest and then punch her. And, punch her. I, and then they, they're there. And I said, I, so I that's actually That's what Jess thinks him. will stop me from leaving. And the last thing, Khan's like, hey, thank you. He's saying to Red Robin, thank you for everything you've done. And everything you couldn't do. And that sounded kind of sexy to me. I don't oh, know what he was talking about.
0: I'm a, This actually really upsets me because I really like Superboy. He's one of my favorite superheroes. Mm-hmm. And here they just say he's a robot pretty much. Because he, even when he's saying goodbye to Cassie, he's like, and Cassie, yeah, I thought I was in love with you. I really did. Yep. But it wasn't love. I can't feel yep. love. Just like a gun or a tank can't feel love. He's but a, if I could, I'd feel it for someone like you. He's a psychopath. My,
3: are you insane? That's what what I, happened? He's what a, happened he to is you, a, Superboy? He's
0: a serial killer. <laughs> if you were this fucking gun, this weapon, the Oracle of fucking space or whatever thing wouldn't have you as his herald well, protecting also, yeah. the goddamn space and, and, and time. Also
3: even, and then earlier he wouldn't have to explain, listen, the Dirlings took control of my mind and then I was the weapon. No, the way you're saying to Kazzy, you're always the weapon. You're yeah. always just, like you said, a robot uh, who will You haven't kill. been the
0: weapon for so long, you piece of shit.
3: Then he goes off, he flies off
0: and then god her, this issue makes me yeah, so angry it's,
3: it's actually getting me more angry <laughs> but then and i have, love
0: scotty o'dell why would yeah. he just go back and say fuck I, all I, you I, people that liked what was going on because this is what i want to happen yeah uh,
3: un, uh that's why maybe you can we can talk all we want maybe that's why i don't mind it too much because i didn't like anything that was happening all, i didn't like anything of will pfeiffer's run i really didn't it was going nowhere it was going in circles or they I'm just saying, kept they, showing up places and demanding they're gonna fight and not fight uh, it
0: well just, they rebranded the well, they didn't rebrand it. They renumbered the Teen Titans. at number one, Will Pfeiffer took over. And yep. We had the whole setup with uh, Manchester Black versus the Titans, and then versus the Elite, and all of this nonsense. I hated that run a lot. Well, yeah. this, the continuing of this run here. Yeah. But that's why I gave the book to you because yeah. I couldn't deal with it anymore. And then,
3: since I've I've looked, I even looked at my scores. I've I've rated it awfully because nothing has happened really.
0: And the thing is, before that, the old Teen Titans series, it was a mess as well. But at least we were doing something. It was a continuous run where we knew what was going on to a degree. I'm saying they went to the future during uh, Forever Evil. Yep. It was a mess. We got Kid Flash staying in the future because he's a goddamn criminal. Yep. And everybody comes back. John Lane Kent became the fucking Superboy. It was a weird-ass turn, but I enjoyed it enough. It was still a hot fucking mess. I enjoyed it enough. But then we're getting into fucking Will Pfeiffer's run where they were just became pseudo-famous celebrities, and that's all they cared about. To go yeah, jump yeah, back, I remember that, to, yeah. To jump back to this out of nowhere. It's just a fucking smack in the face, though.
3: And uh, what makes me laugh, too, just about this whole issue is the fact that they got teleported here, but it's only these four characters as yeah. well. Y- you want to know, like, hey, you even said, hey, Bunker there? No. No,
0: no. Where, where's Beast Raven? Boy?
3: Where, where's everybody? Yeah. And... Uh, it's, it's just weird. So they're doing it. now. I, actually, the way it ends, I don't mind. Not the last panel, which I think is nonsense, the cliffhanger. Yeah. Uh, It's that Harvest basically calls out to Tim Drake. Hey, you know what? You keep making your Teen Titans because, you know what? You're just making a team for me because they're all going to join me. And he's, no, no, we're a team. No, you're not. No, I actually that's like impossible. That. Yeah, yeah. I like that, though. I like that he's calling out. And that's the only thing that seems to maybe allude to him being Harvest and maybe a deg. you know what I mean because in the end they're, they'll say like man you were the one who gathered all the team for the I don't know, I, I don't
0: know. Like, I, again like people like are claiming call- things and like we're called out on the fucking list of mail we gotta do some research I, well I gotta do some research on this just because I don't remember yeah yeah and I'm saying I looked on- online I did the fucking little like uh, normal little uh, quick search on shit I don't see this reference anywhere that Tim yeah. Drake comes out. No, Harvest. I'll
3: give you an out. It really doesn't matter. It no. doesn't matter in this
0: issue. It's just something to talk about. Uh, the deal But it got because, me curious because this yeah. guy seemed really adamant. This is what's going down.
3: Well, and at the end, there's Harvest, and he's there. You know, I'll leave you. You don't fear me. You fear each other. That's why you're a team. Boom, boom, boom. Off you go. But it's such this is a very, very odd issue to happen, especially after a month uh, hiatus uh, where they, you know, they had a delay. This happens, and I think just everybody was just, holy crap, what the, what the hell's going on? And yeah, there must be people who like Will Pfeiffer's run. There's people calling bullshit about this. Um, I did not like his run, so yeah. I don't mind. And again, I'm not going to... You're more of a guy who really, with continuity and, and stuff, if this is what they're going to tell us is, is what's going on now, I'll go with it. As long as from here on out the stories are good, I don't know. I guess they're going to go back... Kind of meet up with the other ti- Teen Titans. They still have the elite Manchester Black. I hope that somehow he's dead. They show up, he's gone. Uh, you have Never the other trust t- a scientist because, when he doesn't yeah, wear a shirt. Yeah, and has a big tattoo of the Union Jack on his. Freaking <laughs> stupid. Uh, but yeah, I, I didn't like any of that. So I hope this can do. It. I think that these four issues, Eric, are going to be a complete mess. And then maybe that'll lead to somebody else taking over. At this February. point, all I'm
0: waiting for is Doom to become part of the team. Yeah, yeah, and that's a Scotty Liddell
3: character. by
0: February, I think Scotty Liddell's going to be the only writer on this yeah,
3: book. Yeah, well, I, either that or he's setting it up for somebody else. But yeah, I think he's back, especially with Doom canceled. Uh, yeah, I think that's how he's going to. You know, they always want to keep him in the fold for some reason. Because again, I always said to you, he is a uh, he's an idea, idea man, man. <laughs> and yeah. sometimes they get a little wacky. But, yeah, let's go on. Did I say? I didn't say. I gave it it a 6.9. I love the art. And, again, I'm telling you, I'm just going to give it a chance uh, because this might be a mess of an issue that has a lot of problems. I liked it better than most of the Will Pfeiffer ones I've reviewed.
0: I like the art a lot in this book. I I hope this is what the art style continues to look like from here on out. Yeah. I like the fact that we got the four main Titans like uh, people back together. I like having them the focal point of this book. Yeah. I don't like this book at all. I, I don't I fucking like I it. It's, I'm going to have to give it a 4.5. I'm,
3: I'm telling you, I'm the only one who likes it. This is another one. I'm like on a out on a limb. And the weird thing <laughs> about these things this week is, like I said with Superman Wonder Woman earlier, I'm like, oh, I'm the only one who likes it on the planet. It's not like I'm giving these 10s. No. You know, this is a 6.9, and people are telling me I'm fucking full of shit because of a 6.9.
0: Yeah, people are mad about things, man. People if you don't can, agree with them completely, people you have handle. to agree with everyone.
3: I know. Well... Let's go on, because I think we're going to agree with the next book.
0: Okay. Green Lantern, Lost Army No. 5, written by Colin Bum with art, art by Jesus Saez and Dave Sharp. That's it, man. Jesus does everything except for lettering this. Jesus kicks ass. As we keep seeing, John Stewart has seen some shit in his past, and hopefully the past experience that we keep seeing will help him escape a light pirate prison. Well, that experience and a little squirrel named Badge, man. Mm-hmm. That's right. Badge saves the day by finding some rings that will begin the full-out assault on the, and the escape of the prisoners. After you escape, though, they have to immediately go help Mogo, who's being attacked by a Pyramid Power Batteries. God damn it, that didn't sound right, say. <laughs> no. I don't know if it's because of the, the book's ending, but I like this one a little bit better.
3: Uh, this is my favorite Lost Army issue. It's and, crazy. And not a lot happens. I even said, no. No, I don't have a lot of notes on this. I didn't have, but yet I was reading it. I was engaged. I was having some fun finally. And at least something was happening. though. I don't understand some of it with all the rings and, and the colors and all that, but I liked it. Um, yeah, I like. I, Nothing continues to happen here, no, but for some reason I didn't mind it as much. No,
0: I did It's just more battles, marine flashbacks, and flying through yeah, space. I'll
3: tell you, I hate the marine flashbacks. I have so enough of those. Uh, yeah, you know, every, what do we have to see? Everything that John... Uh, does has to tie into that? I don't think we need that. We already know we have. We've seen him, like we said, way and in- since we've done this book, we've seen him snap people's necks already when he had to do what he had to do. Yeah. Uh, all this, and yet we have to see these flashbacks. They do nothing for me. I know he's a good leader. I know I like that he's I- seen some shit, air
0: I like to imagine though. It's like every like every book we've had, every issue we've had of this. He- yeah. We have the Marine flashback and some shit in Afghanistan or wherever. And I like to imagine that he's actually saying oh, all this yeah. to everybody. So everybody's just all pissed off at John Stewart because every time they're doing something, he just stops. Yeah, guys, <laughs> I've seen some shit around I've seen, here. I've seen some shit. I actually would like it God if damn actually it, John, he, we know. he
3: falls over and he, he's actually having some crazy canatonic. Ah, <laughs> ah, the caves. And they start yelling. God damn! There he goes again.
0: It's a it's a prison break though. Everybody gets a, like a like. A, op- the doors open to everybody's yeah. cells. So they come out. They start fighting the light pirates. Yeah. And then some of them have to break off to go find some more rings, which some of them have been uh, destroyed because the light pirates tried to reverse engineer yeah,
3: them. That makes sense to me too. I, I like it's that. Cool. Yeah, I like that.
0: So Salak has to figure out how to use the other shit that's there, how to fucking yeah. recharge some rings, how to get the other, because we got staves in this universe, Jim.
3: Yes, staves. We have staves. I know you like that uh, that term, staves. I, I hate
0: it, but you the most love it here, though. The most enjoyable part of this book is seeing Killog rocking a stave. Yeah, he was awesome.
3: Uh, I I like the fighting. I I like it, but it's just a weird. Like I said, I. I I like Guy. Guy was great, too.
0: That's the best part, because not everybody can get a ring in this Mm, book. Yep. But stay off, Steve. But Guy Gardner is able to get both a green and a red ring here. Yeah,
3: I know. They have limited, and he's just—and, in fact, they're saying, like, hey, you got to watch out. They don't have much energy. He's just going to town. But yeah. I like his thing. In fact, I'm right here. What gets me with him before he has the rings even. I don't even know why do they they grab a red and a green and just throw it to him. Because at the one point, he's still, he's on that platform. Yeah, he doesn't and have shit. I love the way that Cullen Bunn wrote him is that he is in such glee that they get to fight again. Because he yells Psychopath. to Sal And he's like, hey Sal, go buddy. How's it hanging? To the left, to the right, four different directions. Hey, either way, you updating that data profile. I loved it it's so good, and it's so much him that he's like, oh, this is awesome. I don't even care if I die. At least I get to fight now. And they're going again. You get this, you know, interaction with the, the different lanterns, and they're fighting. And then, you know, what's his name? Uh, Druck seems to die.
0: Yeah, Druck. Poor Druck. Yeah, I like Druck.
3: I actually, thing, as I was too, reading, be- I'm like,
0: man, Druck's kicking ass. I really like Druck. Um, it's weird because I love Green Lanterns, but I'm yeah. saying there's so many of them. It's yeah, hard for is. me to keep them all yeah. track in my head. And I, I just know Druck. I can never remember his name off the top of my yeah, head yeah, and yeah. we're talking about but him. He's a badass. He's, he's a badass. Yeah. I really dis- dis- dislike seeing him die here.
3: Yeah, be- I like Druck because he was the one, if I'm not mistaken, when they didn't even have the rings. He's like, I don't Fuck care. That. I'm going to kick ass. Uh, he, he might
0: was, as well have been in the freaking cell with Kilowog yeah. and Guy just yeah, beating the shit yeah. out of everybody. I
3: really liked him, but yeah, it looks like he's done. Uh, like you said, Kilowog has his stave, uh, and they have him all. on. I, I still do. I'm, I'm giving Cullen Bond and everybody on this book uh, little props because I still... I'm glad that they do give us the placards of the different lanterns.
0: Yeah, I do like uh, because that. Because
3: I, I get confused as well. And uh, I, I don't mean, think they anybody tell gives
0: you... a shit about 2-6. Yeah, I know.
3: Uh, but, yeah, and then they go. You no, know, she talks
0: in binary when she doesn't have a ring, Jim. Oh, really, in binary. Yes. Well,
3: and, again, you know what was awesome? When they come back with the rings and Badge can talk to them now. Now there's the translation and he's talking. And
0: it's all good. I like Badge. Well, I'm saying we're setting this whole thing up where Badge – it's small enough he can crawl through the airways. John has put him on the mission to go find the rings. Yeah. Do it like we got to get out of here. There, and we have this whole kind of like uh, finding the rings montage, which is just John. i seen some shit, everybody. <laughs> yeah, here he goes again. Let me tell you a story while Batch goes, finds a ring. So I was in Afghanistan deep in a hole and I got my way out. And you know what I realized? I had to go back in because no man is left behind. Yep, That's man. the kind of leader I am. That he is a leader. He and I'm telling you, leader. I had this crazy idea after reading this because we keep having these fucking flashbacks to him in Afghanistan, which do nothing for me. The edge edge of oblivion starts right. Mm-hmm. We get out of here. Um, the the old universe is destroyed, and nothing in my mind says that they have to go right back to where they were in our our universe. No, do you well, think and that
3: he's going to be? They're going to be able to get out, and he's going to no.
0: We're going back, baby. No, no, no! All of a sudden, the lanterns are there in Afghanistan, helping him out. No, oh, Jesus Christ! Why Maybe. else show all these fucking I flashbacks? Don't know. I, it's,
3: man. A, they're showing the flashbacks again, like in uh, Batman and Robin. They're showing the flashbacks to show, oh my God, Dick Grayson isn't. He's scared. He's not a good Robin. This is all it is—is is to show this is how he became a leader. This is how he learned this. This is John Stewart at
1: the every core,
0: time. Every time core, John Eric. Stewart is featured. We get a story like this, so yeah. talking about his past and how he's I, I seen some they, shit.
3: I, I think that they, because I don't know, he is a very um, not generic character it's kind of fucking generic but he kind of is and i think they always need to do this to kind of give him more of a oomph to his character i don't think you do i like him as i know him as a good leader yeah he's gonna go by the book and do what it takes he's not exactly he's not a hothead he might you know he could even turn on a friend if he thinks that's what's good for the core yes. because again he was a military guy the core is first and that's how i take it that's how these flashbacks have shown us and it, nothing new uh, but, but, Jim, where's his Star Sapphire ring? I don't know, Eric. And you know what? I would actually... These flashbacks. If these flashbacks showed a John Stewart who was a hothead, who was a guy who didn't listen to authority and i thought i would have or thought that'd be better show he was it as a scared as and it. had to
0: overcome his fear well, that's
3: what i'm saying show him something a little different where oh my god you know what he wasn't always like this he he learned he had to force himself to do this and now look at him look how good he is i would have liked that better
0: i uh, i get from all this war is hell yeah the oh, end.
3: yeah i i've heard that before but yeah you get relic and Krona show up to say you know there's show up you knew they
0: would hey guys we're still friends right we came back for you
3: and then at the end uh, again i don't know if we really spelled it out but they go and get all the rings all the colors uh they all yeah, everybody guys. escapes
0: the light prison yeah, and then they're like escapes. you know what we even though we just saved these guys we fought together we're friends now we don't know that they're not, not going to come back and turn on us so we've no. got to get the fuck out of here yeah
3: and they're like uh, i think they're gonna come back all at once huh oh really? okay
0: <laughs> well, um, hey, Relic, have you locked on on uh, Mogo yet? Why, well, yes, I have. Okay, let's go find Mogo and the rest and of the Green Lantern Corps. Why
3: do the, all the other cores all look exactly alike? They're like identical twins. Every one of them of each of the, the deal, but except the Green Lanterns. Can you? do Because have we haven't movement?
0: established what the people in this fucking before the universe so look like.
3: They just couldn't make different aliens or something, different looking a little.
0: Hey man, all aliens look alike to me. Yeah, Ooh. 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 yeah exactly. Then, That's some yeah, shit right then there.
3: then they they find Mogo, they hear him, he's in pain. They go. And he's getting
0: attacked by again, fucking again, pyramid power there, batteries. There's
3: a lot of like a uh, you know crazy cliffhangers, but I really like the look of that. I, I thought it I, looked awesome.
0: I just want to know why the fucking pyramid power batteries. We didn't see shit of this before. Why not the fucking that um the antibodies or whatever they call them? The freaking yeah, yeah, energy. that I know that, what
3: you're talking about. Like the scrubbers or whatever The scrubbers, yeah. whatever.
0: The, that makes way more sense from what we've seen. Not these fucking power batteries. Yeah, I know.
3: There's uh,
0: Mogo screaming. He's I did screaming. the art in this book, and I'm saying, hey, I love Jesus Saez. I loved his work but that we've seen him. I think he did some swamp thing before this.
4: Yeah, yep, And
0: did. uh And I, I love re- that. I really love his art. But here, for some reason, with the white backgrounds to the prison, the fucking black background space, it's all devoid of any kind of fucking backgrounds. Yeah. I, it really hurts the book for me because I know this motherfucker can do more. Oh, and I want to awesome see it. Artist, yeah. and all the characters look great. Don't get me wrong. I love that shit. Yeah,
3: I, I agree. And I'm telling you, even like that, la- like I said, that last panel with Mogo looks really awesome. It's just yeah. the way he did it. But yeah, I, I can
0: see what you're saying.
3: It's, and they are in a void, kind of. And it's yeah. tough. And it's almost like he doesn't get to do his stuff.
0: The most background we had was when it switched to white when they got into prison.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Well, what would you give it? Five out of ten. Five out of ten. I probably would have went about a five five, a five five, maybe even six. Uh, only because, again, it's a reaction to me not liking any of the first four issues. Right. They, they were so bland and nothing was going on. At least they break out and you got Mogo. I'm like, okay, this is maybe the first time I'm like, man, I want to see what happens.
0: We got and one I issue left. I didn't have
3: that before. Yeah, one issue left, and then a break until January, uh, when the uh, is it uh, Edge of Oblivion. Edge of, I want. Why do I always want to call it Dark Oblivion? I have I no said idea it again. Boy,
0: boy, boy, boy.
3: But yep, yeah, we're gonna. I think go...
0: you're thinking of Edge of Darkness from Star Trek. I think Strike. so. But yeah,
3: we're gonna move on to another Apolita. another Scotty Liddell. Shut up, Scotty Lob Deal. Uh oh, Doom Scotty number Lobb five. It's Doom number five, written by Scotty Liddell. Do you think he likes Scotty? Because I think yes. that's what he has on his Twitter. Right. It is. I'm gonna say it from now on. Written by. And Scot-
0: I, I always like to add a Y to anybody's name if hey, I can. He
3: does like Scotty. Okay. Written by Scott Liddell. <laughs> Art by Javier Fernandez, Ulysses Ariola. I always laugh when I say that. I'm sorry. It's Ulysses. a great name. And Corey Breen. Never heard Corey Breen before. I don't think. I have. You have you? All right. Yeah. You're a great guy. You're a world traveler. <laughs> Things are sure tough being a kid. I've seen some Harry. shit, Jim. Things are sure tough being a kid. You know that? Gangs, uh, drugs, music. I don't know what that was. That was mean, pretty awesome when I was a yeah. kid. Being a doomsday. That happened yeah. when you were a kid. While this issue was hyped as being the showdown with doomed uh, versus Alpha Centaurion, we get a good dose of Superman as well. Though some of it makes no goddamn sense to me. We find out that Riser has not been affected at a DNA level. Somehow. So what does that matter when he turns into the Doom monster seconds later? <laughs> we finally get the big fight, but I was so annoyed with the Alpha Centurion that my fun was a bit diminished. The issue ends with a there is always a bigger fish moment, and while I like this issue for the quick fun read it was... I don't think anyone will be talking about the series by this summer, Eric.
0: Poor dude. Uh, I know. I
3: I like this book. I I I'm not even just saying this issue. I like the book. Uh, you know, this is another penultimate issue. It ends next month. Doesn't seem like it from this issue.
0: Absolutely not. No,
3: I, I, that was kind of like a shock for them. And that they, this is one of the books where they're not giving them a chance to wrap it up. I guess uh, I can only think that we're going to get a huge info dump next issue that will lead to him going to Star Labs. Riser, I'm talking about, which will end up with him on the Teen Titans. But here you get—the yeah, last issue ended with Superman showing up at Star Labs. Just, you know, he just struts in there. He's got but, a, Jim, where are we at in the kill.
0: timeline? Because the last so- time we saw Clark Kent, he was regular Superman, not depowered Superman. Oh,
3: oh, well, that continues here because all of a sudden they try to show it in, shove it in because Jane's there. And she has the most awkward dialogue <laughs> with Superman that almost is like— this dialogue originally, I think, was two uh, word bubbles. They had to add some because this is, she says, I'm trying not to be rude because I know you can crush me with your bare hands. Then How like, would I do that? Why would I crush you? I don't know why. Why have you been, been pretending to be human all these years? I'm not an alien. I don't know how you think. I'm just wondering why you're here telling me this at all. <laughs> <laughs> makes no sense. Women.
4: Whoa, hey, Jim. Don't say
3: go. that. Uh, That's right, Tom, Lisa. Yes. it's. Oh, yeah, it is Lisa, right? <laughs> Like who are you talking to? Um, they they go on with, and it's so weird that they they're trying to really shove this in because the last time we saw Clark was a uh, he lived in the apartment with yeah. with uh Riser and uh, Roman that apartment, and they the, saw him like hey hey there's that Clark Kent guy. Yeah, I think they would have mentioned that it was Superman. This uh,
0: Doom storyline in my mind has taken three days. So I, far. I actually I was going to ask you how long I would give it a week. Would you?
3: Yeah, maybe, but there's no way that that freaking they, they're trying to catch
0: up. with uh, shit. Well, if it's a week, then Riser's getting fired from his internship at yeah, Fargo Star Labs because yeah. he
3: hasn't been back to work. I think he has. I think he's already fired, though. <laughs> I know you're a genius. Superman tells him. That's stupid. But yeah, they uh, Jane then sells uh, Riser out. <laughs> it's like, hey, it's Riser. He's over here. Riser's <laughs> hanging out on on a building, and he can't. He doesn't think he feels like himself, Eric. No? No, he doesn't feel like himself, but you know what? Yeah, he has that
0: unfresh feeling?
3: Yeah, you know what he used to like doing? He used to like, him and Roman used to go out uh, late night running, which I told you uh, about this, and you said that you thought they were up to no good. You, you, thought that, you thought that that meant that was like code for them to go into the stall and tap three times or something.
0: Who goes no, that's, for, just, that's just Roman. Who
3: goes for a run that late? It's I'm going ridiculous. for a late night and, run and, I'm and looking, dresses like that. It's the craziest at running gear oh, I've ever it's fucking so, seen. so crazy. I think he's heading out to the dojo.
0: Yeah, exactly. He looks like Ryu.
3: Arts. He does look like Ryu, and it gets worse later when he's there. Um, but yeah, I'm even looking at this. He goes over and Pretty hugs. Sweet Band, he hugs Riser. They're sick. almost. I would think that both of them are about to tumble off the goddamn rooftop and to their death. <laughs> did, did you see that? He like comes and hugs him. The guy's hanging off the thing, but that's nothing. Superman shows up, and I think it's the best panel of the whole issue. Is where Superman shows up and there's the. Moon the in the background. The, uh, no, it's the red. Uh, uh, Out of the what's cape, it called? yeah. The but... red deal in the back. And when it first happened, I thought, what the hell? He's got his cape on, too? Man, this is really off the rails. You
0: know, I actually never even looked at it. That's a really cool battle. It's really awesome. I
3: really like that. And then he he gives this there. He's like, until recently, he was just sort of my oddball neighbor. Smiled, pretty much kept to himself. Nice guy. Just that come to... He's Superman like, Oh God! I think that this panel was supposed to have some more going on, and then they shoved this shit about Superman because it really doesn't make sense. It really doesn't. There would have been a time where at least they would have said, "Man, how cool was it that we had Superman as a neighbor?" Yeah, no, you got nothing. Filthy alien. So then you have this, you know, the shit where Superman does not have his X ray vision, so he has the Star Labs. Tech freaking tech thing,
0: which he stole. You all yeah. know that he stole yeah, that. Yeah, right? he stole
3: it. Uh, Star Labs is after Superman after this issue, anyway. Yeah. he just walks into places. He, especially this Superman, who everybody seems to hate, anyway. Uh, he doesn't seem like a jerk though in this,
0: right? No, he seems not like at a all. Good guy. He just wants to help. Ryzer he wants around to help him though. Hell...
3: I don't believe what he's saying because he's like, oh, you know what? This is weird. You do not have the doomsday at a DNA level, and Rise is like, oh, thanks God, thank God, and hugs him, and.
0: I like that. I I, I like okay. how off-putting Superman looks at this yeah. hug.
3: He's like all odd now. Huh. And, but do, you get do to I put part, my
0: hands he, on him? <laughs> he, tells,
3: he tells him, "Listen, you've been infected by Doomsday virus. I can't believe you, you know, been able to fight it. But we got to take you to Star Labs. Uh, Risers like I, they're gonna dissect me. I'm not going. I I agree oh. with them. I think it, that's what would happen." And then he's like, listen, maybe it burned out. I can control it. And then becomes the Doom monster. Honestly,
0: it's- though, it's, Ryzer's a smart dude. Nobody wants to be bisected or dissected. No. But he's a smart guy. He should know that he's a fucking menace. He could become yeah. – they've all seen what happened when Superman became Doomsday. Yeah. yeah. It fucked up everything. No. He yep. should do the fucking smart thing and say, okay, you know what? I got to go and turn myself in because yep. shit could get bad for me and well, everybody else.
3: And I want to tell you because becoming do- Doomsday, Doomsday himself, Eric, is an asteroid marrying a nightmare. Do <laughs> you remember that? They say that at the beginning. And uh, this is where I put I said, that's a weird wedding. I only think that a witch priest would be able to, to be at ah. that. That's the only person who would do that well, wedding. I, there. I'm
0: an ordained minister and I yes. would marry those you two. You would
3: marry an asteroid and a
0: nightmare? If they asked me to, yes. Okay. I,
3: I don't know if that's allowed. Maybe in Hawaii. Hawaii probably would allow an asteroid marrying a nightmare
0: well I'm know. saying it's not going to be official through
3: law but oh, I'll do really? it. okay so if, if the asteroid got sick getting, later in life the nightmare would not be able to go and getting the, the license for that would be a nightmare sure <laughs> it would be another one uh, so like I just said you the asteroid gets sick the nightmare cannot go visit him in the hospital
0: no, and they're not going to get the pension either after no, the like asteroid dies. No, not really,
3: you can't, they wouldn't have that? Like, the asteroid probably does have a pension. It's yeah. not going to continue over to a the A pension nightmare.
0: for flying through space.
3: Oh, <laughs> uh, yes, the other, that, the, the other thing that, the other thing that, the other thing that, got me angry about this is What are we there, talking about? I don't know. There was an editor shout out to Doomed event. It's like, check out the Doomed event. It was, it a was awesome. There shout outs I'm in like, this book. like, Really? You, you really are gonna Hey, try it's to Paul again me. check out this yeah, it's Paul hey look at this that's when <laughs> Superman cleaned his underwear hey, hey check out this that's when the asteroid married the nightmare uh by a the way ceremony. it's weird I just got word uh they're divorced now Eric that, uh, that wedding isn't right? that always the way that marriage only lasted two months it did not last well past the uh the honeymoon you gotta Where have do trust. you think they went to the honeymoon Eric? Honeymoon Island, of Boom. course. Exactly. That's what I wanted you to say. Honeymoon Island. Oh, yes, we love it. What are we talking about? I don't know, <laughs> well, Where is this issue going? Uh, Alpha Centauri, Roman, that's Roman right. becomes Alpha Centurion, and I'm telling you, it's the most annoying dialogue ever, and I don't know why, but it seems like he is working at a Renaissance fair. Air.
0: He is Thor, is yeah, what he it's is. It's
3: just the worst, though, and it just keeps going. And over the and top. Going, and going. Oh, God. I hated it. Uh, How about the...
0: Yeah, so
3: Thou monster, Thy monster,
0: vital creature, thou'st oh uh, is puny.
3: Yeah, yeah, God and then damn it. they they have the fight. Now, the the one big thing that I want I, you to
0: imagine now, Bizarro and Alpha Centurion book. That'd be great. Oh, the one God.
3: thing I don't, I think they made a little mistake with this Doomed is not letting Riser talk. Yeah. I think that was a big mistake. I think that they should have let him fight that and be able to talk so they can have some dialogue. It's a, it, it kind of puts off the, the deal. Um,
0: but Honestly, the I t- liked it initially because he thinks he's talking. all Yeah, of your, yeah. Rah, 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 yeah rah. but
3: now it's starting to, you know, if you're going to have, especially on the Teen Titans, you know that they're going to get him something. If he is legitimately on the Teen Titans, they will get a translator. I don't and know. I think it. it'll
0: be kind of funny and maybe um I don't know if I'm trying to think of the power set but like Raven can maybe like uh sight like magically make it so his maybe. thoughts are heard. Yeah,
3: they'll do something because you can't have him just thinking to himself all the
0: time. That's kind of funny to me. Hey, doomed, like doomed. That's a terrible name. Doomed. You got to change it. I hey know. anyway, dude, go over there and do this. Rah, rah, rah. Good. Go do it. <laughs> in this, they have uh, where you have uh, got this guy on the you,
3: team. <laughs> you have doomed an opposite. Yeah. What, what are the, you know, who get filled out this application and let this guy in? Jesus Christ. <laughs> It's like freaking the place where Jim and Eric work.
0: I don't let anybody in there. And people are outside the Titans freaking headquarters, and they would have like freaking picketing. Uh, English or no nothing. English or nothing. <laughs> no, that'd be the worst. Fucking asshole.
3: Uh, so people. Alpha Centurion doomed. Are fighting, and then at the last second, I, I don't. Is Superman just kind of. Is he just watching at a point because he seems to be able to stop him easily at that one yeah. point and says, "Hey, you're tearing up my city. Why didn't he stop him earlier?" Hey,
0: I saw Man of Steel. Who are you to talk? That's true. I, yeah,
3: really. Well, yeah, and maybe he learned from his mistakes there. But yeah, they go there, and then there's what? What are you? What are you pointing at? Oh no! And then a big monster comes out, which was kind of the joke throughout that. Effa Centurion kind of summoned himself because of this big threat, and then said that. Um, that riser doomed was uh puny it's because it looks like he wasn't even summoned for that the real threat is this big monster that comes up and boy i don't know what the hell's going on there you even said, what the hell's with this big monster? It's yeah, just of course they're gonna, it's
0: going to come out right uh, where they are. Of course
3: it's going to come out right where they are, because now there's going to be Roman Centurion and Doom fighting together, and they're going to realize, hey, we're kind of friends. Or they're going to both pass out and wake up as themselves, Riser and spooning. Roman. Uh, yes, yeah, Spooning. And then they're going to realize that maybe they could be a nightmare and an asteroid, Eric. A nightmare and an asteroid. But yeah, we have next issue Office is the last the one. Right? And like I yes, and like I said, oh, of course. Uh, and <laughs> like I said last in my intro, um, nobody's gonna remember this book. The only thing they'll have is if Doomed is not Teen Titans going on, you'll be like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I kind of read. Nobody reads it, Eric. We'll have some editor
0: you, notes in Teen Titans. We're talking about
3: it. We're talking about me, you, and the other one person who reads it. Uh, really, there's nothing going on. But I like this issue enough. It's sad what happens because there's Miles, the uh, little kid uh, galactic bounty I'm saying, hunter doomed, that I loved.
0: Right, Doomed uh, in September sold 9,527 oh, yeah. issues yeah. estimated, yeah. and, and next, that is so goddamn yeah. and bad. And next,
3: next, I'm telling you, next month it'll be seven.
0: It'll I think be it'll just to go to down seven. to nine.
3: Yeah, I, I think that
0: it's, it's just gotta really It's, yeah, it's got to be though, at least 9,000 people. I know, but it's got to be at least 9,000 people on board. I guess.
3: I say 7,000, mark my words, 7,432. Okay. Exactly, exactly, Eric. But yeah, I gave it, or I'm going to give it. I did not review this. I gave it a, a 7.5, What I put in my notes. I like the art. I so like This was a fun, quick read. A couple things, obviously, got on my nerves. Um, but in, in general, I like this book. I think it's a fun time. I really wish that it could have uh, that Scott Liddell could have taken it and done something more with it. He just, my opinion is, we're on issue number five. And this is like the first issue that you really got a lot of Doomed and he just kept trying to add these other characters. Up until now we should have gotten nothing but Doomed and Riser, trying to figure out what was going on. Maybe Superman showing up last issue to see, hey, I'll try to help you out and then start adding characters. Once Which you makes establish sense to me, the main it's a tie character, into the Doomed Superman. Yeah. Establish the main character first. You didn't get much of, of Riser at all.
0: I don't know anything about Rise of no, Rome, well, except have he's Jane. supposed to be smart. You have Jane, you have
3: freaking Miles, you have Roman. There's too many people in this book that you have a new character that nobody knows.
0: And it's you got his much. aunt and Wee Wee.
3: Yeah, and Wee Wee, yeah. It just goes on and on, and yet you didn't get enough of him.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. What, did you say what you would give it? No, I'm still thinking about it. I'm just looking at it because what do you think of uh, Dune? Do you like his look?
3: Uh, his look itself, I don't like when he's changing in the Doom. It, it's kind of creepy. I like his look. I, There's I, I something about like it. I don't look. know.
0: It's very simplistic, but I really like this yeah. character just yeah. looking at him. Yeah, I, I like Really, look. I want to see him do more. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I I don't like when he's half riser, half doomed.
0: Right. It's really creepy. Oh, I like that we actually get to see a fucking transformation to a degree. Yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah, and you do hear him because, like I said, he's like, hey, I'm okay. And then all of a sudden he starts turning. I'd probably give this issue a... Sucker punches Superman.
0: <laughs> I'd probably give it a six. Okay.
4: Yeah.
0: Like I, I like I said, the book. It's yeah. just not going anywhere. and It never will. No.
3: Next issue, last issue, Eric. And boy, I, like I said, I don't know how they're going to wrap this up. Uh, uh, I give you my opinion of what will happen. But uh, we are on
0: our final book of the night. You ready? Yeah. Are you ready for this, baby? I am. I'm so ready. Dr. Fate number 5, written by Paul Levitz, with art by Sonny Lou, Lee Lowridge, and Steve Wands. Khaled continues to be one of the worst heroes I've ever seen. Even when he tries to step up and wow me, he just disappoints by continually being his whiny self. Boo-hoo, I'm not good enough. Boo-hoo, I don't know how to stop Anubis. Boo-hoo, my dad is blind. <laughs> I was just going to yell that, you son of a bitch. Calm down, my dad is dead, Khaled, alright? Yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> For fuck's sake, instead of letting the readers down by giving the helmet of thought to Anubis like we saw in this issue, give it to someone who is less annoying and can actually step up to the plate when the world is in danger.
3: Yeah.
0: And in the end, Dr. Fate becomes blind. The end. Boosh.
3: I, I have one note for this book,
0: Eric. Oh, goody. You know what my note is? This book sucks.
3: <laughs> I, I hate it. I, I just, I don't like it. I don't like Khalid. I don't like anything. I don't even know. I, I know what's going on. Nothing.
0: He's an I, I, awful hero. I have no idea how we didn't see that this book was canceled by January.
3: I, I actually, actually, I lied. I have one other note. <laughs> I, put, I put this, it sold 16,200 in September. Right. My guess is it's down to about 12,000 in October, and the next solicits will be February canceled. It has to be. This book is a mess. It's not leading to anything. It's not tying in any other book that you would think, okay, they need to have this. Uh, they made a big mistake with this book. I Again, this is also another one where you have a very, very similar situation as you do in Doomed. You have a young hero, uh, you know, anti, not anti hero, a uh, reluctant hero. Yes. You have somebody who's forced into something, doesn't want to do it. Um, and it could be fun. It could be. I just. I don't know what Paul it's Levitz not. was thinking on this book. I don't know where they spelled this out. Uh, hey, we should do this, and he's going to be this. I, actually, on paper, maybe it sounds okay. You have a med, a guy going med into student, med yeah. med student. He's got the uh, blood of pharaohs. Sure, you see that this issue. Yeah, and and uh, well,
0: I've you seen know, yeah,
3: yeah, he's very busy. And you're going to throw this on him, so now he's got to juggle this whole life with him, and it sounds okay. Uh, in five issues, though, nothing has happened to make me want to read this <laughs> book besides us doing a podcast on the website. This book would not—I would not even look at another freaking panel of this I book if I didn't have to.
0: I would have bought the first issue, and after that, I would have been done. Yeah, and you like Dr. I, Fate. Because I wanted a Dr. Yeah, Fate book. Yeah, you're a Dr. Fate fan. Um even
3: even the art, I don't mind the art. This issue, yeah, it's do just. I. But again, it's it's like, oh god. And again, here's what you get. We're five issues in, and you get freaking Doctor Fate trying to stop fucking looters. Yep. Uh, and he can't, and he's upset. Then he does it, tries again. Then he goes to save his dad because he finds out that Anubis is. And again, here's the other thing: is has he not realized that he can ask questions and find answers? He's always like, I wish I knew what's going on. Just ask. Just
0: go. Just ask.
3: ask. Okay. Oh, thanks, Helmut. Where Helmet. is it? Oh, there it is. Yeah, it's just. That's ridiculous. my dad's
0: hospital. No,
3: no. And yeah. <laughs> and. Come he, on, Helmet. He, yeah, let's go, Helmet. Feets don't fail me now. He heads off to the, the hospital, and his dad. <laughs> hospital's on fire. Uh, only Eric,
0: only his father's floor. That's the he, worst part of this whole book. His father's
3: floor is on fire. How many people you think on that floor?
0: Uh there's a bunch of people okay. but where the fire uh, is. Yeah. There's a, still there's a bunch of rooms that the nurses can't get yeah, to. Yeah. to pull the people out. How, how many people how does he save? He saves his father. He saves his father. That's it. And that's the best part because he grabs his flies in, grabs his father, flies him out, and he's all like, and then we see an explosion where a bunch of glass is about to fall on people down in the courtyard. And he's like, I'm not about to botch another rescue. Stops the glass from falling on him. But I'm like. What about the rest of the people yeah. on that floor? You just fucked over, dude. Yeah,
3: to me, that's a botched rescue. Right.
0: That's a botched ass rescue. That's almost as bad as the, it's not as bad as the fucking plane crashing. Jesus Christ!
3: And, and I, yeah, yeah, that plane crash is bad. And then you This got, guy
0: is the worst. He's the worst.
3: And then I, though, you know what? He's rolling in bitches there. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> All these women want him. Uh, the one who really wants to date him, uh, she's going to go play
0: guitar to protest, Eric. Right she there. is like an over-the-top PC character yeah. from the 90s. I gre-
3: I gre- I'm telling you, I think she's more, because Paul Levitz's age, I think she's from freaking 67. Yeah,
0: quite possible. She's, she's
3: hand, heading out to the B-In. They're going to start freaking tambourines
0: and oh my god I'm sending Kyle a to text. hey it's the end of the world want to protest it she has to get a response so she starts playing acoustic guitar oh, no, just she's, getting ready she's like
3: i'm gonna do my song I, i'd love to hear this awful song she's gonna play
0: also what go road and, to no, to actually the yeah really
3: i think that might or be because is, the
0: boat is, she, oh, geez,
3: is she protesting the rain
0: yeah, the end of the world, man. It's a, it's but a that's joke. Not I a protest. I know. I'm saying though. I get it. It's a joke. I don't even think it's um, a joke. I think no, it's serious. definitely a joke. She's but she's playing
3: it's that just... guitar, getting ready for the goddamn protest. She's like, "Listen, I'm gonna protest this shit." <laughs> it's
0: so stupid. So she's she's texting fucking Khaled. His girlfriend Shay is fucking texting, and he's not. Nobody's getting back. Like he's not getting back to anybody. They're all pissed off. Goddamn Khaled, what a piece of shit. Yeah. And the the most perilous thing that happens in this fucking book is that. Khaled finds out that classes have been canceled tomorrow because of the flooding, which makes sense. No, I, I don't think it makes
3: sense because this flooding is going on. There should have been ca- the fucking classes should have been done for a week.
0: Oh yeah, this could, should be Katrina situations. Yeah, in there should have right been now. no
3: classes for the last month or so. Whenever this issue, this book started, the end of classes. You can't go to class. But I'm telling
0: you, the, the big thing in the next issue is going to be how. The teacher for, uh, the college teacher, whatever yeah, the course yeah. is, I don't know what med yeah, students yeah, do, yeah. That, but uh, biology, class. sure. She's going to have people log in no later than yep. 11 for yep, their class. No later than 11. College college's not going to get this email, yep. and he's going to no. miss class. And, and he's I think gonna it's, freak it's bullshit, the fuck out.
3: I don't think that that's legit. I would call, I'd go to the, the university <laughs> and say, it's bullshit. I didn't get the email. You can say, screw you. This isn't an online class. Bullshit. You can take that. Jim,
0: college has changed. Take that. One.
3: Yeah, there was no online People
0: have classes. computers and online now. Yeah,
3: online class was when I would get to the class, and I'd have to wait in line to get in. That was online. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I don't know. What the hell? And then you have Anubis. Anubis wants the helmet. You already know. Anubis is the worst, right? Yes.
0: He's the worst. So, yeah, he gives him the helmet. What and does he not understand. it work out? Because Anubis is there. He's going to kill his father. He wants to kill his father for this blood thing, and apparently... Uh, um, Freaking, I can't even think of his name. I think it's Muhammad. Yeah, Um yeah, His yeah. Muhammad's father back in Egypt did something to banish Anubis, so now he's got a grudge out on this family. Yeah, but Khalid's father doesn't know the words to banish him now. No, he
3: doesn't know the words. What? Don't you, you think his dad should have taught him that?
0: I, I think a think. good
3: father would have taught him those words, knowing that uh, freaking Anubis is going to. Hey, the god after of death
0: him. might be after you at some point, but you'll be okay, yeah, kid. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. You know what?
3: You go to America. He he doesn't have directions there.
0: No, no, America. Cross oceans. Anubis yep. can't get over yeah. oceans. Oh, yes, Eric. Ah uh, yes. Yeah. But the thing is, we <laughs> it just upsets me so much. Colin <laughs> saves his father from Anubis. Yeah. Anubis then, like you know, magically, telepathically, whatever hits him in the air with a truck, and then tries to crush him. Luckily, he misses somehow. Yeah, he
3: misses somehow. I
0: don't know if Dr. F- Fate phased through it or it looked like that it that crushed that, his it, ass.
3: I think that he phased through it. But I'll go
0: with that. After this, we find out that, yeah, since you got that helmet at all, I can't hurt you. But what was that we just saw?
3: Yeah, why were you doing that then? Why did you even attempt it then? Yeah. It's so stupid. Why in the beginning didn't he say, listen, your dad's fucked up. You give me the helmet. You know, just use that's the tactic he goes with. He should have done that way back. (laughs) Way back. Would have have caused a lot of, you know, things
0: to be avoided. But not only this, we have this whole plan going on in Anubis' head where, hey, I can cure your father if you give me the helmet. He could see again. He'll see your beautiful fucking face. That sounds like a good plan, Anubis. But to do this, Anubis had to get all terrifying, so he grew gigantic. Yeah, yeah. What did that do for the story? Nothing. Nothing
3: at all. It did nothing.
0: I can't hurt you, but I'm going to grow and then make a trade with you. You give me the helmet, I help your father. Yeah, no.
3: Yeah, now that you look real scary, yeah,
0: I'll go with that. Yeah, yeah you I'll, look all like right. you're on the up and up. You know what, Anubis? You're right. Fuck this helmet. Fuck this world. Everything sucks. Make my daddy see again, yeah. so he can really, at least see yeah. me as we watch the end of the world together. Yeah. And
3: if you could stop that rain,
0: it's real annoying. Yeah, and man, it's nobody likes here rain. Here to Cairo,
3: Jesus Christ! <laughs> here to Cairo. You know what? I was looking through another bit of dialogue that I really hated when I read this was when uh, his mom's trying to get a hold of him, and he answered, "Damn it, your father's hospital is blowing up. Where'd you sneak off to? <laughs> what the
0: hell does that?" Hey, mean? Not only is Dad's hospital, but his phone is blowing it, up it too. It doesn't even. Oh, you know, it's
3: blowing up all right. Everybody texting him. Woo-wee. I, I don't know what it's just bad it's bad dialogue. The story makes no sense. It goes and it goes I, nowhere.
0: I don't know if this is an editorial decision, a writing decision, or what, because we had Bastet, the god that chose him to become Dr. Fate. Yeah. She died. She wasn't able to stay on the physical plane anymore. She died. So then we had that whole psychedelic fucking like uh, dreamscape where Dr. Fate would see uh, the hell's his name now. Naboo Okay. Yeah. And we got a little bit of cryptic answers. We saw the fucking the Sphinx giving riddles, fucking nonsense. And I don't know if they decided. You know what? This is a little bit too much. Hey, there's Bastet. She's back again, but not in the cat that you had in a different cat because she can do that. Yeah. What?
3: Yeah.
0: Why did we even bother to say that she died before? no
3: yeah. uh, Why do we, well, Eric? Why do we bother reading this? Because we got to tell
0: these people about I, it and well, just
3: be upset. I, pi- I pity. Uh, I pity the fool. Who likes this book? <laughs> now, I pity somebody who loved Dr. Fate and was like, okay, you know what? I, I only get a couple books, but I, I'm going to get this Dr. Fate because I love the character. Boy, it's such a waste of money.
0: I'm sorry. Jody loves this
3: book. Yeah, I don't I know. understand He's it. the only one. Actually, I was thinking of him, and I guess I shouldn't pity him. He loves it. Yeah. He keeps defending it. Everybody hates it uh, He along still our loves it,
0: too. I don't understand that yeah. either.
3: Uh, everything on our site and people commenting, people just do not like it. I don't know. My eyes, Eric, he's
0: one. Oh, uh, yeah, and I'm telling you, at the end, Anubis fucks him over because he cures his father, but now uh, Khaled is struck blind. Yeah,
3: now he's blind. It's, you know, an eye for an eye, Eric. And, yes. And uh, the, uh, the thing about it is it, it shocks me that Anubis wasn't going to just heal his dad and go away. I, who would know? Seriously. Who would uh, know that the god— How of would la- that happen? I, I don't know. What it, He's the god of the house of death, right? Yeah. Yeah, he says it like seven times. I'm the lord of the house of the dead. Okay, whatever.
0: Just say dead, dude.
3: That's a, yeah, why is it? I'm the Lord of the Dead. He always has to add it. It got me so annoyed.
0: I'm happy you got a house, Anubis. Fuck. Yeah, yeah.
3: you got a fucking...
0: You, you what up me? I only have an apartment. I live with my parents. What do you want? Yeah, yeah. Oh, well. What'd you give it? 4.5 out of
3: 10. Yeah, I'm telling you, I, I may have given it if I, it was my book three. three and no, I'm
0: telling three. you, the only thing that upped the score for me a little bit is that we initially saw Khaled try to be a hero.
3: Yeah. Um, what is, it's like, um, the That's end, all I at wanted to say. end of October, I'm guessing in about four podcasts in the news section, we will be announcing this book is canceled because when those new solicits come out for February, if it's not canceled, I will be shocked there.
0: I'll be, be shocked, shocked if this doesn't become a flash review. Well, that, that might happen as well.
3: I don't know. I told you I like yelling about it uh. <laughs> though. It makes us read it. I oh, agree. Ah, oh I'm God. sorry, but
0: by the time we get to yell about it, we're so out of steam because this is never one of the first books. Right.
3: Oh, it's always, if it's not a flight, like you would think that the last book that's like teetering on Flash reviews, it's like right at the precipice of falling yeah. into Flash reviews. This will never be anything but the last couple books.
0: I think um, I think the first issue might have been in one of the top ones. It was because. And then it, it immediately you fell. Dr.
3: Fate, yeah. Oh, you were, I think after the first two issues, you were yelling Flash review right away.
0: Where the hell is Dr. Fate from Earth 2? I don't know. I haven't um, even seen his ass. Ah, uh, geez,
3: Eric. Ah, oh, you know what time it is. What time is it? It is pick of the week time. I know what I'm picking. I know what you want. I let you go first. You want me to go first? Because it's easy. It's Martian Manhunter. Yeah, Martian Manhunter. Uh, I said I will not. I I won't put um a flash review in there. But uh, Gotham Arkham uh, or Batman Arkham Knight, I really love. But yeah, it's a, it's a digital book that I review. We
0: had, we had some really stinkers this week, but we had some good ones too. I'm telling you, I like. Eternal, I like yeah. Justice League enough, but Martian Manhunter, is just continually good. You know, I had good. fun,
3: like I said, I had fun with That's Superman the underdog, Wonder Woman, made me Superman Wonder Woman, I liked more than the truth, <laughs> but yeah, Martian Manhunter was the best, that book through and through is, is a great book, because there's no really reason like it should it. be this good it's fucking Martian Manhunter yeah, well, I, yeah. again, you have Dr. Fate, that would seem like a slam dunk for you, a oh, walk Definitely. up to the plate home run
2: you show and, your mouth. Uh,
3: yeah, but Martian Manhunter, which I, I don't like the character, love it alright yeah. You know what we're going to get next week? I'm going to tell you next week's books, Eric. We have All-Star Section 8 number 5.
0: Have you said that one like five times already? Yeah, it keeps getting pushed and pushed.
3: Uh, Aquaman number 45, Eric. Do you know, know who we have in that one? That. one. In uh, All-Star, All-Star Section 8? No, I don't think you do. Okay. I think... I'm not sure. I'd have to... I think Fair it's enough. one of those where it's like... They learn the awful truth of what's going on. So it's, oh. it's one of those, yes. Uh, I didn't want to put you that. on the spot. No, honestly, I think that's what know. it is. I think it's that they learn it is. kind of what they're doing in Noonan's Bar, and then that leads to the final issue where I'm guessing it's going to be just a freaking battle royale of characters uh, Aquaman number 45.
0: Oh, God You damn
3: it. love it. Batman 40, or Batgirl 45 for me. Um, yeah, I hope that's a little better than it's been. Well, I, as long as we
0: i want a villain i am telling you if fucking yeah. velvet tiger yeah. didn't do it for me we loved when fucking live Wire was yeah, there I do that live again just do it again
3: yep batman and robin eternal number four looking forward to that uh, cyborg number four uh, deathstroke number 11
0: i like deathstroke
3: yeah the one thing I'm, the solicits came out for january it looks like deathstroke and uh january tony daniel isn't even writing it anymore that James Bonney has been co-writing with him. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, the Flash 45. Seems like a long time since I've done a Flash. Uh, I don't Doesn't know. It... I feel
0: like we just talked about really? it. Actually.
3: It seems uh, like long for me. Uh, Gotham by Midnight, number
0: 10. Flash. It... Flash reviews. Seriously, it's a book that I like enough. It, it's yeah. not a book that I would normally buy. Yeah. If I'm telling you, if I just wanted to buy the books I wanted and didn't have to fucking... God damn it, dude, this fucking yeah, podcast. Yeah, I know. This book would never be on my podcast. Yeah, book, we, book we talked about it last uh,
3: episode that that was one of the books that week. We did talk about it because that was that big issue. The explosive issue was good. Oh, yes. But we'll see how that. Is. But this uh, book is ending. Yeah. Grayson number 13. All right. I'm looking forward to that as always. Sw-
0: I swear to Christ, uh, we're always done
3: with Grayson anymore. I know. He is all over the place. And yet people who like Nightwing still freaking pish posh it uh justice league 3001 number five
4: which is one of the of that. issues
3: that's going to be where i believe he uh they find out who that batman is remember they saw that big oh actually there. i'm
0: down for that yeah I we're gonna see out.
3: that and then i think that leads to the all woman team coming up i know, want it to be team. the great
0: big fat blue beetle
3: yeah he's we'll moved see. on now that
0: blue beetle's it there he's gonna like be a batman
3: a big robot uh justice league gods and men it's still listed that in the solicits there Justice it league, is dark side and war men, batman number one uh, you'll probably be doing that. I don't think that we're really going to talk about that on the podcast. That'll probably be a flash review just because of what makes sense to me. New suicide squad. Number 13. Love this book. Looking forward to that. I can't wait for that. Prez. Number five. Flash review. Yeah. We're <sighs> never getting, we're never seeing those other six issues. They probably,
0: absolutely. no. hold on. I just looked at the freaking. what was it? 9,000? The last yeah, issue. 9, sold
3: 9,000. And people are still, I think Reggie's still demanding that they're going to have these other six eventually. Yeah. No, That's it's
0: not going to happen.
3: That's not happening. Robin, Son of Batman, number five. I'm waiting for your reaction. I just,
0: I just took a drink. <laughs> sorry. I didn't realize my book was Robin, next. Robin, um, Son of Batman, number five, Eric. I'm kind of, I don't know. I'm on the fence with this book. I think it'll get better once we get into the Robin War, but right now I'm not that interested.
3: You know, that book is going nowhere, Eric. Nowhere, huh? Nowhere.
0: Uh, Sinestro, number 16. Uh, eh. And, I, I don't know. I've fallen off of Sinestro, but I don't even think I reviewed the last issue yet. I'm not even sure. Again,
3: I just wrote these down. I guess this might still include Lobo. I would think Possibly. That ends, I think that ends the Lobo, the Sinestro Rising. I think that'll be Sinestro's last issue in the Sinestro Rising story. So I'll, I'm looking forward to it.
0: Sinestro's been good enough. It's just, I don't yeah. know. For some reason, I've fallen off of it, yeah, like the interest level. Yeah.
3: Superman number 45. Oh, finally, finally, me. you get one of these post-truth stories. And I guarantee you, guarantee... That you like it better than the last bunch of issues. I'm telling you, All people, right. uh, people are always yelling at me and stuff, but I think you're going to like it more. I'm going to guess a seven, Eric, and a seven would be great for that book for you.
0: Are we going to wind up at the Fortress of Solitude finally?
3: I don't know. I, better. I, I doubt it. And then the last one for next week is We Are Robin, number five, which both of us really enjoy.
0: I love that book. Yep. Hopefully, we got freaking. Uh, I can't think of who the artist is, but the artist who wasn't on the. Who, from number one <laughs> to three yes. is back. God yes. damn it. That guy, I like that guy.
3: I love that guy, but that's the podcast, Eric. That is it. You have anything else to say? Fell off the rails at the end there. Yeah, it did. We're freaking losing steam. Anything else you have to say? Well, you know what? When you talk freaking twelve hours, this probably was a twelve-hour podcast, right?
0: Oh my god, was it? Yeah, I think my time
3: wasn't last week. I said that nobody lasts this long. and We could just talk to each other, not care what we say. Yes, I think that's
0: every episode. Yes, it is.
3: Why don't you come and see me sometime, big boy? I'm going to recap everything, uh, what we learned this uh, episode. I don't know. We learned that asteroids and uh,
0: nightmares can get married in Hawaii, Eric. Everybody have a great week. <laughs> Keep it weird, and we'll see you in seven. No,
1: That's the right. two, baby. That's the